after what happened in the last one, yeah, that, the, man, that was that was scary. I mean, like that was literally unreal. Like D and I came down, crossed the border, met up with Smash and Maine. We go, he's got the job all scoped out, everything's perfect. Till we get to the till we get to the air vent. All of a sudden he right. can't fit in the air vent, right? So smash me, switch positions. Was I'm the going down the suit hole. again, man. Did you you wouldn't take it off? He wouldn't take it off, man. He would not take the squirrel you suit off. You gotta take it off the squirrel suit. I get yelled at. I get yelled at when I forget equipment. So, anyways, I slide into the air vent. I hit about. Well, I hit terminal velocity because he's lubed up the air vent. I slam into the bottom, end up in the wrong quadrant of the building. Right. And, And then nothing. I spend the night in the darkness waiting for these guys to bust me out. And in the morning, I have to tell them they locked me in there by accident, and I just didn't want to trip the alarms. That is how I got out of there. I got out, barely. Smash, you didn't even go after him? He wouldn't take, again, because he wouldn't have a squirrel suit on. We left to go get ropes and stuff, and on our, like, inward trip back, we must have tripped an alarm. Because there was cops around the whole, or not even, it was like, I, I wouldn't even you say that. Cool. You wear that squirrel suit in the shower. Like you got to take it off sometimes, man. Hey, you guys. Were, that was me part of the deal. You were supposed to. You're supposed to fly in there. You're supposed, well, I mean, it's just the one time. Holy crap! Like West Engine is lucky to be alive now. Holy crap, dude! I'm lucky. Hey, he's lucky the, out. he should have used a rope going down. He didn't. Man, wait I for thought me. it was just a regular air vent. I thought I just had to put my sneakers. Dude, that down, wasn't dude. part of the like, plan, even seriously. He thought it was probably going to be in, what, twenty feet. <laughs> it was like the wall. It was like West got birth into this building. I was like, let me go get the rope. He's like, nah, I got it. And then he just goes, this is, this is, this is not acceptable. We have to, like, we're going to get an OSHA report for fucking stealing. Like, this is, this is ridiculous, dude. Like, come on. Like, enough with the squirrel suit stuff. I just, well, you know what? We just realized uh, we're talking about something else. I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, D's here That's driving great. around. Uh, we're, we're doing, we're talking about sliders. We're talking about a great movie with, I think, Robert Redford, uh, Brad Pitt, sliders. I think that's what it was. Uh, we're definitely not talking about gasoline or, or inter-border, cross-border, uh, crime enterprise. No, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. We're talking about something else now. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome, folks. Uh, welcome to the, uh, well, apparently uh, another one of these shows where we're just like, what's our name again? Uh, welcome, folks, to the Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. Uh, first off the hop, if you guys are over the age of 21, sit back, relax, uh, check your ice situation, perhaps your chilled cooler situation. Maybe you have a cooler right next to your, your uh, uh, sitting place. Maybe you have a fridge. Maybe you're one of those baller people that has like a fridge. Dude, maybe you have a butler. Maybe you check if your butler is well-fed, rested. Maybe the butler needs to, to take a break. Maybe take, I mean, honestly, probably you've been working the butler too hard. So give the butler 15, 20 minutes, maybe go grab the beer yourself. Give the butler a break and, uh, you know, let him go eat or, you know, whatever a butler does. Water the butler, maybe, so the butler grows. Anyway, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you, yeah, right? Like, if, I think that's how it works. Uh, folks, uh, make butler. sure that you're, dude, yeah, you got you to gotta water the butler. You know what I mean? Like, it'll shrivel away. Uh, if you don't water the as butler. As long as it's like, consensual watering. You got to consensual <laughs> water the butler. Uh, that's right. From the front to the back. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you are over the age 21, uh, sit back, relax. If you are, on the other hand, under the age of 21, you guys are like, you might be at the wrong show. Guess what? You're at the wrong show. I have to be honest yeah, with man. you. Uh, West Engine. Go pick me here. Yeah, for ghetto. Gotta... Yeah, for ghetto. Yeah, you can't stop here, man. Move along. Get out. 
Why do they have to get out? Is it because we don't like them? Yeah, well, no, uh, why we like them real Not well? Really. Yeah, man. It's like, I mean, they're cool. They're cool. They're trying to hang out here. They have a cool. Yeah. But, yeah. but, the problem is, it's not we don't like them. It's jurisdictions right. have all these things, you know, hang-ups, you know, look a sudden. I don't really agree. But, you know, it's the way it goes, but you know. It, You know what, though? Sometimes it could be a little bit of column A and column B, too. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, I mean, they're, they're I don't know. Maybe they haven't started shaving yet. And like, it's all disorganized, the fur. I don't like, know. Dude, this 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 hipster style is, I'm like, dude. Old enough to vote, old enough to die for the country. You should be able to have a draw, you know, man? But, you know, you know. You know what? West Indian has a good point. All right, ladies and gentlemen, go work <laughs> on the beard. Uh, ladies, especially. Come back when you're 21. So you come back when you're 21 and you have a rich, full, like a Castro beard. That's that's what I'm yeah, saying. I mean, I don't want a beard shame, honestly. If you are a revolutionary in uh, some far off land and you are over the age of 21, but you have an insufficient beard, you're still welcome. You can say, you can say, West can't grow a beard neither. So don't worry, West can't grow a beard. You, you know, see, it's you genetic. See, it happens, man. It happens. It happens. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Now that we have the kids uh, out of here, uh, I, I can see it is going to be kind of a weird show. So uh, I guess uh, welcome. You know, cheers. You're welcome for all the weirdness. Uh, if you guys would like to listen to the show in uh, kind of an audible uh, format when you do woodworking, you say strangling, but you know, there's only so many stranglers. You know what I mean? Maybe you're, uh, I don't even know, like maybe you are an elephant trainer, but you are an elephant trainer who works with exclusively deaf elephants, maybe, and you have to actually guide them, maybe. Uh, I don't know. That didn't really work out in my head. It was funnier when I thought of it. Uh, Perhaps you are a hippopotamus masseuse, like you massage hippopotami. That sounds dangerous, but vital. I bet you have to uh, do it for like hours, probably, like it's a big old fucking animal. So you probably want to listen in. Ladies and gentlemen, go listen to us over on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Chromecast. Uh, what else? Uh, what's another big one? Pandora. Uh, dude, I'm forgetting some of the other ones. Uh, thank you guys, by the way, for subscribing to the podcast. It's awesome to hear you guys uh, or see you guys subscribe uh, from all over the world. B will probably thank some of you guys, but uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, so once again, uh, what was I going to say? You know, choose your podcast platform of choice because oddly enough, like every time I look at the metrics, like there's some stuff that I don't even remember clicking on. Podbean, a couple other ones kind of distribute the stuff. So make sure to look up Chronic Table, perhaps if you you use a different podcasting platform, look us up, or even just look up uh, iTunes, Spotify, and you'll find us. Uh, welcome to the chat. Welcome, Aldrich, VX Gunner, Smash Canvas. For some reason, my chat is super small because I didn't pop it out yet. Uh, welcome, folks, though. What was I going to say? Uh, cheers. Uh, what was I going to say before that? I don't know. Uh, what's the rules for joining the show? I always forget or often forget about uh, uh, the rules for joining the show. They are quite simple. We, we are letting a lot of kind of... Um, you know, spontaneous visitors come in, but uh, dude, you got to try to have like a recognizable name because if it comes in like just bullshit phone, XYZ, ABC, probably not going to let you in unless I know who you are. The best would be if you say in the chat, this is the polite way, honestly, because it's like walking to somebody's house. Hey, you know what? I'd love to join the panel. Uh, say it in, the, in, in the, the YouTube chat. If you guys aren't part of the YouTube chat, feel free to, to join the YouTube chat. It's hilarious. People like Atomic Spoon are there. Uh, he's a super cool guy. BX Gunner, Introvert Genetics, a lot of cool people here. Kush Cloud's there. Uh, everybody in the chat there is super nice. So uh, welcome into the YouTube chat. That's, by the way, the best way to get to know us, honestly, because get to know your name, you know, your obviously real name, like Decoy Bacon. Obviously, Decoy Bacon was born that way. So we know him as Decoy Bacon. Actually, Decoy Bacon could be a she. We don't really know. 
but we get to uh, know decoy bacon. I'm always confused because I'm like, oh, is it bacon? But it's not. It's a, it's a, de- a decoy. You know it does I mean? sound. Like- that joke is still going to be funny until I stop telling it. Basically, yeah, it's going to be, and then it's going to start being funny again after I start. I don't know. We're going to work on it. I, I, I am. I find it hilarious that I'm. I don't know. We're just going to move on. It's not that funny. I realize it's not that funny, but I find One it funny. That there's like decoy bacon. Don't be a dick. Pretty much that's the rule, honestly. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Show Don't a dick. Be a dick. Yep. Don't be a dick. So it's like kind of a, it's like two sides of the same coin. It's like Janus or something, you know, good and evil or whatever. Like you basically don't be a dick. Also, don't show your dick. So even if you like, you'd be like, oh, dude, I have the most amazing dick in the world. You have to see it. Like, <laughs> no, we don't, we don't really have to see it. So don't be a dick and also don't show it, regardless of how amazing it is. We don't really, I mean, if it's like Michelangelo level or something, Tell us Maybe, in the chat. But you know what I mean? Maybe people yeah, in the chat, will be chat like, first. That Give sounds, us a warning. That sounds good. And then in the chat, they'll be like, do we have to do that? And then we'll be like, all right, maybe, but probably not, but you know, maybe. Um, but in the meantime, don't be a dick. Uh, let's see here. Uh, dude, this has been one of the weirder introductions of the show, I realize. Uh, folks, welcome. Uh, again, uh, you're welcome for all the fucking weirdness. We get stoned and apparently also drunk here. We have some good beer here in a second, but I'm going to let the guys uh, say hello first. And uh, dude, I keep saying, uh, I need to take a break or something. Stop saying, uh, smash cannabis. What's going on, man? Well, of course, I catch him right when he's taking. I have this thing, folks. If you're okay. just tuning in, I have this thing where I like, I don't even mean to do it, but I'll go to somebody and it's right when they're taking a, a like a drink where they've got their mouth full of like an entire, I don't know, applesauce or something. Like something that just like takes a minute to get rid of like a shrimp. You know what I mean? They got like a prawn and then they're chewing up prawns suddenly and they got to take five minutes. Dude, seafood would be lovely, right? Like, so imagine you, like when you do, you're gonna get a prawn, and I'm gonna be like, "Oh, smash! What do you think about it?" I don't know. Hold on a second. Like, uh, who was it? The, the best was Spartan the other day. Like, I think he was actually eating like a taco or something. I was like, "Oh, Spartan, what do you think?" Oh, 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 oh. Like, it happens. Anyway, uh, it's uh, unintentional comedy. Smash! What's going on? Cheers, my friend. Welcome. Shit, man, nothing much. Um... I put a new video up on my YouTube channel, Richard Swinging the D Around. What's up, brother? Thank you. Um, or Richard. So, <laughs> yeah, I put up a new video on my YouTube of, like, the outdoors. I had some scale bugs that kind of, it, they were white scale bugs. It was really weird. I've never seen them like this. Um, but I went out there today. I hit them with neem um, a couple of days in a row, and then I was hitting them well they have one day after the other and then i hit them with attack so attack weighted day neem weighted day attack and they weren't really getting better or getting worse so i started to look at them today and i brought out like a i put some water in a container some alcohol and some hydrogen peroxide and i kind of just went to town on it and it just started to move so they were little scale bugs um so yeah, we sprayed down. I, after I got them off with the water mist and stuff, I went the, back in with the neem and I sprayed the stem. Pretty good. So yeah, but everything looks good. We've been we dealt with a heat wave and now we're dealing with some cold. So it was crazy because the plants literally started to go crazy, like all of them, when it was like 90 out, and then they started to slow down again today because it was 50 all day. So once we hit summer, it's gonna be dope. And then downstairs, I got to go water some so I'll show everyone. But what's up, Wes? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Big up Fuminor, big up Smash, big up D, big up everybody in chat. Hope everybody's well. 
uh, ready for the most interactive and intoxicating in cannabis. Um, yeah, just ready to have a good have a good night with you. Got some a uh, couple uh, drinks to share. And yeah, nice. How about you, D? What's new with you, buddy? Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's going on, chat? What's going on, uh, panel? I'm Miss Sean. I'm smoking on pink headband tonight. I also got some pink first shatter. I checked my garden today. It's been a couple days. Uh, I measured Aussie pink death now is about five feet tall. And a lot of the other plants are about three and a half feet. And they're starting to get bigger, which is awesome. Uh, nothing but nothing else. I can't wait to see what our Morganas do. Like, because I, I started mine from seed and I planted right into the ground. D started indoors in a pot, you know what I mean? So I can't wait to see how big they get. Right. And uh, Dangrino has a couple of Morganas and I think a Lime River Rose outdoors, well, in the greenhouse. Who else? I want to build a green. There's a couple. Someday. Then uh, a friend of mine is going to grow, oh, shit, Charybdis. Uh, who else? Uh, dude, there's a couple outdoors. It's going to be fun. I was hoping there's going to be a little bit more outdoors, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, outdoors is iffy, though, because people are scared because the last year in the fires, right, right. like, destroyed a lot of people's shit. You said you went right. to your homies. PM got a lot of people yeah. last year. Yeah. I was blessed to actually just make seeds last year. My buds didn't mold out um so i was pretty happy so i figured like d does I'm, i gotta keep my shit airy as hell so i don't because i'm in high humidity thank god towards like the winter it drops down but right now it's been 100 i bet you if i look it's 90 something percent and it's been like that for a week weird weather man holy cow like uh, we were talking about before the show, hopefully it doesn't, you know, go to anything. But this hurricane uh, uh, in the Caribbean is not looking good, apparently, according to a lot of people. And I don't know, just weird weather. I guess we won't talk about it because it's so fucking weird. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a couple of new beers for the evening. Uh, let's see here. What are we going to pick? A uh, couple breweries. I'm always wearing this Deschutes shirt and then I never have any Deschutes beer. So I was like, dude, I got to get some Deschutes beer. So we actually have some. It's one of my old school favorite breweries. They're from Bend, Oregon. Actually, just about everything here is from, I think, either Bend or Eugene. In fact, pretty much Bend or Eugene. So we have one of these days. Uh, this one might start off the evening. I think this is going to start it. This is uh, Deschutes from Bend, Oregon. Family and employee owned since 1988. How cool is that? This is uh, 45 IBU, 6.5% alcohol. They're saying it's going to be intensely juicy, irresistibly hazy, freshly squeezed. No fruit was harmed in the making of this freaking beer. Uh, love the can. I always, always love uh, Deschutes beer. Uh, Deschutes Black Butte Porter. Black Butte Porter was one of my old favorite, favorite beers from uh, way back in the day. They always have tremendous, uh, what is it, red chair IPA in the wintertime. It's beautiful, beautiful beers, seasonal, all kinds of stuff. Love them. Uh, then we're going to have a couple of beers, or at least one beer from uh, McKenzie Brewing. Honestly, have not had anything from these guys in fucking ages. Uh, they're from Eugene. Uh, weirdly enough, I just stopped by Winco. I like I needed a couple of random things at Winco, and like they have McKenzie beer, so I basically picked up a couple. Uh, how funny! I haven't seen these anywhere else. I used to drink these because a friend of mine used to live in uh, Eugene. Anyway, uh, this is going to be uh, Raging Red 
Raging Rhino Red Ale. Pretty sure we drink cans of brewing. Anyway, uh, James Blonde Ale is the other one. I might actually get to the red one first. Let's see. And this is the brewery that I'm quite fond of, and they always have the coolest cans and the coolest names. Megalodon from uh, Ninkasi Brewing. This is a legendary IPA. I think I'm going to try to get to this one just because there's such cool fucking names. And they actually make really good beer. I went back for this one, Fumi. I wish I could get, I want you to try this. I don't know if you guys can get Wormtown Brewing ever. Hmm. It's like local to here, but this one is so good. It's literally the one of the smoothest beers I've ever drank. Yeah. Hazy, it's a hazy, though. I like hazy. Cheers, folks. Hope you guys are tapping into something good. Uh, for some reason, this is super slippery. There we go. This is going to be delightful, I think. Hopefully you guys are talking into something good. And uh, once again, West Engine, if there is a straggler, just in case, if somebody who's like, dude, I'm going to sneak in, mm -hmm. I'm going to sit behind the furniture. What they can do? One. They can get out, man. That's they can it. get out. Yeah, man. Don't make your mama catch you in here, man. Don't make your yeah. granny catch you in here, boy. That's it. Serious thing, that no. Dude, I feel it. You know, maybe they're trying to learn about weed or whatever, like uh, they had on the radio on uh, NPR. I guess we've had it for a couple of days now because I've heard like snippets of the story, but they, you know, they show like a, a broadcast radio lab on the, the Saturday afternoons. And I guess the newest uh, episode of fuck that smells like tangerines. That's awesome. Like from here, you guys don't know this, but I have a fan basically, but I don't normally, the, normally the air blows uh, this way, but it's just a little bit warm here. So I have a fan right now. D saw me plug it in. So I have a fan basically blown across. And even with that, I just got like this freaking waft of tangerine. Badass. Uh, Wait, well, finish right your now. statement. <laughs> uh, fuck, this is so that I don't even remember. Oh, NPR. So they're talking about gonads, and I was fucking laughing because every time it comes up, the the first question of the the episode was, "Do you know what a gonad is?" And so that I does everybody have gonads? And so they basically asked like 15, 20 people, and uh, I laughed because probably right now, like half the people don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So if I said in the chat, this is actually a funny one. So we're gonna do like the radio lab thing. Anybody listening that's listening right now, uh, tell us if you what was the question that they actually don't asked? know what a gonad is. Do, well, first of all, do they do they know what a gonad is? But I don't think they asked. Yes, they did. They asked what it There's was. There's no shame learning in public answer. here. There's no shame learning in public. And then they asked, do women have gonads? So the question is, uh, do women have gonads? No, I'm going to mess you with cojones. Let us know. You guys are not allowed to like say the authoritative answer. You can guess, but you're not allowed to say like, well, I know this from fucking science class. Coconuts is one of my favorite statements. Like, I, I'm going to put some, oh, I'm going to put some, I can't cheers. It disappears. Oh, I have a white back on. I was holding it. <laughs> cheers. Um, I, I shit. Who just legalized? A state just legalized. Um, right. I was watching. They had a tent. All right. So as soon as it was legal to start growing weed, people were handing out six seeds, like six seeds. So they were like, they set up a tent. They didn't ask for money or anything. I think they just asked for an ID just to, to show your age. And they just gave you seeds to start. Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. Yeah, Virginia. That's cool. Um, that's dope. They're literally just trying to get people to start growing. Like, that's a good idea, too. Like, Yeah, it is. 
Grow, it really like, is good, it, 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 and especially growing weed. Like it's just, uh, I guess you could probably have some bad situations where maybe like uh, dumb kids go and like uh, rip off plants or something. But even that, I feel like if you had enough plants growing, if you had like everybody growing shit in their backyard, like kids aren't gonna fuck with it. Like rippers aren't gonna fuck with it. If you have like a bunch of swag growing in people's backyards, there maybe they're gonna rip like a, a warehouse or something. You know what I mean? Like I was put level, extra for them, but they never come. Little bastards are fucking so lazy <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> you always you always give them the worst strain that doesn't get you high. Uh, was yeah, just say, put it right uh, on the back. Whatever you yeah, put the hemp around the outside. <laughs> <laughs> the swaggy crap tasting CBD. By the way, thank you, Richard. I, I was uh, freaking distracted with I don't even know what, but thank you very much, Richard. Uh, dude, not only is he always like, as we like to say, swinging the D, but Richard's always tuning in. He's always saying like we're we're bringing him good vibes, and Richard's always bringing us good vibes. So, uh, Man, by the way, good Man. vibes to Richard because uh, uh, good old friend of ours. He basically reminds us many times that there are a lot of folks that are not always in. Uh, the best circumstances they might actually have to listen to us to make their day better you know what i mean like how do i put this uh so that's one of the reasons to always keep good vibes you know what i mean like I, yeah, i've man. noticed that uh i don't know there's some channels on on youtube and other places that like do there's not always sort of good vibes and like you know what happens with someone who needs to tune in to be happier like when they tune into that like how do they feel after that i don't know whatever that's a strange no i get what you, i get what you're saying because like honestly sometimes this is like the best part of my day Butterfly effect, man. It's just a butterfly effect, man. You you throw out a little shade here, and those ripples can end somewhere else. And somebody with a little more on their plate may have a way worse day in the end, you know. So I don't know. You're drinking the same hazy, nice, Nolan. Uh, I shouldn't have said anything about how to taste it. I should have just been like, okay, Nolan is going to tell us what the, the flavor is. By the way, I'm really enjoying it. This is not like an overwhelming, like people probably thought, oh, it's some fucking girly fruity beer or something. No, man, this is the shoot. Uh, they're one of the old school uh, microbrews. They, the Whitmer brothers, uh, Rogue, who else? The the the, the guys that did um, uh, Full Sail, a couple other breweries, basically. Uh, they started the whole microbrew scene in Oregon. You know, maybe there were a couple of other microbreweries, but they basically got together. They drank beer at the, the Horse Brass Pub and, you know, they had like cool English beers. And Coot uh, has talked about this. All the malting industry basically is right here. Like I was in Vancouver yesterday, drove by like three malting places accidentally, basically. Like that's where all the fucking malting stuff is. Anyway, these guys kind of met together, drank beer, and started the microbrew craft industry. Um, Every time I have one of their beers, it's like a polished version of what you would expect is what I'm getting to. Like, I don't know what Nolan's going to say, but like, this is, this is obviously fruity, but it's not, it's not like a cloying girly. Is it a, it's I, mean, a I, hazy I guess I don't mean to be insulting with that. It is a hazy, but what I'm trying to say is like, uh, I, I don't know. Like when you see a can like this, I don't know what people think. You know what I mean? Like if you're from the Northwest, you'd be like, dude, I know the shoots and whatever. They'd be like, it'd be super cool. But when you see this from, I don't even know where you're from, you know, Minnesota or Missouri or fucking Swaziland or something, you might think, oh, that's a, you know, it's a woman's beer. That's like basically a really, really sweet, like cocktail beer. And it isn't at all. It's, it's a normal hazy IPA, just a little bit on the sweet side with enough of that freaking like tangerine kind of like not just tangerine, but like tangerine citrusy freaking flavor to be interesting, but it's like, dude, it's so drinkable. It's, I'm marveling at how good it is, honestly. This, so I'm with yeah. you. <clears throat> this hazy right here is one of the best ones I've had. It literally tastes, it's not like a creamy dessert, but it's like a creamy beer. It's so good. It's like really hoppy, but it's not bitter. I love it. It's good, really cold too. Like, 
I kind of like before the show, I put this one specifically in the freezer for a couple minutes because it's really good cold. Some beers, believe it or not, are, are better warmer. Some beers are way better colder. It's funny. Uh, some beers that uh, people like to drink uh, warmer, like let me think. Um, Didn't they used to cask, drink beer? Nitro cask. Did, did they, they used to drink, drink beer warmer? back in the day because it used to be uh they didn't have refrigeration so they had to sterilize it with iron from the fire i thought yeah they they used to literally like all german like german like beers and stuff if we were to go to like beer fests a lot of it's warmer beers i don't know if it's warmer beers i mean they keep them at cellar temperature but that's still pretty cool it's like 12 degrees maybe 50 degrees 12 degrees is it 12 degrees celsius yeah Hmm. so what's this dude we gotta get a fucking I'm so bad at this all right. sorts of Fahrenheit. Yes. Dude, we're off with this stuff. I'm pretty good at metrics because of cars, but it's all cool for him. To Fahrenheit, I'm like, uh. <laughs> I still use miles per hour for speed. I still use miles <laughs> per hour for speed. Like, but I mean, I know, I know those, I know those Wait, off by heart now. I have a question. How many 53. miles per hour is 10? Well, how would I say this? So 10 kilometers an hour is how many miles per hour? That would, uh, 10, okay, 1. 16 6, would be 10 miles per hour. 16 kilometers an hour is 10 miles per hour. Okay. Mm. Wow, I never knew it was that off. That, so no yeah, so those... like 100 miles an hour is basically 160. <laughs> the, the thing's pinned down here. You're looking at yeah. the kilometer ones and they're like so all the way like kilometers. Fast, the two, so basically 200 miles an hour is like 300 kilometers basically around there, somewhere around there. You know, I wish we'd gone to this fucking metric system. It's just so annoying to always translate it. And it's just so it's so I the, the metric system I'm I, I I learned both and I I'm metric all the way. I, you you couldn't convince me to go back. I mean shit, man. I've just been everything's doing tense. The, right. Yeah, that's the easy thing about like give me a 10 millimeter, 20 millimeter. But I don't like I like milli, like metric sockets, it makes life way easier. But I'm so used to like measuring in inches, yeah. Because I because I took trades and stuff. You know what I mean? It would it take it would take me a little bit to actually physically retrain myself to do centimeters and remember it. I mean, you know, retraining is retraining. You know what I mean? It's uh, you know what? It doesn't take that long. It doesn't take no, long. no, not at all. I just I don't even have all my tape measures are in inches. <laughs> Yeah, really when you, well, when you go by your next one, just make sure you get one with both on it. I will now. I'm gonna think about it, like so I can look at, like, and see. I like it I'm way. Thinking. I like it way better for measuring, even going back to carpentry, because I learned all. I learned all my measurements, uh, like, uh, with the in uh, Imperial, with the, uh, for carpentry, but because that's what my dad did. But then when I went to school, I learned the I uh, I learned the metric system, and I definitely prefer the metric system. Well, it's because you don't have to fuck around with fractions. Yeah, yeah, no. Like that's it's the only thing that kind of makes. You get like, yeah, you get like three and three eighths plus four and three sixteenths. I mean, give me a fucking break. Yeah, you know you, you know, you have to fuck with the like. It's measuring becomes weird. Like you kind of have to know how to do it. You know what I mean? If you don't know how to add or like, if you're younger, it would be way easier just to use a metric system. Mm-hmm to learn on it because like well technically our measuring system set up for people to learn how to add and subtract fractions 
I guess. <laughs> if you're going to look at the plus side of it or something. Welcome, Sandro <laughs> Baxi. We haven't seen him in a while. Uh, speaking to somebody grown outdoor, not oh. grown uh, Morgana, uh, I wish he was, but he's grown some, I think, fire from uh, Humboldt Seed Org. Uh, he's probably got some big plants by now. What's that, West Engine? Mm. No, nah, never mind. No, don't worry. Let's see if I can show off the picture from my phone. Yeah. Of the Morgana. You probably, oh, you, uh, how would you do that? I guess you could call back in and... Uh, yeah, you'd call in, you'd show it off on your phone. You'd like broadcast that. You'd show virtual background. No, 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 you just share the screen. Yeah, you can just share the screen. I'm just gonna, yeah, I got it. I don't have to call back in. I'll just do it this. It's a pain in the ass, but I'll just put it on a drive and just grab it on the computer. Can you put it on your Instagram? I'll pull up your Instagram. No. Hold on. Can you send I it can. to China? And then China will send it back to us. Oh. Yeah, that's a good idea, Wes. I'll put it in our chat. Or our chat? Sounds good. Speaking of chats, I better open up our chat, our private fucking chat. The secret chat. The secret chat. The holy of holies. You guys want to see the Wait, holy of holies hop on? Can you actually do fun. Oh, you can. Right. Hop on, shoot the bull with us. Tell us what you're uh, drinking or uh, you know, smoking. Or Come on, let's meet some new people tonight. I'm looking forward to it. Shit. Are people afraid of us or what is it? I don't know. Like, uh, do we get lots of viewers, but like everybody just kind of watches and just listens? Like, yeah, I know, man. Did you see Supreme Grape with that freeze dryer, man? Fucking showing oh up. My God. Oh, my God. Who else has one? Come on the show, man. Sun grown. Oh, it's sun grown. Sorry, it's sun grown. I no, I thought it was supreme. It's sun grown. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that, that thing I was, was beautiful. I was like, I want it. Let me know how you like it. <laughs> oh, they. You know what? I actually got the okay to go ahead and buy one, but I just fucking too cheap. I was gonna buy one yeah, of the Herb ready. Now dryers. Um, everyone that used one has said they liked it. Uh, yeah, they're just like between three and six grand. I mean, like that's wow. it. You're supposed to buy the. You're not supposed to buy the cheapest one. You're supposed to buy the one for like three, four thousand. This is um. Go to Walmart. The Morgana Twin. This is nice. both these plants nice. came nice. out of one seed. Um, I'm definitely gonna put down some BioLive and barley tomorrow. Nice. Let me get the other one up. Barley's the shit, man. You, you, you never think that you'll see a result like the next day, and you always do. I guess this is the one that I'm me and you Even are high in because of the I like the finger leaves on this right. one. Um, this they just all just got topped, so like this is the only time I'll top them from here on out. I'll LST them, but this is the longer fingered one, um, of the Morganas. This is the one that had the scale bug that I got off today. But um, it didn't really do much damage. I caught it early enough that it didn't eat a lot of the shit. I don't know what they do. They they just stick onto the stem, right? I've never had them. Me either. I noticed it today for the first time on any plant ever. Um, we can Google it. Hit them with some. I would just do some water and some. Uh, I just do some water and soap. And this so 
probably a tablespoon yeah, or a gallon like, or so. Yeah, it kind of looks like what they were. Hold on. What are you talking about that? Random skill buds. Well, you know what? Smashed, uh, dude, I don't know. Could you send me that? Could you send me that picture? Maybe I could download it. Them. Can right you, there. Uh, can you send it closer? Oh, these are them, basically? Yeah, that right there was it. That white thing. This one. That one right there? Was it just on what? Mm. Or that one. That one. one plant or many plants? A couple had them. Interesting. Were they all the same type or different types of plants? No, all the cannabis had a couple. But um, yeah, they got taken off today. Um, I'm gonna definitely hit it harder with IPM. I'm gonna do the stem. Make sure I'm getting the stem. That's something I don't really think about. You know what I mean? I just kind of I don't really get in there and do the stem too well. But now I'm gonna Very start doing it. This, I've said it before. The the this is something people don't realize with bud rot. Bud rot doesn't start with the buds. It starts actually with the stems. It goes from the stem. How do they say? Basically, from the stalk to the stem to the uh, like petioles and leaves, and then eventually to the bud. So you'll assume normally that like you'll assume, oh, it's just the bud that got rotten, but actually the rot the rot almost certainly started in the fucking plant. Like in the there yeah. was a nick, or you might have cracked a branch, or just some random thing. Maybe it was uh, just moist. Uh, what are they saying here for scale? Yeah, neem oil, azimax, uh horticultural oil. I was telling you uh, horticultural oil because it's so fucking cheap, basically. Um, yeah, I like neem. I use neem religiously, but still. I don't think neem is, I, I have to be honest, I don't think neem is strong enough for this stuff. I don't know, like, I guess yeah. the opinions differ, but I think neem oil is good for, like, toothpaste and shit like that. I don't know that it's good for I, I, I think neem is good for prevention. I don't know it's going to knock right. anything down when you already yeah, have it. It's not strong enough. That's so, right. I was, yeah, that's why I physically got them off, and then I hit them with sulfur. And you don't have Which, you don't have flower sets in yet, so you can hit them with basically almost anything right now. So. Exactly, that's why I'm not really worried. They're really, uh, um, I found it early enough where there wasn't multiplying. Now I know to keep an eye out on them, and it's also I haven't been out there because it's been rainy. You know what I mean? It's been really shitty out, so I haven't been going and checking on them and stuff. I got to get out there and actually like cut down some of the weeds and and get in like yeah, it's good. I got to get out there anyways and do stuff. It's just been a pain in the ass. I mean, that's the, the part of it that you have to pay attention to now. Now that you saw some scale, like now you're, you're going to have to deal with that pretty much all year. Yeah, that plant, that plant will be more, all those plants will be more, you'll be worried more about PM and all other vectors because they've already suffered from this one too, I would say. It's a cascade effect. Chargers, right? No, I mean, I think it just comes like, I think it's an ant like see i was reading this over the space of one or three weeks these scales hatch so i gotta keep on top while up right now since i found a couple i literally found enough i don't even know how they made i didn't read how they made it but like i found a couple so that one plant could have made it and then there was only one on the other that that so i've literally hit everything hard with the uh, aztec I'm probably I'm probably gonna order some sulfur. What is it called? Fumi salts, sulfur. Sulfur. You know, we could ask uh, we could ask Potent about that. What he thinks, because uh, I've had really good luck with it. It's not a miracle cure. Like 
every time I say it, I'm like, yeah, fuck, someone's going to buy it and basically think it's the one-stop shop. Basically, I don't like to spray a lot of stuff. and just kind of a weird thing. Like, I don't like to use a lot of pesticides and everything else. So for me to use something is a little bit rare. I would rather, honestly, like cut something down or I don't know, like manually remove leaves or something as opposed to like using a chemical. So I try not to use any kind of pesticides. But Suffoil X works really fucking well. It's, uh, um, it's uh, OMRI listed, which doesn't say much, but it is basically, I guess I could go check the label. But anyway, you, 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 it's approved for use with organic gardening, but it basically flashes off. It is, on the other hand, a petroleum distillate, I think, basically. So it's like essentially like crude oil, you know, part in like a cracked part of crude oil that you're basically spraying in your plants. But it works so fucking well, like so, so, so well, and doesn't cause any like knock on effects. It doesn't seem to kill my worms. It doesn't seem to kill even a lot of the spiders. Like the spiders come back like the next day. It does kill some of the spiders. But I mean, like a lot of them just come right back the next day. Uh, but it kills like spider mites and a bunch of other shit. I haven't had thrips and. I'll end up, you know who I'm gonna message actually because this is the first time I've ever seen them too. And like I'm gonna actually message Senthanol or or and potent pond or probably Potentonics, one of the two. Potent would be my choice because Potent goes everywhere and knows everyone. So he's certainly talked to uh you know people in Massachusetts yeah. and everything else. Um it's not to say that Zenthanol doesn't know, but I think he's more California specific, so I think like potent would be better. Okay. You could definitely you could definitely say he goes. Steve, if you're listening, we didn't know about scale bugs. <laughs> I'm sure he does. He was, uh, he shows like he sends people weird shit, I think, to fuck with him. Uh, he sent me like a thing with potato bugs today. It didn't look like, I mean, the, the leaf damage didn't look like potato bugs. I was like, I don't know. He sees all kinds <laughs> of weird shit. Kind of fun. Um, like, uh, you have to be careful, though. Like, you, how do I say this? When you walk into strange gardens, like, you have to throw those clothes away almost. You know, you have to basically throw in a washing machine as soon as you can. Can't walk through your grow. You can't. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't look at your grow. You know? yeah. That's that's yeah. that's something that some people say. Like, I'm just not going to go to other people's grows because. I will. I mean, yeah. I will. You will I'll tell like, you. Someone needs you help. Bring them some baggage. Yeah, but I'm the <laughs> one that takes a shower and stuff, and I try to be as like I do it indoor and outdoor right now. Like before I, so. I've been lazy because I have the indoor going still. So outdoor has been lacking. Once the indoor flowers and stuff and finishes or like is getting closer because I don't want to bring anything from outside to inside. So like I change clothes and I have like a bin near the um, like door that I put my stuff in and close it with a lid. And then I take a shower and then I bring clothes downstairs and I put them in the washing machine and do washes on them. Um, hot water, just hot water. Um, and then I dry them. So I try to be as careful as possible doing indoor and outdoor stuff. Like being a grower, I've never, no, well, last couple of years, like I've been growing indoors for like five years and I've never brought anything indoors. The last three I've done it. Nice. Luckily, knock on wood, please, no one jinx me. <laughs> well, it's not so much a, how do I put this? It's not a jinx, you know, I know what you mean. It's a, it's a joke, but at the same time, oh, like, yeah, uh, you're going to get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, there, there's no way. You're, nobody goes unscathed. Yeah, like, yeah, right. you are going to get spider mites. I guarantee it. Sometime, some point, you're going to get spider I don't spider think they'll mites. fuck with me this year. I did a lot of preventative maintenance throughout the year i did a lot of uh natural oil sprays near my garden area and, and and 
specifically near the pines um, because I think that's where they came from. I'm not really close to these. I think they're juniper tree. No, they don't make berries. It's just some type of pine, like shrubbery type fencing bullshit. I hate it. I wish it was just a regular fence, but I, I, I think I identified them coming from there because I usually put up plastic and stuff but this year I did a lot of preventative stuff before I went outdoors. I, I sprayed the like oils and stuff. So hopefully I'm trying to keep everything out. Like, like I said, it's been really rainy. So I haven't got to go out there and like do my normal stuff once a day. I like, I'm, I've missed a couple of days of like spraying because it's just been downpouring 50 degrees. probably better not to spray on that you're right that's annoying that's one of the downsides of growing outdoors is to get the bugs and stuff you know but whatever that's the price you pay but you get a you get a lot in that like see, i've never really had a problem with any type of bugs outdoors really because mm. i find you get so many natural uh mm. uh just uh predators coming in and just whether it be birds never, whether it be I, like i never had a problem with anything. yeah with anything outside outside's always been a safe place for me I had this indoors because nothing year. there then when they when i got something they'd come up hard like when i get the spider mites the first time they overwhelmed me they knocked me down and they they totally destroyed me the first time yeah I, I got them last year I, I did it pretty well and like i'm not afraid to jet my plant with the hose to get like oh, so like God. what i did last year is i went out early in the morning one day or three days in a row actually and grab like had my hose waiting and I literally jetted the plants off so like anything any of the spider mice that were on them would fall off and then I went three days in a row did the same bullshit and then I started with like a back-to-back -back routine every couple days and I didn't they didn't come back and I was so happy Rome's is lucky apparently mites won't touch his plants pretty awesome you got Lime River Rose or what? Something, man. Shit. You must got that Lime River Rose going, man. It's the only thing I've seen that kept them away. Dude, I really want to get some. This stuff is like the piney stuff that I'm carrying right here. Oh, it's so good. Looking forward to see if uh, more Lime River Rose growing people have that same kind of issue. Where um or non-issue rather, where like bugs stay away, where spider might stay away because of the terps or something. It's possible. Not, people are having good germ rates online. Seen that? Mm -hmm. uh, good, good to see. It should be good. I mean, uh, uh, I guess you you never know, but I tested the germs before and everything was pretty solid. I've actually been surprised by a couple. Like I didn't send out Silago to a lot of people because the first couple of blood tests I sent out, like there were like one or two herms and I had a herm. So I was like, all right, that, that's, that strain is gone. Unfortunately, that was one of those that I pulled too fast. Like maybe someone had a light leak or whatever the fuck because actually a couple of people are growing it and it's actually really nice. So um, I can't think of it. Somebody in Canada right now is uh, growing the Silago. And that's just, I guess I'm probably not going to make that it again because like there, there were like a couple problems. So I was like, yeah, it's probably not worth trying. But uh, it's just fun to see because, like, uh, the dude is saying, like, it's uh, super sour wine. And I'm like, what have I been looking for with this goddamn wine? Oh, I've uh, seen that. Like, freaking sour wine, you know what I mean? So, whatever. Didn't I get the, tagged the, in that today, too? 
you might have. The Silago is, uh, dude, I don't remember actually, but the Silago is the Bedrock Boogie One. I almost never talk about that one. That's the Bedrock Boogie number one by the same uh, Ruby Jack father, uh, Ruby Jack F2 that everybody else had. Uh, the Bedrock Boogie Two, for some reason, didn't create a lot of seeds. She was supposed to have a whole line. It was like a whole strain, whatever. Uh, Ginger is actually grown some of those and they look lovely and whatever, so I'm optimistic. But for some reason, that plant did not create a lot of seeds. Uh, uh, Bedrock Boogie One, on the other hand, I did get some seeds out of, uh, a fair amount of, and that's the sour strawberry leaner. So as opposed to the Bedrock Boogie Two was the very like sweet cheesecakey one. I call her like, um, oh, it's been a while since I've said this. Uh, I basically call it like a uh, strawberry kush cake because it tastes like a, like a good strawberry cheesecake, but made out of kush somehow. Anyway, the, the sour strawberry one is very sour strawberry leaning, like the bog sour strawberry. Even looks kind of like sour strawberry. So I thought that was going to be a super banger cross. And I was you know, like super looking forward to it. I was like, oh my God, people are going to just totally shit a brick at how big the plants are and everything because it was a super big plant the mom was. But then a couple of people re reported problems. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to send out any more. I should have, should have sent out more in retrospect. Anyway. How did I get on that fucking subject? Strange. No, it's good. I like that you talk. All right. So I like that you talk about your plants and like, cause I had, I posted today. I gave you credit in my video and stuff. You know what I mean? I tried to. I just I'm horrible at remembering your crosses, so I have to write them down. We should probably talk about it more. Yeah. Luckily for everybody, I didn't really send out the information. That was part of the testers. Basically, I sent them out uh, anonymously and. Honestly, it kind of worked. Like the whole idea is that you guys have to respond to me. Like I sent them out. Like a bunch of people got stuff and then just never heard from them. That's just how it is. You know, when you send testers, you you know that that's going to happen. Uh, but then the people that were like, "Oh, what's this?" Well, that's a good sign that they actually care and they're going to grow it. So basically, I would tell them what it is. And you know, maybe sometimes they got two different things. And so we would talk about which one to go first. On and on. Anyway, probably going to do that. With yeah, the next thing I grow is going to well. All right. So I have a lot of stuff people have given me and i have some stuff i have so yours the other strain you gave me is going next a couple of them do you remember which one that was i can grab them give me a second he sent me morgana and dread persephone hmm. oh and you were still or, deciding which one you wanted to, to plant i think right i yeah i have not decided i might play i might do i should, because uh, the room's empty, I might just plant all of both. Say, fuck it. That's right. probably only going to give me 10 plants anyways. Maybe start another 10, too. Something else. Mm -hmm. I'm have some skunks I want to look into for a bit. So. Right. Maybe look into a few some of the Dread Persephones are going to be lovely. Because I think especially that, that Ruby Jack kind of... Um, that a uh, uh, little bit of CBD effect. I'm, I'm hoping to hear a little bit more uh, uh, response. Oh, the Charybdis, dude, the Charybdis is lovely. I think it's going to be lovely. Uh, the ones that I have are delightful. They're really, really pleasant. Anybody that I've sent it out to has, I think, gotten really good plants. And uh, that's uh, limited only, so there's not. There's going to be more Charybdis in the future, but uh, at the moment, that's the only first run. Um, that's the Queen Anne's Revenge, the, the, the beautiful, beautiful, like the Lhasa, the Temple of Lhasa, freaking Queen Anne's Revenge. The one that literally, when I opened the tent, it was like a, it was like fucking angels were singing and, you know, like, uh, seriously, Brad Pitt's oh. riding a candle in a movie, like, fucking ridiculous. You hear the, 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 the temple freaking music playing, like, seriously, it was crazy. Like the leaves, I should, you guys are probably. Six. So there's six oh, in there. This is annoying. I was trying to import those photos. This is the most infuriating thing. 
I spent like three hours. Okay, I didn't spend my computer spent like three hours, maybe even longer, like four hours today trying to upload. Granted, an enormous fucking folder of old Lightroom photos, like Lightroom imports, and then I basically canceled it because it would have just kept going in the show. And I think, ironically, all the photos of Queen Anne's Revenge were on that fucking folder. But all right, we're just gonna put a pin in that. Anyway, that plant was amazing, and it had a really good, uh, really good high too. Uh, it was. Uh, uh, I didn't like the flavor as much as I could have, and so honestly, crossing it, I feel like will be really good because the flavor was. Uh, chocolate powder so instead of like chocolate like you know rich deep chocolate or something or chocolate wine like the cuvee it was like powdered chocolate a little bit like when you like i don't know if you were ever taking a spoon like remember the cinnamon test or whatever if you were to take a spoon of dried like chocolate powder in your mouth and you're like whoa it's a little bit unpleasant but also it's still chocolatey that was kind of that plan honestly it was chocolate rum cherries so crossing awesome. it with the ruby jack i think is going to make it really really stunning the high was great on it though and the the rosin just poured out of it and again like that's good one of the most beautiful I'm looking for hash, hashing strains definitely this year mm -hmm. so i'm probably i put two of the gmo outside and i have two morganas i'm hoping both of the morganas were the ones i pegged as females already so i'm keeping an eye out and i'm hoping they're really good ones i'm definitely going to take one and hash it and see what it what it dumps you know what i mean i'm going to run in some water and stuff and I kind of can't wait because then we're going to have, I'm going to have some hash of the Morgana too. Right we're going to see how much that dumps. Especially if you have some good uh, outdoor plants, it's going to be nice if I'm trying to open up my old. So Tommy um, Tricombs, the homie sent me some Mendo breath crosses, male, the Mendo breath male, and I think it's Ambrosia female. And Mendo breaths, I'm pretty sure, in peanut butter breath. Mm. I think that's the Mendo you're breath. Right. And the Mendo breath is one of those legendary cuts, kind of like T.O., that's created a bunch of different seed lines. Um, Mendo breath, and I'm thinking of like three things. I'm sorry, my cloud storage is almost, fuck you, Lightroom. Um, I don't know why I'm doing this. My computer's frozen now. I can see them. There we go. What am I thinking about? I'm thinking about, I don't even know what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about something else. Hold on. I'm thinking about, I don't feel like I'm thinking about. Uh, well, you looked that up. And then the next next thing I grow is going to be Choco Bubba from Scott. Pre-98 Bubba crossed with Choco crossed with the black. So pre-98 Bubba. Um, and then the plant that they crossed, the pre-98 Bubba was Choco the black. That should be pretty interesting. That's what it is. The Mendo, wait a second. Yeah, the Mendo breath is one of those cuts. I think that we're already like uh, playing with fire, even bringing up the name. It's a weird one. Dude. Is, I don't even know. The Mendo breath, I think is from, yeah, that's from Gage Green. And I, I have heard, I have nothing to do with them, and I, but I've heard nothing but strange situations with them. So like, yeah, it is them. I was like, dude, just stay away. Um, I don't have anything against them. I have literally nothing against them. Just, it's, it's one of those situations where there's enough drama that I know just to stay away. Uh, there's yeah. so much fucking weed drama. There's just so much goddamn weed drama. It's Why can't we all just get along? along? It's beyond comprehension. I mean, how do it's I put this? You don't know how to get along, but at least one love, civilized. People, one love. <laughs> 
like smoke more goddamn ganja like all this dumb shit like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. have you thought about smoking more weed dude and that's honestly what i think about uh, you nailed it because whenever i hear like especially like, weed breeders at each other's throats like, i'm like you you don't grow very good weed do you? like your own weed you're either not smoking it or it's terrible or both because like you wouldn't be you wouldn't be like that maybe i'm wrong well, you know maybe maybe people well, have like, I, like, a bridge too far i don't like, understand yeah, why we why we why we do it I, I i like honestly when somebody anybody brings me any of their weed and i smoke it i actually try to just even if it is terrible i try to be nice to them about it mm -hmm. because yeah because i mean they put the, they put their effort into it that was their work sure maybe they don't have a cure yet like but i i can offer them a couple tips but like i'm gonna tell them their stuff's trash when like you know it's not that's not fair like they put a lot of work a lot of energy a lot of love into it and i mean absolutely you're just gonna crush their spirits so like even if somebody brings me something a little less than par i'll usually tell them it's good and, and probably like hey but this is what i noticed maybe this is how you could improve i think you need to work on your cure a bit that's usually what i'm telling people is you need to work on your cure a little bit i mean mm -hmm. you got the growing down but you need to get it on your cure dude i want to say nine times times like 10, that's it yeah like uh, honestly even uh my first grow my first grow that I showed off, uh, I was kind of embarrassed about it, but I remember seeing people showing off their weed. I was like, oh, I better do this too. And so I'd kind of tell people like, oh, it's my first grow and stuff. And it was, it was pretty shitty. The, the flower was nice, but I cured it. I mean, I was. That's why I like. like a monkey time. would cure it better, honestly. You know, like a, <laughs> my, like a monkey went on accident, cure it better. Honestly, I nailed my first, my first probably two, three grows and just blew the cure so bad the first like the smoke was just terrible it was just like black the ash was black end to end just like coughing and choking on it but i like i grown this pristine butt i'm like i almost did i'm like why can't i get this and i assumed that i it was because i grown organically i was like i have to i have to get on these hydro systems i have to flush like everybody's doing that's why mine's not coming out clean little did i know so allegedly um my uncle trips first time growing um went to dry it this was a long long time ago um when he was young kid like 16 um they went to go dry it and the person's house that he chose to dry it at our landlord just walked in <laughs> <laughs> while it wasn't like we had he had it growing still and we were get, like they were planning on um cutting it down and carrying it so yeah ended up having to cut it down um fast hung it on a bookshelf and <laughs> turned the bookshelf backwards facing <laughs> the wall um Let's just say the landlord did call the cops on Uncle Trip. They showed up, um, allegedly kicked a bag of leaves, didn't look at it, went inside the whole house, allegedly reeked of weed, couldn't find it because the whole house smelled of it. Um, asked what, like where it went and told them that we just brought it out in the woods in the middle of the night and threw it. <laughs> So he, they were like, whatever. Like, they didn't really care too much. They were like, dude, like, 
he said it was, you know, like they got a call on it and stuff. So they didn't like it wasn't that bad. They just kind of they really wanted him to like go show him where it was, all this stuff. And yeah, it was stupid. Good times are changing, maybe. I don't know. Good, James. Cheers. Uh, I, I want to hear more about that kind of story, more stories like that. You know what I mean? That, like, you want to hear one like that? I got, a, I, I got one. Trip told me one. Trip told me that, one. It was a pretty go. good one. Yeah, yeah, no. Trip told me one time that his father um, came, like, he, he was living in an apartment at, a, at his uh, brother. It was like, a, uh, like an old age home suite that his brother had on his house. Anyways, Trip was living in the basement there, minding his own business, doing a bunch of gorilla growing around. And he had made a pretty big harvest and had brought in a lot more plants than he'd ever brought in. So he brought them back to his apartment and he started drawing all these back at his apartment. He decided to take some of these plants, go quickly dry them because he wanted to get into the smoke quicker. And he left all of his plants behind at his apartment, came back. All of his plants were gone. Everything, every one of them, probably about four pounds dry was what we were, would be looking at. All gone, just disappeared. But it didn't make sense. Trip came back out and realized that his father's vehicle was gone. And his father was, uh, was a, uh, a drug Nazi, let's say. Uh, but Trip knew which... Uh, which police station he was going to, and Trip knew that that police station was closed. <laughs> so Trip got in his vehicle and chased down his father, met him in front of the, in front of the police station, uh, started wrestling with <laughs> bags of uh, garbage bags of uh, cannabis which exploded everywhere. I mean, everywhere, like all over, like there were steps going up. Trip's father was buzzing the cops like coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Trip and his buddy started grabbing as much off the ground as they could and shoveling it into Trip's vehicle. Then Trip, uh, Trip made haste <laughs> and uh, left the area. Uh, anyways, uh, Trip subsequently moved to another province very quickly after that and uh yeah yeah i didn't trip didn't hear much about it after that but um yeah yeah it was it cracks me up to see like an explosion of weed in front of the police station oh dude and like literally it could have been in a movie bro like it could have been in a movie <laughs> that's what trip was saying anyways <laughs> right right no trip is he has an exciting life man he probably will he probably already is in a movie, I would imagine. Uh, He's been in a couple. That, the movie, that, that was like the, the obelisk from 2001 uh, smashed. You should have been like, don't, 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 don't. Oh, um, man. We're looking at his I'm new... Actually, uh, you know, I'm pretty happy with this Dehu. If thing is it, pop, it nice? works good. Yeah. Hmm. And I mean... TCL or something? Yeah, TCL. I will see how long it runs. Hmm. But it pulls out water. The only thing I, I wish I did is get... Let me shut this off so it's not as loud right now. That also looks like the one in my drawing room. So 
um i wish it was cold air my old one this it's like a portable ac and it blew cold air for the du when you used it this one it's kind of like lukewarm air so that's the only disappointing thing i was wish it was colder because i it like helped with my drying temperatures at the same time when i was using it you know what i mean when it was cold air it was lowering the temperature down here a little bit in the in the um drying chamber i would say like a feature this was took off. I was just going to say, is that a feature of some of them? Because I thought they all blow warm air because it's like a reverse air conditioner. Yeah, do they all blow warm air? So if it's on an AC, I think, that has... Yeah, ACs do it, but they're less efficient at it. They're way less efficient at it. They can, they can dehumidify, but they're way less efficient at it. You'll, you're wasting a lot of electricity. Um, but say, yeah, essentially, they both are... Yeah, they're both the same machine. They're just... Yeah, they just operate in different ranges. So your dehumidification is probably going to be better now, honestly. Yeah, you'll you'll yeah, you're pulling way more now. I, I don't know. This thing's actually, I, man, that little fucking AC was a workhorse. I gotta say, I was pulling five gallons out twelve hours, but oh, wow. this thing is better because I can actually set the um where I want it to go, and it has continuous bedroom or basement yeah, yeah. and That's stuff. Amazing. So it's way it's way more efficient, for sure. I think the other one was probably doing like incidental humidity, so it's like actually like air conditioning, but then like setting the humidity accidentally or something. I don't know. Well, you, you know what I regret? I regret not buying my Quest when I bought my Quest. I regret not mm. buying it on two twenty. I bought it on one ten, and that was a mistake because they're like twice as efficient when you fucking put them on two twenty. Can you rewire? But then you could only no. No, you could. They only did the one tens, I think, in the one ten size in uh in the two twenties or something like that. There was some reason that I didn't go with it because I had two twenty in the room. New new bros in the house. Welcome. Uh, what up, new? What was I gonna say? There's no. I, I wanted to reiterate, like reiterate. I had this whole conversation with um. Santo, I guess we haven't seen him a lot because of COVID and stuff, but uh, like he used to come up on all the shows and stuff. He used to come. He's like one of the, at least he used to be. I don't know. Maybe he's not right now, but I think he's still one of the big guys uh, at Quest, one of the big reps at Quest. Uh, and so he would go to all the different shows, the Indo Expos and all that kind of stuff. Uh, anyway, he just lives kind of up the river, basically uh, uh, in Vancouver. And he was at one of the the cool garden shows, Bloom. Uh, used to, I think they still have a, a one of the best grocery store shows that I've ever seen. It's like a whole carnival and everything else. And uh, he'd show up and just talk to everybody basically about dehumidification. And I remember asking him specifically, like, hey, everybody poo poos these, um, you know, these kind of big, big box store dehumidifiers. Uh, and I remember at the time, like, uh, the Grow 2 Brown, this is a couple of years ago. So the Grow 2 Brown table was talking about DUs. He had been on there talking about how great, you know, the quests are and on and on and on. And a couple other shows, like, you know, the same kind of like the, the whole YouTube thing, like, probably within three weeks, maybe like a, they probably had dehumidification segments on Adam Dunn, Grow 2 Brown Table, and friggin' GML, basically all of them. And so I remember thinking like, all right, like, am I making a huge mistake by basically having, you know, a couple of these freaking dehumidifiers or I don't know, like not immediately investing in the Quest because it's so expensive. And he's like, no, man, honestly, uh, the Quests are more efficient. 
they have a couple of benefits like they the, the water that they kind of produce is uh clean safe yep. to basically yeah, it's clean you can pour it back in your in your grow which is you know nice not wasteful and everything else uh let's see here uh honestly that was oh filtration the air filtration is actually really good they have really good air filters in them but other than that they're a little bit more filter uh, uh efficient at filtering the the, the freaking air uh, what am i fucking talking about they're a little bit more efficient at dehumidifying the air i'm smoking some uh, uh, kind of cbn out uh, bedrock boogie because my back kind of hurts so i guess it's like fucking with my brain anyway uh what was i going to say funny to see on the show like normally i don't smoke like super super old weed this isn't super old but it's on the older side uh so it's funny to think like i'm all like basically because of it anyway uh most of the time growers don't give a shit about the water they, a lot of times they just dump the a lot of times people will have like a, a the drain from the dehu right into their sink so they don't even care about that water one way or the other uh, a lot of times people well i guess people w- would like to filter but a lot of times people have even separate filters so that's not an issue so like the big thing is efficiency and he's like dude if you don't really really need to spend the budget if you don't have the budget for it you're doing fine and I, how do I put this? I really appreciated him saying that because basically said like, all right. Yeah. And and the efficiency- Most of the quests are too in. big for your average tent grower. Most quests yeah. are too big for your average yeah. tent. Like that's it. There's, yeah. there's no two ways about it. Just um, it's not like, the right tool. I don't know. I kind of, the way I kind of thought about it was like, uh, I could hear the, the quest is like six, costs about six uh, little dehumidifiers. And I had just been replacing one every- I don't know, 12 to 18 months, just replace it, replace it, get another one, get another one, fan burnout, it stops, something goes wrong, pisses me off, I can't get it for the, till the end of the weekend, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I finally just said, oh, no, I'm going to get the good one, I'm going to get, going to get the big one, and that's, that's where I put, the, put some money, it was into my, in my dehumidification, I want to make sure I didn't fuck up my walls in my place and stuff, you know, I got a fair few plants in there, so, and that thing's chugging all day long, man. So, and I love her. What, how many pints? Like, I was like, I have a 154, 154, something like that. I think it is 155, whatever it is. Yeah, something like that. Jesus, wait, pints? Yeah, yeah. Jesus, that's a big boy. Yeah, she's well, big. She goes, she, yeah, she's, she's on the roof, bro. She's a big one. She's a big oh, yeah. one. She, this little you thing, hear her, she hums. So, you know how much, like, all right, so I can go over, like. I was looking at the price ranges and normally for like 200 bucks, it's like a 25, 30 pint. And then you get to 250, it's like 50 and then yep. maybe 300 for 70 pints. This one I got was 199.99 plus tax. Um, it's a 50 pint and then it has the external hose where I could just put it in a five gallon bucket. So that I don't even use that chamber. Uh, it's not the the size of the chamber; it's how much it could dehumidify. So even if the chamber were bigger, it still wouldn't dehumidify more. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I don't even use that. So it's like this one's a decent size one for a hundred or two hundred dollars. Yeah, um, straight I, up. I would have to go look at the box to see the actual like CFMs or whatever. Maybe That's the annoying it. thing. You, you kind of have to jump up basically to those quests, like from the whatever, the smaller units, uh, I don't even remember what my unit is. Let's see here, um, I guess we can look it up, like a newer version of it. Um, if fucking Lightroom is not responding. I was gonna show you guys Lightroom, but it's like, what is, 
I'm so sick of Adobe. Like if you guys saw this, it would be ridiculous. Like the screen is just frozen right now on Lightroom. <laughs> Like yeah, I, I mean, it's the most buggy. Adobe shit fucks in the world. me anytime I'm trying to watch some like video Every or something. Single <laughs> you need players, fucking nine seven six. You need the key, like some shit. I'm like, what? <laughs> just play the fucking video. Christ! Uh, I mean, you can count on Adobe to be trash. I mean, I was literally just trying to open this up. I was like, oh, let me show them a photo. And it's a fucking glitch. Uh, audition. I, I edit the podcast in audition because I'm a masochist, apparently, because it works well when it works, but when it doesn't work, it sometimes crashes my whole computer. Oh, fucking Adobe. Jesus. Who keeps telling me, like, try other stuff, and I keep not listening to him for some dumb reason? I don't even understand why. Oh, wow. These are going into flower, and I'm so excited. They look good. They look way better than those old plants, man. Seriously. They don't even look like the same plant. They don't look at it, yeah. This is like uh, week six. This thing is frost. This thing's going to make good hash for sure. It's got trichomes everywhere. Nice. How many weeks is it already? I think it's six, seven. I got to look. Four, five. I don't know. Maybe it's later. Could be interesting. Interesting growth on that. Uh-huh. Oh, I just said interesting growth style on it. Yeah, it's. I don't know. We'll see what. It's still got the rubber. Uh, what bud do I want to sacrifice? This one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's dude. It's like look. It's like sweet rubber. It's. Like a brand new tire smell. That's cool. And I literally cannot wait because, like, that's what I wanted. It's pretty big, too. Like, this is a five by five, and it's got up that whole back corner pretty much. I even got to trim some of this up. <laughs> I've Which been like, one? Good, D, what's up? Which one were you just talking about? The one in the corner there? Sorry, I missed the name. This one, the one that smells like rubber? Yeah. This one. It's the one that I got from that uh, reader in Spain. Ripper Seeds or whatever. Mm. It's supposedly. So I'm going to say supposedly because I don't really know. I might try to reach out and talk to him because now I'm like intrigued. But it's supposedly a UK cheese crossed with uh, an Afghani and it's the black dominant cut. I looked, I was looking, I literally went through like pictures the other day and I was like, they're not, for being in, in, indic uh, dominant, I guess that's like only way I could really put it, like heavy on that side, supposedly. They're not, neither of them really looked like they had crazy fat leaves. Like this one has, pine, well, this one actually doesn't even have its fat leaves anymore. But we'll see. It's um, something I actually been planning on doing is reaching out and speak, like actually trying to talk to him to see if they're, he's real or not, you know? Wait, I'm going to tell you. Like nobody's going to tell you, well, yeah, it turns out I'm fake after all. Well, no, I mean, uh, like, but but we've done this long enough to like, you, you know what I mean? We could tell if someone's trying to bullshit us. 
Well, you would assume that, but then there's all these famous names that keep going on. Uh, <laughs> they get interviewed and they go to shows and they have booths in the middle of a show and you're like, really, that person? Oh, man. So this one is going to... I'm pretty happy with this one. Um, it's a papaya cross. It's the papaya rum cake from that Dank Desert Seeds. Um, I actually talked to him and I asked him specifically what the other side was. So it's a papaya crossed with the Skittles Mai Tai cake. And they called it papaya rum cake. It's bushing. It's like this one really wants to grow up. Like I try to keep getting it to bush out and I kind of like tip it over and like I got it decently like bushed out. But it's like this one you can tell wants to just keep going up and grow big buds. Like this one really wanted to spread out. And like I could put like this branch goes all the way down to the bottom. And then those branches back there are probably really like they're really long and like out there like a bush type of like plant. It's weird. So yeah. And then I got this going on in the little veg tent under under one HLG hundred um, auto flowers. This is twenty four hours of late right now because they're getting close to being done, and I just want to make it as big as possible. Um, this is Fast Buds rendition of Sour Diesel, and then this is Fast Buds. LSD 25. It's really purple and I'm excited for it. Um, but I, I will that. say this thing is foxtail as hell. Um, it just wants to foxtail. Like this bud is like it doesn't, it's just like a fat bud on top. It's weird growth up here all those are little foxtails and stuff this one kind of just like took a little structure these are only one gallons too yeah these are only little one gallons they grew up in these little one gallon pods i did uh this is a uh, plastic and then i did a fabric one gallon just to do a comparison and they did the same. Um, I would say the one fabric got a little bit fatter for sure. I mean, I kind of like. Fatter? Um, so I used. I've been like with fabric, with fabric, gotcha. Yeah, with the fabric, the bud got a, definitely a lot fatter up here, and the structure got a little bit taller. So we'll see when I pull out the root zones, but I, I can tell this one's pretty much just, they both filled it out, but some people don't like plastic. Like the way it grows, I don't mind it. That's like literally all I use. That's a seven gallon plastic and that's barley and a bio live last night. That's another seven gallon. Um, that stock's almost as big as the plug again. But this one is the big boy back here. <laughs> it's like stock, yeah. 
10 gallon pot. Um, I transferred this like two weeks into flower and it filled out this pot. I can start seeing root poking out already. This thing could grow for a long time. Like it just literally like filled out the pot right away. It was insane. This thing's such a vigorous grower. It's just starting to slow down and pack on buds now. Well, so maybe it'll go longer. If it is week six, maybe it'll go longer to week 10 or week 11. See yeah, we'll see. It, it really is like just packing on the buds. It just stopped growing um, probably last week. And then I've noticed everything's starting to get really fat on them. I did a big trim. If, if you can't like tell, I did a big trim in there. Doesn't really look like it, but I did it. Oh yeah, I did it on here. So, haha. <laughs> and then these guys I trimmed up too. Um, I took a lot of the bigger fan leaves off to expose more tops and I'm going to do it one more time. This thing's yeah. starting to branch out on my... Yeah, it looks way better. Yeah, we're going to be watering um, worm power. And I put a little bit of recharge in there because I did top dress everything in this with um, BioLive and Barley yesterday. This, this one's probably going to get... Chris Mertz is trying to be a pirate. Huh? Chris Mertz is trying to be a pirate of the Caribbean. This one's probably going to get a couple more feedings, and we're going to see how, how long it's going to go because it looks really good right now. My glasses, I have the sunglasses on, but, like, it's really green. Um, it grows weird. It, it has, like, the weirdest structure. It does have a weird structure. No, weird in a bad way. Just unusual. Yeah, Shout out, like, Ian. Happy birthday, Ian. Happy birthday, birthday yeah, shit. Happy birthday, man. But yeah, we're gonna do I the next indoor run. I kind of want to do a perpetual. Like I had this, like I just harvested those baby plants, and now I'll harvest this one first, and then these two are gonna be after it. So I should have enough to supply myself for a while. In honor of Ian's birthday, I'm going to smoke something good. Let's see here. That's good for change, man. All right. I'm going to water. Uh, I don't know where everyone is. Maybe they're watching Naked Football on OnlyFans or something. Maybe there's a Naked Football channel. Now that I say that, I would kind of want to watch a Naked Football channel. That sounds kind of fun. Do that's a gigantic dog. I think that's the first time we've seen that enormous this is skittles wow that's a good name for him named after weed strain obviously right does his last name have does, uh, is the last word of his name a z skittles <laughs> it is it is with a z obviously so we have no copyright <laughs> infringement problems <laughs> sure the dentist either made sure the de- made sure the vet spelled it with a z up the front too yeah uh, I want now. I want to name a dog like Gelato Thirty Three. 
<laughs> my old thing is like you gotta be able to like just yell the dog's name at like three o'clock in the morning in a rainstorm. Yeah. Gelato well, it, it was it was a wife's name to name it after uh, idea to name it after a string. And then while well, I was like, well, it's gotta be, I'm like, we can't be yelling sour diesel out the back door at fucking unicorn poop. Unicorn poop. Peanut butter breath. So, so Skittles seem to be the, the smart choice. Yeah. UK cheese. That's a good one. Dog pussy. That's the one. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. God, it's pussy. Where are you? Everybody <laughs> <laughs> was out of the home. Tell us where you find it. That dog name is, we call it Stains. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, they're, well, whatever. I just probably shut the fuck up. Those dogs are different. Uh, what was I talking about before that? I was talking about something I can't remember. Good weed. I don't know. Good weed. You're gonna smoke something special for Ian's birthday. I'm gonna smoke something special for Ian's birthday. I'm gonna smoke a little bit of my dark uh, Morgana. Don't have very much of it left. Literally, I think that's the last of it in the entire world. Uh, really enjoyed this one. Kind of smoky Morgana. Hopefully you guys will see more of this uh, line in the future because I really enjoyed it so much, but it's got an unusual growth structure, so it would have to get like kind of flattened out a little bit. Um, so we'll see, see how it goes, but really nice grapes. Um, that's me babbling about my weed, but uh, still. Dude, it's so much fun, honestly. Like, I don't understand why everyone doesn't like fuck with their own weed. Because uh, now that I've got like, uh, this sounds pretentious, I realize. Uh, but now that I have like my like my own seeds, basically this is all I really want to grow. Like everybody's like, oh, I'm gonna give you this, and I'm gonna give you that, and uh, have some of the best friends. Like Noob sent me a freaking package, worst possible timing on my part. Like my mailbox is apparently too small, by the way. So thank you, Noob. I was gonna show you off like all these awesome seeds that Noob sent me, but uh, can't because they're stuck in the mailbox until Tuesday. I could have gotten a bigger mailbox. Like now I realize I should have gotten a bigger mailbox and then I wouldn't have this problem. Like this is not the first time that this has happened where they give you the notice and you're like, oh, please come back and there's a national holiday. That's my fault. I'm going to look at getting a, but then I'll have to change the mailbox number. Yeah, that's so good. We'll, we'll have to figure it out. Uh, Don't before I stamp it, before I stamp it in blood, I better get a bigger mailbox. I think we're going to figure it out. But uh, anyway, people will send you uh, seeds. Uh, you know, your bud uh, Noob will send you some like white wedding seeds or something like, oh my God, I, I can only grow a couple of them. Uh, but how do I put this? Like, uh, I don't know. People will offer all kinds of different stuff, right? Or test your seeds or whatever, like everybody does, right? But then when you have your own stuff, it's like, dude, I want to see what's in this. You know what I mean? Like I, I went through all this trouble to do this and to do that. And I have some other ideas and I have some other clothes to work with and da, 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 da. And I'm like, I would like to know, know more about this. And how do I put this? It sounds probably pretentious, but on some level, I'm realizing that every time that I've seen a grower uh, that I liked, they were basically in that circumstance. They were kind of lost in their own projects because they were like, well, I, I would like to such and such and such. They had some kind of theory, right? And they're like, oh, I would like the weed to be whatever, more like a blue whale or something. And then, you know, six months later, you find them in that process and they're engrossed in it. I don't know, I guess I'm probably babbling, but uh, like I, I really enjoyed as I, as I find myself in that situation, I realize in retrospect that those were some of the breeders I liked the most, the ones that were kind of lost in their own shit, you know? Not in like navel gazing way, but like, you know, like a katsu seeds or something. They're just basically trying to figure out what do I have? Like, what, what am I working with? 
Well, that's it. That's it. Uh, I mean, uh, people that have the passion that we have uh, for the plan, I mean, it's going to show through. Um, yeah, and of course, you're going to want to see the, the progeny that you've picked and, and the development of your line and, and well, as well as how it responds to other people's grow rooms. I mean, like, you might be able to grow that like a master because it was created in your grow room, but mm. seeing it grow, explode and grow in other, in other grow rooms like noobs and so-so jays and a man, like, yeah, so like, I mean, there's a lot to be said for that. So, I mean, like, I, I yeah, no, it must be very exciting to watch, watch your own strains grow and uh, expand in other places uh, how could you not be captivated by it like yeah, we're all captivated by our own plants i mean we're man do you know a person that isn't captivated by fire think about all the, the smartest and the dumbest person you know you put a fire in the middle of the where we're all standing we're all gonna stare at it we're all gonna be mesmerized by it so like but yeah i don't know yeah i, I think it's cool I think it's cool. Yeah, I was I was joking with that uh, uh, joking about that with somebody the other day. Uh, I think we were at the the carts uh, over on uh, Hawthorne. So anyone in the Portland area, there's a really cool cart pod. Uh, I think it's called uh, Cartopia or Carttopia. Can't remember. There's two T's or one, but anyway, Carttopia we'll call it. Uh, there's some cool carts there. There's like wood fire. If you guys are in the Portland area, I really enjoy going there. Like wood fire pizza, a couple of things. Um, there's a good chicken place in the back. Uh, anyway, they have a couple of fire pits that are lovely of course because they're fire pits right and uh you can basically go there and nosh basically right in front of the fire pit you can wait for your pizza your you know french fries there's a place called potato champion how funny is that like all they sell nice. is potatoes potato champion man their logo is like a kind of a mr potato head a not copyrighted version of a mr potato head it's awesome anyway uh so you can go there and get your like uh, freaking awesome potatoes they have poutine they're one of the few places in portland that has freaking poutine man uh, you get your poutine, sit there in front of the fire pit. And I was joking around. I was like, everybody comes here and sits in front of the, the fireplace. They were like, doctors go there. Like I, after the weed shows, after my like weed tastings, we'd all basically go there and like have a pizza and sit there and just stare at the fire. Like it's the most common experience you can imagine. Like some astronaut will come back from whatever, <laughs> the, the, the freaking International Space Station. They'll find themselves at a cart pod and they'll be like, sitting down waiting for their food and they'll find themselves staring into a fucking fire for 15 minutes it's the most yeah. common experience ridiculous what man we we've uh, i don't know how long we've had fire but like we're still mesmerized by it like it still mesmerizes us it's it, it it's one thing i noticed a long time ago that just like everybody no matter how bright or how how slow they are mesmerized by it Every, it's the focal point whenever it's in a room it's a focal point I've always wondered if it has something to do deeply with our control of it. And it's not just, I mean, I'm sure it is probably, but like on some level, we're the only animals that I know feel. of. That's yeah. it. Like, it's like we, it's, how do I say this? Um, we know that we're the, what am I trying to verbalize? We know that we control it, but, but at the same time, we know that it can get completely out of hand and overwhelm us mm -hmm. in a matter yeah. of seconds. So maybe we don't really trust it. And that's why we don't take our eyes off of it. So we have to watch it. We have to yeah. watch it. Yeah, it was a little bit different than what I was going, but I like that uh, because um, you know I haven't seen any other animals be mesmerized by fire. I mean, moths and stuff will fly oh, into the flame, I, but that's real dumb. But I, I had a dog that I uh, that I rescued that uh, every time I'd have a fire, she would act so crazy. It was like she'd been in a house fire before or something. Uh, 
like he, yeah she like she was completely scared of fire mm-hmm. whereas other dogs are just have been dumb and would just walk right up to him you're like no 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 you know, and, and then other ones were just like reasonably cautious. Right. And that's yes. it. Dogs are so smart compared to some of many other animals, right? And they, they cooperate with us so well. Like, I, I can't think of another animal that would be, how do I put this? Like, you can expect a dog to not do stupid shit at, at a party. Yeah. And you're like, what, what do you mean stupid shit? Like, how does the dog know what stupid shit is? You're telling the dog <laughs> to understand human emotions. Like, what are you talking about? But this is the thing. Like, when you when you step back for a moment, you're like, no, my dog understands me really, really, really well and understands not to do this and not to do that and not to talk to these people, not to take a shit in the middle of the freaking uh, lawn in the middle of this party, mm-hmm. on and on and on. Like dogs are incredibly smart and perceptive, but they're also dumb as fuck with fire. Like like you said, like they'll walk into a fire or they'll sit too close to it because it's mm-hmm. nice and warm or they'll be terrified of it because they don't know what it is, on and on and on. But they won't be mesmerized safely like people are. You know, like yeah. people will sit around and just in a circle look at that fire this is a fucking fascinating thing i haven't seen it, any it other is. animal do that no that's why i, I no, wonder like thing. like you say you i love i love your idea of uh, needing to control the thing because that absolutely makes sense like every single settlement in history has been burned down basically a few times yeah because the yep. fucking fire got out of control right but at the same time we're the only animal that is, has control of that fire and being around that fire is also safety Right. Yeah. So there's all these exactly. different things because everything else is terrified. Yeah, true. That. Grizzly bears are terrified. It's, it's yeah, such no. an interesting thing to think. Like some little cave woman could basically pick up a burning stick and chase a grizzly bear away. You know what I yeah. mean? That's crazy. That's something. Folks, if you'd like to hear us talk about more than just crazy shit like grizzly bears and campfires and whatever else uh, yeah. this show is interactive and pretty much when it's just west engine and me talking we're talking about whatever comes into our goddamn heads it's like campfires and we'll go anywhere with it fish yeah. west engine you're probably gonna talk about fish here in a second oh man uh, no. we're talking about like anamorphic lenses before long because be like we won't know what to think about and be like well if you wonder what's up in your head and i'll be like dude i don't know lenses i can't afford and wouldn't have <laughs> no reason to buy like by the way i, I stress that like I, there's no reason to own those lenses you know what i mean like why are you looking at like Hollywood cinema lens? There's no reason. It's like saying you're looking at jet air engines for like TWA. TWA doesn't exist anymore. Actually, that would be kind of fun because it's like historic. Jet like, engines you're looking for my at snowmobile. 47. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Unneeded. Yeah. Uh, what was it? I'll say? do it. See if you, dude, that would be fun because you would go like 150 miles an hour. I, I think you get once, sucked in but, the turbines pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> once so. once yeah. is exactly, yeah. Exactly yeah. it. Yeah. It would be the fastest smile you've ever had in your life. Uh, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to hop on and show off your grow or, uh, I don't know, shoot the shit. Come on, uh, hop on. As Wes Engine likes to say, we are the most interactive show on cannabis, but that relies on you fuckers. You got to hop on here and talk to us. Peanut butter yeah, cups man. are amazing, D. Is that, a, is that an edible peanut butter cup? I mean, it is edible, but it's like... Oh, no, it's at all. This is regular one. Oh, it's a edible it. one. It's actually plastic. It's made of sawdust. It's uh, pretty well. Pretty well. It's actually made of beef. Speaking of beef, if nobody else comes on this show, we're just going to talk about random shit that comes into our heads. There's this channel <laughs> called Sous Vide Everything. And I honestly don't know if it was a new video of his or if it's just like 
popped up in my feed or whatever, but I watched that's it. That Subi, the perfect steak? Is that what you're talking Dude, about? Dude, he does. That's basically all he does is Subi. I think he has a couple of channels. He's Man, I think I, I've wanted to try that. I've really wanted to try that Subi the steak. Yeah, I really want to try Subi in the steak because I think it'd come out amazing. Uh, it does. Uh, all you got to do is torch it afterwards. Or you can actually... Yeah, exactly. Just brown, yeah, out, like it looks terrible and it's all mushy and whatever, but basically you just gotta skin the, the surface with you know fire. Really? Eh? Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna have to try that. Like smashed thing. That's pretty much what he does too. Uh he sous vide everything, as you might imagine from his panel. And then basically either torches or grills, or he has like a new I haven't watched all his videos. Like maybe like a month ago, he had like a new uh flame caterpillar thing where basically it's like a frame flame broiler or whatever for steaks that was no cool. cool what else he had I think that's about it i don't think he's done anything crazy like uh gasoline flamethrowers or something but that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> alcohol bath saving that for when like the show's about to get pulled off there wait yeah. i got some dude, the dude has like 16 million subscribers and it's always baffling to me to see well i'm subscribed i guess but uh it's funny to me to see like all the different channels that are wildly successful as opposed to let's say weed channels where there's like oh you have 50 new subscribers this month i mean i'm not complaining holy shit i watch every single not every single video but like almost every one of his beef videos i guess i was trying to say like i was even getting to the point like uh, he did um i think it was recent but i can't swear it. I've, I've seen entirely too many of his fucking videos about sticks anyway um he was doing a thing about like the uh a uh, 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 wagyu steak virgin basically was going to try the most expensive uh, grade of wagyu steak like japanese you know that fancy steak if you guys don't know what it is uh the the most marbled freaking uh, steak you could possibly imagine it was like 400 or 500 dollars a pound it was absolutely bonkers anyway so he grilled up basically uh i don't remember like uh maybe a choice steak from costco or something it's just something you could buy anywhere and then also um something nicer i can't remember what it was middle steak was it wasn't wagyu but it was uh i don't remember maybe like prime so or maybe it was wagyu but it was like simply prepared and then the the top one basically was just this uh uh the most expensive beef in the world. Anyway, I guess I'm, I'm rambling like a freaking idiot because nobody's coming on the show. To I'm talk interested. Else. No, 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 right? Keep going. Dude, it's, it's, it's fascinating to see the guy. <laughs> You're captivating because, you know, me, so keep going. I know beef, man. Oh, the, the freaking uh, dude. Who would want to hear about grilled beef? So the the weed virgin basically got to try the steaks, and he had them in order. He had them in the like you know uh, cheapest to most expensive, and and they were prepared really well. So they were prepared, you know, the soup. Actually, I didn't, he didn't show it, but I think he was probably sous-vide and then he did show that they were grilled so they were prepared really quite well and just salt and pepper basically and um nice crust i think medium rare and then he sliced the meat basically and served it with some really nice looking uh like acidic macaroni and cheese looked really bomb like bacon macaroni and cheese salad awesome anyway uh so the kid like tried uh, the first one was like oh my god this is the best steak that i've ever tried meanwhile it's like a Costco choice whatever with salt and pepper and just you know done well and he goes, oh, it's so beefy and so tasty and so juicy and so this and so that. And then he tries the second one, which was, uh, again, I'm forgetting. This is kind of important, but it's not that important, I guess. It might have been already Wagyu, but maybe like a lower grade of Wagyu. Anyway, it was just salt and pepper. And that one, he was like, oh, my God, the difference between these two steaks, like the flavor profile is totally different. And it, it never occurred to him that like beef can taste different 
flavors, kind of like cannabis. You know, people think like, oh, it's just all weed. But no, man, there's so many different flavors to, to the weed. Same thing with beer, so many flavors. So it's like, wow, the flavors are so, so different. And then immediately he noticed like the fattiness. I think it was actually Wagyu because he said the fattiness was much higher. It was much more like a tongue coatingly fatty. And then he tried the, the last one and he just like, it's just like had a freaking, I don't know, a full body orgasm. He was like, this is so juicy and beefy and wonderful. And anyway, it was really. That's what she said. To see. That's what she said. So if you guys don't want to hear me talk about juicy beef, but frankly, none of us can afford, hop on, tell us about your gardens. I just uh, overwatered. Just about like more beef or lobster or something. You just overwatered. Stop that, smash! Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, it came out the bottom. <laughs> that's what uh, she said. That's right. That's <laughs> all. Uh, you could always uh, the bottom, but like dump the water out. <laughs> yeah, they're just getting heavy. They're getting really. They're heavy to a point where it's harder to move. Oh, I got it. Or vacuum it. Do you have a shop vac? Yeah, it just, I usually I'm going to get in there and clean it. I got to go grab towels. Towels work. Good damn it. I always like think that 10 gallon wants more, but I forgot. Like I keep forgetting that it's later in flower because I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's starting to slow down. You know what I mean? It's not drinking up as much water as it was. It seems like I push 10 gallons. This whole, this tent gets 10 gallons every day, almost. Every two days. Or wait, sorry. Like seven gallons. Hmm, that's a fair amount. How much soil volume do you have in there? Uh, two sevens, and then that's a 10. Oh, wow. That's a fair amount of water. Yeah, these ones are starting to drink heavy, heavy right now since they just really got into flower. Like, they just want water all the time. And, like, that one really is starting to slow down, I can tell, because um, it didn't take, like, normally it would have taken as much water as I just gave it. Like, it's been, it's been a consistent thing. I keep everything kind of on, like, I don't baby any plant. They all have the same schedule. You know what I mean? So I always keep like this tent on one schedule for myself. Mm. And yeah, that one, that one's been getting every, every one cup for the seven gallons that was getting the 10 gallon was getting three throughout the, yeah. So I don't know what that breaks down to. I lost my train of thought just as you were saying the fucking numbers. The 10 gallon was getting three. So, yeah, I do three solo cups. Like, the party cups. So, that, that gets three to these ones. One Now it's one and a half on these ones throughout the five or whatever I have down here five to six gallons seven gallons hmm. you could probably get away with doing well now it's probably just going to be five gallons since that's starting to slow down but yeah they were drinking a lot of water I'm thinking I have to get a bigger tank like I've been lugging a five gallon bucket down up and downstairs you know what I mean oh yeah that's not good 
So I'm like, Ugh. and then I have to, I have a drain down here. It's just, I got a Jimmy, like not Jimmy rig, but I got to move a couple things around so I can access it. But that would make my life way easier. And then I'm trying to put a faucet down here. Hopefully I can get a faucet down here. And then a room is like the end goal, but we'll see. The faucet would be lovely, honestly. It's, um, I'm really happy. Yeah, every time I hear what people I have lugging water, on. I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm really I, happy with what wash, I have going fucking, on. Big wash basin in mine. I just plumbed it in. Dude, ever since yeah, I was a kid, like anytime true. I see somebody lugging water, I'm just oh my fucking god! Like uh, I shouldn't say this, but my stepfather was a fucking idiot, and uh, he liked to do things the miserly dumb way. And so instead of basically having two hoses, uh, we had a larger property because he had this John Wayne obsession that we would live out in the country. And so he would want to water some plants that he would you know plant on the other side of the property. And so he'd make me haul fucking buckets back and forth across the property instead of just getting hoses. <laughs> and so ever since stuff like that, I'm just like, dude, there's working smarter, and then there's working not even harder, just dumber. You know what I mean? Because like you 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 walk five gallon buckets back and forth across the property, and you're fucking tired already. So I mean, you just basically exhausted your workforce, you know. And so that workforce now can't do something else instead of doing these like it's the dumbest possible shit. So when I hear stuff like that, oh my fucking god! And it's so dangerous too. Like if you slip, the water's everywhere. Um, yeah. Anytime, like an eagle used to do that, and oh my god, you know, like he didn't have a choice. But how do I put this? Uh, hearing him talk about it it's a miracle he didn't break his back and coming down the, he had to like i think go up and like into an attic yeah even honestly smashed if you could do that like if you could just basically get like a an indoor hose fuck i would actually say that like for anyone listening in like anyone listening in, instead of hauling water if you could you know smash circumstances would be a little bit different but everyone's circumstances are different if you have water let's say upstairs you know downstairs you probably need a pump for this but if you had a, a water upstairs and you're lugging it downstairs because you don't have water or a drain or whatever the case is downstairs first off maybe plumb your downstairs but if you don't have that option uh maybe just run a hose like put that bucket basically like if you have a five gallon bucket get two buckets uh get a spout for one of those buckets that has a screw on it like a hose screw you can buy them at uh you can definitely find them at a brewer's, brewer's brewery supply, fish tank supply. There you go. And then basically get a supply. hose uh, that uh, hopefully one of the like uh, RV hoses that have like the white plastic so it doesn't like um, leach the garbage. But, you know, whatever. If you don't have it, you don't have it. Uh, hook up the hose basically to that bucket, pour the water uh, into the top bucket. Uh, and then, dude, you, I, I guess what would you do if you have the bottom bucket, you could just leave the, the, the siphon open. I guess I'm trying to say like you have two buckets, you, you basically transport the water from one bucket to the other and then just offload down below by way of a hose. I guess you can open no, it. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you gravity fed it. But instead of carrying it down the stairs, you have basically two buckets and a hose. You know what I, mean? I have hose connections where I think I'm just going to cut into, shut off, cut into, and add a split. There you go. Um, I'll be right back. I got to grab towels. Seriously. Seriously, now that I'm thinking about it, how fucking easy is that? Like two buckets... The, the spouts are like maybe five, six bucks. To, uh, like uh, if you can find them at Home Depot or if you, uh, you said a fish tank store, it's okay. Uh, uh, what are they fucking called right now? The, the wet spot here in Portland would for sure have those. Um, 
you know, they'd probably charge a little bit more. It'd be like eight bucks a piece or something. Yep. It's not that much, uh, not that big of a difference. Uh, who else? Like some of the specialty hardware stores, like uh, Ace would probably have it. Maybe not Ace, but like here in Portland, Winks would probably have it. Well, even then, Winks might not have it. Whatever. Uh, you can find stuff like that. But regardless, 20 bucks and you don't have to haul water anymore. Like I would yep. do that, honestly. Yep. Okay, more than that because the hose is going to cost more than 20 bucks. But uh, depending on your hose, if you have one already, if you don't have a hose, 20 bucks at Costco. Yeah, spill one bucket and you'll be, you'll be fucking grateful you bought that hose. Seriously, dude. Fall down the stairs one time with that bucket. Uh, yeah. Wrench your back or whatever. Like, people forget about all that kind of stuff. Like, nobody's getting younger and, and everybody could wrench their freaking muscle you didn't even know existed. And then basically you're stuck downstairs and you're like, oh, I still got to water outdoors and still got to do this and still got to do that. What's up, St. Bernard's? St. Bernard says 320 gallons in the back of his truck at any one given one time. <laughs> He's ready to water anytime, anywhere. Put a fire out. Fuck. He says that he hauls water, but he doesn't walk around with buckets. That's kind of funny. Like imagining uh, like a grow consultant or somebody basically going from grow to grow to grow. Like, I don't know, I'm thinking of like Adam Sandler. You need buckets. Boy, like, <laughs> delivering high quality H2O. Well, apparently, Adam, yeah, we're still. Dude, I don't even know. I don't even know if we're supposed to talk about Adam Sandler anymore. He's going to fucking piss me off, man. I love Adam Sandler movies. I hope he's not one of those fuckers. Uh, garden hose adapters at brew shops. There we go. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Uh, uh, Steinbarts would have them. I've definitely seen them. Um, what else would have them? Because I'm just thinking, like, that's that's the key. Like, basically, you would, you would connect, like, a regular hose to them. Yeah. And the reason why I brought up the RV hose is that regular hoses leach shit. Like they leach like uh, it's just like I can't even remember now like heavy metals and stuff like they don't make the the, the rubber basically from the best stuff essentially uh, they're just kind of meant to you know water your outdoor gardens it's like for the most part it's not a big deal if you're watering your fucking tomatoes whatever it's not a big deal but if you're watering weed weed is famous for like sucking stuff up right so I'm just really overly paranoid about that so I've heard a bunch of stuff about people saying hey use RV hoses if you can uh, if you use a regular hose use an RV hose they're like twenty bucks extra though. So that's kind of annoying and you have to go to like a, an RV shop or whatever, but you can totally get them. They have them on Amazon or whatever. They're like 40 bucks and they're just white instead of uh, like, uh, you know, black or gray or whatever. Anyway, if you have an industrial have them, option but... too, I'd recommend that too. Is there... the hose. Yeah, if you can find an industrial option, I would go with that too. Because when hose What about busts... the inflatable ones? Have you seen those? Like, what, how would those work? Yeah, those eventually always bust. Mm. Them motherfuckers, yeah, no, those are those are real bad for popping. I tried one of those for a while, yeah, no, no, didn't end well. What do you ever? This is something we should talk to, like an expert person. How big of a deal do you think it is not being paranoid, but actually for reals, uh, leaching from those hoses? Like, let's say, let's say Smash were to water exclusively mm. from that setup. How much leaching do you think you could have? I think minimal. Are we being overly paranoid? Yeah, because ours probably aren't as uh, exposed to the sunlight. That's probably what uh, degrades the plastic most and lets the stuff loose into the water. I'd say more than anything is the UV light from the sun. So I think probably minimal inside. Good point. 
Like I said, we should ask some freaking expert person. But I don't know who would ask that. Yeah, that's a good one. Hose man. You have to Richard ask put out the call right now. If you are a hose expert, if you are an expert in all things hoses, uh, chemical constituents of hoses, uh, leaching of hoses. No, I just drink a lot of water out of hoses. Let us know. Uh, if you spend a lot of time holding a hose, does that count? Maybe not. Yeah, I think it does. You think it does? I'm not going to go there. Someone will call me like, I've been watering for ages. You don't know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you guys don't hop on and shoot the shit with us. Oh, here's uh, Captain I don't know. Oh, finally, Captain 420 come to to uh save us. Uh, what are, dude, i can't even think yeah that's it save us i couldn't even think of that couldn't even think of a fucking funny thing to say although someone did say i'm not funny anymore so uh uh screw that person very much uh captain 420 is getting set up here i don't think that person is i think uh not funny well it's because we're doing right? reverse humor today that's it that's where we're, we're reverse psychologizing the humor man we're trying to make you laugh through crying uh what's yes. going on captain 420 cheers dude also cheers uh, just another another day here in paradise it's a hot one though <laughs> is it nice, dude. yeah we have to I'm go sure get a hat here about. oh we're in the 90s here but oh, we right. have a nice breeze and we have a nice fan going on so we're all right and the coffee's nice and hot, hmm. a little strong. <laughs> good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, almost. Happy birthday, Ian. Um, indeed, happy birthday, dude. Uh, happy birthday to, uh, I think Ian said it was a couple people in the chat, basically. Anyway, uh, what's going on with you, Captain 420? Uh, how, are the, uh, how are the coconuts? How are the, the alligators, the coconuts, the... Uh... Dude, we never ask you about the Thai food. I feel like maybe we should break our, like, no munchy pledge or whatever. Like, how's the Thai food there? The Thai food here, if you enjoy Thai food, is awesome. If you like spicy, then come up north. The farther north you get, the more spicier it gets. You like spicy and, Thai food? Uh, I, I can't eat spicy Thai food. Mm. My, uh, our government fed me so many prescription pain pills and shit mm. like that, that were no narcotic pain pills that destroyed my stomach. So, uh, that, and no gallbladder, uh, you know, it cuts down and makes things very limited on what you can eat. And they use a lot of grease and oil here and that affects me majorly hmm. so but hey i got something for you what's that dude well i there we go sweet leaf the grinder i found it your is it just, just me or is his uh, image coming through slowly maybe it's mine oh there we go uh, dude nice those are the pin grinders there. Let me uh, switch here. Let's see if it takes. Yep, this is one of the original sweetly, sweet and lean, they called it back then. 
it wasn't even leaf. It was just sweet and lean. And this was 1998, I think I bought this. That's awesome. And this sucker cost me like 35 bucks in 95 or 98. And then uh, we had uh, uh, Smash up there. And here's the OG tips. So this is basically what Smash was showing us. And they fit right into your rolling machine. So I hope my lag is uh, a little bit better or has picked up some. The Captain, video like lag is a little now? shitty. I have to be honest. Yeah, the video lag is, is like one, one or two frames will come through at a time. Okay, is it any different now because I did switch from Wi-Fi to cellular? You sound For me, fine. it's the same. Yeah, the sound is great. Okay, well, as long as the sound's okay. Your pictures freeze up all the time, people. <laughs> oh. How do you like uh, the tent now, Captain? Looking good? Looking good. Looking really nice and green. Looking a lot yeah, better than what it you. did before. Yeah, we yeah. You know, just, uh, you know, it, it's, it's all a learning process, especially going from tents and then going into from bedrooms and tents to just bedrooms or bedrooms to basements. That's, that's a big temperature change and climate change when you're going from a tent or a bedroom to a basement. And there's a lot of things that you have to take into consideration. Uh, but uh, once you get it dialed in, there's nothing better than a, a basement grow in one of the colder weather states, I think. My best harvests are always during the winter time because I can keep that temperature down to nice and 60, 62 degrees at 58 at night. And I like seeing color on my plants. <laughs> I've said the same thing, uh, Captain 420. Like, uh, I think Smash was, was talking about something like, oh, maybe it wasn't Smash, honestly. Somebody was complaining about the cold temperature. I was like, fuck, my best grows are in the winter. Like, honestly, like, they're the prettiest, yeah. the, the most, yeah. like, just effervescently amazing. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I never like have to worry about anything like uh, uh, getting too hot. It's perfect. I was pissed off this year, specifically growing in the winter. Because like like I told you guys, I started in this fucking thing I made that's up to my shoulders. And this used to be in my like the room I was like sleeping in. So I never had to like if I was comfortable, I knew the plants were comfortable. And then I just had to worry about humidity in this little area. And I used to scrog this whole thing out. But then like now that I have both of them running and like I went to a, I should have got a longer tent. That's what I'm like regretting. This is a five by five square. I wish I either got it a little bit longer. I have a whole nother five by five like canvas and I have the pole, like poles to set it up, but I don't think there would be a way. So to they like make, they make tents under four by eights. 
Yeah, this is a five by five. I've, I've never bought a tent smaller than four by eight. <laughs> but like, I'm like maxed out up here. Like, there's, I could get a little bit more, but you know what I mean? What tent's going to give me this extra like four inches? Probably even better that you have a little bit of space there, even. Yeah, I like it because they have the padding on the bottom that brought it up a little bit. And then this is a, this is um, insulation board just to keep things up top. I don't know. And I have insulation on the bottom. So like in the winter, it will stay warm now. Like, well, it did. I was actually very happy in the winter with the temperature. Hey, Smash, if, you know, if you, you can take that off the top, uh you know that creates uh that actually kind of creates a little bit of a humidity problem actually uh take that uh off the top there and uh you should have no problems while you're running leds yeah i get the i HLG. forget about that you know yeah, i'm second. sorry so I'm, have, uh... I'm still an hbs guy and i put uh two 600s and a four by eight and I have no problem except trying to keep it at 72 degrees. Yeah, no, I think uh, Captain 420, you're right. So Smash, do you have like insulation above the tent? Um, It's like old insulation board, yeah, but it's not like insulation. But is it like attached to the tent or just attached to oh, the house? Oh, no, 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 it's to the roof. Oh, I see. You know, he's not wrong. The though. roof of the tent? It's like building up like a little... No, it's just attached to the house. Yeah, there's enough, oh, okay. there's enough space to get air between it. I, I did deal with a problem back here this year. This was right up against the wall, like this far. Yeah, that's not good. And I was sweating. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna so, say, if you could get a couple of clip fans, those might be really good too. Just little tiny fans. They don't even have to be big at all. Uh, it's right behind the tent on that wall. And then maybe on that, Maybe it doesn't even have to be two, like just maybe one basically just to move air along the back. Yeah, that's what that this is outside the tent. Well, but an actual fan that would do like on the back wall there, you'd clip it basically to that back wall and it would just constantly blow air through that back area back, back there. And never turn that fan off. Leave it run 24 mm seven, -hmm. seven days a week. I mean, yeah. I never have a problem since I pulled it off and like. Going. I use my, my basement's my like lung room. So there's a lot of air movement down here. Oh, there's, there's <laughs> microclimates in every room. That's one of the things with big rooms. Like uh, they start to have issues where the air doesn't circulate well enough. You know, you'd think like, oh, it's a big room. It's going to circulate, but actually the opposite happens. Uh, yeah, like I left the room, I leave shit. room. I, I got to pull it off. I think I might pull it off a little bit more once these come out. Fan. but like they're, they're this is way stock. off the like wall get them at the grocery store for like 10 bucks they, no i have a bunch there. of these inlines i could put i have a bunch of four inch inlines but i really was worried about it at, like i i had a fan back there and then well what happened was when it started to sweat i put a fan over there and then when i pulled it off the wall it stopped i had i stopped having any problems um I hang this used to hang I actually moved it to the middle of the plant but it used to hang on the back wall because I have the humidity right here too 
and it's never really given me anything crazy. And like I told you guys, you know I'm crazy about keeping plants off. Like this annoys me. I'm gonna have to come in here and like trim up the back. I don't like anything touching the wall, period. Well, as long as you have airflow, let the fuckers touch, lean up against the wall, whatever it needs to do. Cram more plants in there. Just put more airflow. That's why I said, you know, they make smaller than four by eight tents. <laughs> I'm pretty, like, I did a pretty good job filling it out this time without a scrog net or anything. Like, I'm really pretty happy with it. I can get two or three more plants in there, buddy. Yeah, but why would you when these are just going to double, get these more just went into flower? These are going to get more weed, bigger. man. To get more weed, there's no other question. Come on, to get more weed. Why would you like? Why would you ask that? Yeah, but that makes no sense. But you don't have to. Get... It makes more sense to get more weed. What the fuck? Because <laughs> you, you just grow instead of scrub. Instead of getting them to spread out, just let them grow that one main stalk, and oh, then no, you can no, get no, away no, with no, a two no, or three no, gallon no, pot. No, 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 no. no. Nope, nope, what? I have strains that are just one cola. Nope. Just that's one true. big cola. That's all they grow. Nah, I would get it to stretch out. <laughs> this is what <laughs> I do. I LST everything. Ask you me. I'm religiously not topping my plants. Like, this well, this one ain't topped. <laughs> this is all LST work. All these, like, I have, these are actually four main colas, kind of, but. These are all going to catch up. It just moved into flower. I got to come in. I'm probably going to trim up the bottom and come out a little bit more, one more time with them. And this whole section will be filled in. I do like leaving a little bit of room for airflow, though. Like, I like having a little bit of room between things. Like, these plants are already bushy as, like, I'm pissed that they're already this bushy because I came in here the other day. West Engine, this one time, I was pissed that I had too much weed. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> Me too, buddy. Me too. Like, what am I going to do with all well, this? I know your weed? problems. Look, like, well, caring for things, like, I tried not to have microclimate. Like, I don't know. I, I've always had my plants, like, scrogged out in that tent. But, like, this one, I, I like having a little bit of airflow because it's bigger. So I have three intake and outtakes. I have. So we told you to put fans there. on there, but you're like, no, that's weed. What do you mean? I have four fans in here. <laughs> there's, there's one. Obviously, I have enough weed. Right. But this one obviously get, plenty. The too much, too much weed. Let's <laughs> give some back. Overflow. This will get filled out. Like yeah. I guarantee, you, I'll fill this this whole tent out. So those containers, you I'm... hear about these places in Canada where you're supposed to like voluntarily like surrender your surplus weed. And I'm just like, how are those ever not empty? You know what I mean? But like, maybe there are people who go and surrender weed. They're just like, dude, I have too much. I have too much right now. I do not smoke at all. And I don't know what to do with it. Here, do something to destroy my extra, my excess weed. Please. Yeah, but I don't understand why I would have to add more plants when I can. These bigger, these, these plants are big enough where I can think I can get him to fill out the 10 it's that's a seven that's a seven and a ten 
um there may like i was looking at the ground the other day and i was like i might have another room for like one more seven gallon but then i'm dealing with and boom one more seven gallon 100 or 200 gallon uh beds in a pot in a tent like that there's a lot there's a lot more that you could go if you wanted to like for example captain 420 probably would put a lot more in there yeah if i do a bed it would be i would build a room well, you know what some people put bed. beds in those tents and literally fill them up and blow that shit up. I literally fear the amount of uh, transpiration from a bed. Just, hmm. just. I would mid. never put a bed in my basement or my house. I know how heavy that shit is to move to begin with. Oh, <laughs> that's that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. I, 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 I would be in a room. Yeah, where it, it would. Could, physically walk around it <laughs> like i'm there's no I'm, reason to smash you you have a lot of uh, i don't know i mean you can do it however you want but there's no reason why you have to i mean a, yeah, a lot of I people like a lot a lot a lot of people put it but that's fine but a lot of people put a lot more soil in a, in a tent like that so you know how do i put this anyone you know, a lot of people are listening in so i just want to say like there's there's a lot more room uh, yeah no there's a lot of ways there's, there's a lot of four by four bed in there if i wanted to but there's only going to be five or six plants in a four by four bed, and they're going to be the bed's going to be up to here. It depends on your why limit. Not put, I mean, why, you why no not limit, put, like um, yeah, why not put twelve plants? If you if you if you can put twelve plants in there, why not put twelve plants <laughs> and then just flip into flower faster? Yeah, I just don't get why I need twelve plants. That fills up you my have twelve whole, different phenotypes. That fills out my whole. Um, Plus you veg faster. <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. You cut you cut two weeks out of your veg smash. Yeah, but that fill, twelve plants in flower fills out my whole. Number. And then you end with the same amount of butt at the end. You end with the exact same amount of butt at the end, with less work. You for had you. to veg for what five weeks or something like that with the the twelve plants. You'd veg for about three weeks and just put the flower. Yeah, that's yeah. what I used to do in the small tent. Like I used to veg for forty five days and flip the flower. I did this, I made, I got bigger so I could grow bigger plants. I don't want sure. a bunch of little plants that I don't need to. I have, like, you should see my outdoors. I wish it I could be that small after like three weeks. I mean, there's different ways to skin a cat. You know? Yeah. So like, we're always like attacking, smash, grow. I'm going to tell you, I want a bed. Like, I love, I would love to have a no toe bed. But I Not do I'm the you type have of to person. have a bed. I'm just saying that you, you, you could put a lot more in there if you wanted to. So just, oh, yeah. People, like for, for sure. anyone listening in, like there is a lot more room in there. For sure. But if like you're just listening, you should check out the video because like mm. to me, visually, like, there's only a little bit more room I can like jingle with the plant. A little bit of LST that this whole room is going to be filled out. I mean, I, you I, know, don't, I don't I, I somehow I'm always like trying to criticize your growing. I'm not trying to do that, Smash. So I'm just gonna shut my mouth. I'm just no, telling I'm, I'm always like, like no, Smash, do it a different way. I'm like, dude, nope. Smash can do it the fucking wherever he wants. Like I don't top my indoor plants, I LST everything, and I, I feel I feel like I could get like if you guys want to do a five by five challenge, <laughs> you can. I'll grow three plants in there, you guys grow whatever you want. In <laughs> like, whatever challenge? style. And we'll see who <laughs> I'll smash you. you. 
Smash. Now what's the, yeah, what's the <laughs> challenge? Like, do, I don't understand what the challenge is. Yeah, well, how about you're, the whole you're good, No matter what you do, you're going to lose to a smash because, like, we're no, going to because we're going to we're going to actually talks. smash out the plants in there this, with like we're going to do more of them with less veg time and then we'll have more cycles per year. So like, I don't know what we're talking about? We're talking about one run. Let's see who can get more weight. Well, okay. one run. Just, yeah. I want your harvest if I win. Yeah, but you gotta you, 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 you got to be in a five by five tent with a six hundred LED. Uh, you now you're putting a six hundred LED. What if I just want to put a six hundred HBS or two three fifteens in there? It's not because I want the UV light, and we would have to grow the same screen. No, no, now you're putting stipulations on this. <laughs> yeah, because there obviously would have to be if I well, I'll just no, I'm not gonna you know? give you my strain yeah, that just grows one cola this fucking go super at silver two and, and a half, three feet. I'm gonna scrog I've got super silver haze. 20, 20 right. giant colas like you're one. I'll grow super silver haze. I have them. If I can get the four to pop, I'll have the 2004 super silver haze here. Just like my I'll have it in Michigan. And I'll grow mine in Michigan. You can be in Boston. That's the same cold. I only need actually I may be screwed a little bit more in Michigan. I literally only need six plants to get shit, man. I'm that's how I've always I've always done. Low number plants, giant plants. Other than when I was indoors up in my room, I did the scrog style and I didn't like it. I like having a little bit of room. Like if I had a bed, I would like to be able to walk around the bed and and get like on every side of it because I like to trim up every, like, I don't know. I have a certain way I grow. I don't need 12 plants in here to fill it out. These three plants are filling it out nice. Just, Just flip the flower. Once I LST it, like... Hold on. I mean, by the way, there's a million different this ways down and here, reasons to grow. But look, like once I move this down here and this, everything gets spread out, like I plan on doing always, this whole veg is going to come up and it's going to be filled out pretty well. So I'm happy with it. The important thing to remember, too, is there's like a million different reasons to grow. You know, we always kind of forget that because there's so much of the kind of the similar like chode bro weed culture, you know, like weed growers that are kind of semi-legal who at least either used to be illegal or even still semi-illegal. A lot of people listening to the show are, you know, Uncle Trip adjacent. Um, How do I put this? A lot of those folks are basically trying to blow it up as much as they can, even if it's just for their friends, even if it's just for them and their girlfriend to smoke. They don't want to go to the dispensary. So they're like, dude, I want to grow as much as I fucking possibly can I kind of got on that mentality when basically I thought like oh my god my dog is going to need all this medicine because he was kind of sick turns out that dogs need way less freaking weed than I thought that he would uh even though I was giving him a crazy amount of weed uh I grew way more than I needed to but I got I guess into this mental uh uh space of I don't know why I'm looking at the of the side of the screen i got in this mental space of just kind of like trying to maximize production always trying to think of scalability i don't know why i thought that way but whatever that's just something i always do so even though i personally have kind of a smaller garden i could totally approach it with like bonsai shears and all that kind of stuff and i could spend you know extreme amounts of money on individual caviar distilled 
fucking supplements or whatever else but i don't i basically always try to find like the not necessarily the cheapest but basically the cheapest solution that works really really well so basically i'm always trying to find how did i say to smash the other day i try to find the uh not the cheapest way to do it but the cheapest way to do it well or the best way to do it cheaply i guess i basically try to find the best way to do it cheaply and so for example i'll splurge on coconut water if i feel like it or i'll splurge on whatever else but i may i need to make sure that overall the grow is inexpensive but also high yielding it's just been a, a mental frame of mind for me to grow but i mean I, you have to be honest like w- whenever we get in that kind of like it's a little bit of like machismo we're just like dude is your is your grow is fucking as good as mine maybe they don't want it to be as good as yours you know what i mean like jay allen i remember was just like dude i'm, I'm enjoying experimenting i'm just having yeah. fun and we were like we were fucking well you could have so much more weed because we we're in that chode bro freaking you know mentality and he's like well but i'm from such and such and such and i finally got it i was like my indoors there's for like fun. a million different growers you know what i mean there's a million different growers but don't challenge people for weight if you're indoors for fun don't challenge but people i, for I can guarantee you i could push weight out of it if i need to how much how much do you predict from that tent because you should already know you should already know how much you're going to get because if you don't already know then you're not going to get it i can promise you so how much are you going to get from that tent i don't need this tell me if i'm wrong tell me if i'm wrong no seriously captain 420 are you not, because West Indian is even laughing, because the prediction is also based on past experience. So you're not just guessing something out of the fucking you know, seat of your ass. You are predicting based I on- I grow different done, strains every time. Even, There's too I many variables. strains every time. No, yeah. no, I know, no, I know what strain I'm bringing. You have bringing. no idea. Yeah, 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 you have no <laughs> idea. Smashed our, we grow many different strains than you do. That's, that's Yeah, but cool. I all- that's not but I also like. I gotta go I, to my seed, my seed vault. I got something. That's all I do. Like, I wouldn't too, be able yeah. to tell you what this. <laughs> I've never ran these before, like indoor, outdoor, I've ever. I've never ran most of them either. I've never ran yeah. most of them either. You guys are crazy if you think like I don't know. I've never. I've never been able to walk to up to my outdoor plant and be like, "That's a hundred ounces." I can't do that shit. My mind's too busy for that shit. I don't need the under. Like all I need to know is. I can scrog out this tent and fill it with as many colas as I want. Well, there you go. But don't challenge people for weight. Like Captain 420 would be able like, to get a... three pounds out of that tomorrow. Not tomorrow. No, we can't. I guarantee you. But... If we had the you same can't. setup. Captain 420 can't. Uh, Captain 420 is going to take that challenge, I think. Come, I'll give him a, I'll give him a space in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it. I'm it's serious. <laughs> We're doing the same. It would have to be the same shit. Like we couldn't do for weight if we're not doing the same everything. Captain Four Twenty, I think would probably take the shittier plant too. That's fine. You guys are underestimating. I think growing since I was sixteen. We're not trying to fuck with you, Smash. We're just saying that the. You're underestimating me. That's the problem. I'm not underestimating. I've said that we're we're looking at the evident things. It's a little bit like you and cars. Basically, when someone else bullshits about cars, you can see through the bullshit. You know what I mean? So you you can see based on past experience, you can see how much of something is going to happen. But you don't know my potent ponics. Potent ponics. Potent ponics could parachute into this conversation. Look at that tent for three seconds and give you an answer that was pretty close to accurate. Like literally, if we went to the future and weighed the weed, no, it'd be, be accurate. It wouldn't be pretty close to it'd be accurate. I guarantee you we wouldn't. And 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 oh yeah, he'd say put another plant in there. <laughs> I don't need to Where fill is your canopy, room? that space. No, you know what? The real estate Where is so is valuable. Smash. It's real dude. 
the amount of electricity costs the same Where is there for, room for whatever you put, put above there. So fill everything below, okay? Just fill everything. All that area needs to be green. This will fill it. No, 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 no. That's not okay. I mean, if you want to do it, let's do it. But like, like, fill it. You could put. You could probably put two. Maybe you could probably put two more plants in there and not fight as long in the grow with them, and then just flip in a flower a little quicker, and then just get your bud a little quicker. Like my outdoor. And then have another cycle. Add a cycle in a year and get more pot. No, I'm happy with it. You see how the floor is shiny. Yeah, why do I see your floor? Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like having airflow so I don't get mold. I've never have I've never okay, had it. In but five that's years. that's fine. Those are all the other reasons. That's, that's why you're lollipoping. Like, exactly. Bro. I agree. hundred percent. Exactly. Airflow. <laughs> I don't even really lollipop. Like, like I'll probably come in here one more time and thin it out a little bit more, but I don't really lollipop crazy. Because I use all this stuff. I use all this undergrowth as tops. Like, this is all tops to me. Like, that's all I see when I see all this. These are all extra tops. This can stretch out to here, and I can have it touching this plant. I can, that plant is kind of done. I don't really... I know what's going to happen with this plant, and I'm going to end up having to bamboo stake it, so I need some room, too. Because this thing is literally hanging over the 10 gallons. Like this, I don't have my glasses on. That happened with one of my Lime River rows. It, it was uh, too heavy to hold itself up in the end. It was just like a little spider in the end. You see how Beauty long though. this fucking thing is? It's like curved up and everything. This is not going to hold its weight. All these are pretty much not, Look These at are not natural plants, man. These are not natural plants. I can say that from experience. Like any of the Morganas and whatever else that you guys have had, like I, I fucked with them. You know what I mean? I bred something new. Like, in fact, I saved a picture today. I wonder if I can find that picture. I wonder if it's saved over my computer. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I think I saved it uh, of uh, uh, ancient corn versus modern corn. It was three pictures. And it was fucking oh, amazing man, yeah. to see. Uh, that used to be grass, yeah. man. Normally, I would bend. I would have bent the, that top polo over too, and brought it over here. But yeah, this is the one that I was worried about too, because it still has some spots. Here, let me show this for a second. <clears throat> but needless to say, top Smash, your garden is corn. looking a hell of a lot better. Right there. Wow. Uh, there's like a five or ten second delay. Uh, hold on one second, Captain 420. He probably can hear me, and then he's gonna be like, "Oh, sure." Uh, hold on, just one second. Top one is seven, wild corn. Eight, nine, one ten. was already in the process of domestication. The bottom one is the one that we eat. So it's just amazing to think like Crazy. someone first of all recognized like, "Oh shit, that's edible," and started eating it. And now after fucking with it for ages and ages, that's what we get. And where I was getting to that, uh, Captain 420, hold on one more second, is that uh, these plants have been fucked with by human beings and they haven't been fucked with in such a way that they can like um, survive a hurricane on their own. You know what I mean? Like we want them to produce fruit so we can eat that fruit or smoke that fruit in this case. We don't care if they have to be supported because we're like, dude, we'll support the plant. But people <laughs> always forget that. You know what I mean? Like you, we bred them to have fat corn ears on tiny little stalks. Anyway, Captain 420, you betcha. Right? Like, I'd never be able to do breeding 
Like, do you make my seeds have 12 plants in the flower tent? I always have to split up my 12. Like, I'm, I, I stay within legal regulations because that's all I like. Yeah, I just do it. Dude, that's a good way to be, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a good way to be. I mean, mm. so like, like you give me enough plants that I never have so, care. Yeah. Six oh, outside, no, way more than that. <laughs> six outside, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I have eleven plants technically right now. Yeah, plant limits suck. That's sad. It's unfortunate you can only have eleven. Like my outdoor is six plants. Like this is three, and then I have two auto flowers that have to get counted. My outdoor can be forty-five. Oh my, God. my outdoor can be 45 and my uh my indoor can be I think 180 or something like that I don't know something like this I have to go look at the numbers yeah I never go up I never go up to my full numbers and the reality is who's being hurt by that West Engine like has anyone in your entire experience been hurt by your weed experience apparently I'm the worst person in the yeah, well, I'm the worst person in the world if you ask one neighbor over there. <laughs> because you grow weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every now and then you can get it. Little... That person is probably also kind of a shithead, isn't aren't they? Like 100 <laughs> percent There we go. 100 percent If anybody that focuses on what other stuff somebody else does, like growing a weed plant, like kind of go fuck yourself. Like what? What are your plants hurting their life in? Any, like how are they hurting their life in any way? Like people say, oh, they smell. They don't. He, like, they, the did. they did. They did. You know, well, no, they did. So I went, and within twenty four hours, there's a carbon filter installed. So like the scent was gone. Like, like I was gonna say, like than... outdoor plants. Like they they always say, oh, the outdoor plants are gonna sting like hell. Like you can it's be like of... ten feet away from a ganja farm and you don't know it because there's like a fence and the wind blows the other way. Like that, I don't think I don't think it works the way people think it does. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I can smell that shit from miles away. <laughs> I guess it depends on where you may. I don't know. Maybe you have to be fucking upwind, downwind. I'm like a bloodhound for bloodhound of that shit. I mean, that's know? the thing. Like, if you want ganja, you find it. But how do I put it? Like, you know, I've been next to ganja farms and not realized it. And maybe I'm like, maybe we we're smoking at the time or something. But like, I think that a lot of the people who say they smell ganja, they're offended by it, are honestly just making that up. Yeah, no, no. Well, I, I agree with that. Yeah, no, no. There's, there's it's a like few saying dangerous. you can smell a winery. Like, you can actually smell wineries. But do you ever drive by one and be like, oh my fucking God, it smells like a winery? I don't know. We can smell a wino. <laughs> well, that's true. Dude, that's a funny one. Well, you could probably smell someone who's a total pothead because, like, they just reek of weed. Right? <laughs> Dude, I've started to wonder if the clothes that, that come out of my washing machine still smell of weed or not. I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm curious a little bit. <laughs> I'm kind of immune to it, but I'm curious about it. I, I know who probably smells like weed is St. Bernard's. I'm just wondering to myself, like, his St. Bernard's probably smell like weed. I feel like weed smells like St. Bernard's, honestly, a little bit more. Let me tell you, once you have a St. Bernard, your weed has St. Bernard hair in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, if, if you ever have a dog, you basically have dog hair in your, in your weed. That's something I've noticed. Pretty much any animal. 
don't know what Wask. Um, has to. Bugs evil deeds if birds fuck with your weed. All right. He's a bird expert. Cat hair be bad for your weed because you get like toxoplasmosis from smoking it or something. Probably. Probably. Probably get ringworm too. You heard it here first, folks. Yep, you heard it here first. That's a fact, uh, actually. West West Engine fact. Yep. Don't smoke your cats in your grow or you'll get ringworm. Mm. West Engine fact. On your lips. Yep, on your lips. And, uh, then riddle me this. How would you get pink eye then? By looking at it too hard. By eyeball. Are you eyeballing yeah. me? Then you got pink eye. There you go. By <laughs> eyeballing that uh, cat's tater hole. <laughs> and Superdart says dog fur is a condiment over here at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not lying. Like, bro, when's the he last time pain. he's had a sandwich without like dog fur on it? Like, he's oh, tried. Man. He has tried and failed. Like, uh, he washed his hands, washed <laughs> the counter, washed the sandwich, washed everything, and then there's a dog hair on there. He's like, "What the fuck did that happen?" Tripp's wife may have allegedly negotiated a Saint Bernard for amount of cannabis. It was the worst deal that Tripp ever made. Really. <laughs> How so? <laughs> uh, let's just say he probably gets that amount of uh, weed and hair every day around his house. Like I've never seen an animal like you think it's like having I mean, it six. La- it'd be like having giving. six Labradors. Six Labradors is equal one <laughs> Saint Bernard. <laughs> is he cuddly? Is, is he adorable? Like what, what? What's good about him other than the copious amounts of hair? She's she's good. She's uh, she's friendly. She's nice. She doesn't she don't listen worth a damn. But I mean, <laughs> what woman does? <laughs> um, let's put a, put a positive spin on this. Uh, dog fur is high in nitrogen. It is it takes like a year to break down. But you could uh, you could make like a Korean natural ferment with her dog fur. Could be the St. Bernard's OHN or something. <laughs> um, uh, or, uh, oriental herbal nutrient. No, oriental <laughs> herbal nutrient. <laughs> Hairball nutrient. <laughs> also uh, keeps uh, keeps spider mites at bay too. Yeah. Mm. Another known fact. It shows the dog with facts. Dogs or dog fur? Dog fur, yeah. Really? No. <laughs> that would be nice if it did. It'd be, yeah. it'd be a bonus. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other benefits. St. Bernard's and I would be winning then. We would right? be winning. Dude, yeah, I was no. going to say, like, you could have guano as fertilizer, but no, you, you have to like compost it first. You can't even use the guano. Um I was gonna say, like, do you do you well, I don't know, like, do you need someone to do you need a dog to lick strangers awake? Like perhaps you've like they've smoked so much weed that they passed out and now you're like, Oh, you gotta go home, get the fuck out of here. You know, you, you got so used to telling people to get out that now you basically tell people, get the fuck. Away. She just drools on them, yeah. No, no. They well, St. Bernard's produce enough drool that you don't have to worry about that. They just wake wake you up with drool. 
periodically. They're in the desert. <laughs> and if you Bobbitt to say this, if I was in the desert with my Saint Bernard, would I drink its saliva? No. <laughs> Fuck no, I'm, I'm dying of thirst, man. Fuck. I think it's the grossest thing on the fucking planet. I like having a fucking pet Chewbacca. Speaking of which, you're on a desert island with Chewbacca. Now what? <laughs> you could survive the chicken. <laughs> Well, me and the Chewbacca are gonna have to reproduce, I guess. <laughs> it was it was love. <laughs> or was it? Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when uh, we uh, chased our one guest away. A little bit, a little bit. Like the one person came on, and we were like. Uh, so I don't even know what we're talking about. Some random. <laughs> so, no, I I'm still like here. LST, <laughs> and normally I don't break the stem, but I just broke a stem. No, it happens. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Just taper I up. It. <laughs> we got a little pretty mouth thing. I just saran wrapped it. Um, we'll see. I think it should fix itself. Whatever. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'll cut it. That if means it's just flowering, I would just chop it off. But if it's not flowering yet, you can you can probably it'll probably fix. If you like, it's tape it just starting to. Fix that yeah? Oh, I it'll see. fix. Mm-hmm. It'll fix. Just yeah, tape, taper it'll... up labor. It'll be a little bit behind, but it'll just be like some of the bottom buds, rather rather than what it is the top bud. So whatever shit happens. I've done it before. Yeah. It just thought that one was I went a little bit lower and it seemed a little bit hollow right here. These ones don't seem hollow when I bend them over. <laughs> whatever. I've definitely broken some. I've had some break under their own weight, latent flower, and then just tied them up and it didn't even seem to phase them. Just tape the tape it back up and then yeah tie it up so it don't don't they don't pull down again and then yeah they don't need to face. I'm looking at it and I'm like I think I might just cut it. Uh, you know it's one of those safe better safe than sorry things. I wouldn't blame you if you did. Yeah. Remember what I said about uh, rot? You know what I mean? Like even if it did heal, if it doesn't completely totally heal. Uh, and that happens sometimes where you have something that's almost healed. It's got like fresh growth and stuff, but it's like a little wilty or whatever. That's the kind of place that will get bud rot later in flower. And like that will be the infiltration point that fucked the entire grow, for example. Yep. Like, how do I put this? Um, who the fuck told me this? I'll have to think about it. But anyway, some bug person basically told me about that, that like you'll get circumstances where you, how do I say this? You'll assume that the bud rot was caused by X, Y, Z, A, B, C. And you might even be right technically, you know, like, oh yeah, your humidity, your humidity was high or your such and such was this or your blah, blah, blah. But she said it was a woman. Who was it? It was, um, 
Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, this is a couple, three, four years ago. Basically saying like even something as simple as, and I was bad at this. I was, I was bad to do this or bad at doing this. I did it constantly, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I would try to uh, 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 like uh, get the perps on the bud demonstrate with this little rocket blower does that show up yeah so i mean there's a huge bud i guess but imagine this was the bud i would basically try to kind of you know massage the bud basically to get you know some kind of an aroma and she said the act of that you're squishing actually that's a good uh demonstration you're kind of squishing the bud when you do that uh, that part doesn't really show up but anyway if you guys can visualize like squishing a cannabis bud please don't do it in real life because you're creating a little micro tears and micro fractures Sometimes that's not a big deal. Some plants are super healthy and super happy and they just, they, they bounce past it. But sometimes plants can't really deal with that and you create little micro, um, micro wounds, whatever. So they're basically tears. Uh, and those are the places that the bud rot and other kinds of pathogens can infiltrate. Uh, bud rot being the worst thing. Yeah. Find a nice home. Yeah. Yeah. Even it's mold. Yeah. Should I take it and revege it? The little uh, little clone, yeah. Why not throw in a cup of water and make a clone? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Dude, it's barely flowering. Probably doesn't even have to reveg. Are you taking off, really? T? Taking off? Cheers, dude. Yeah. Nice. How's the brains? How's the brains report, D? New fresh mm, brains. Nice. I was trying to say mm, bacon earlier, but right, dude, bacon. Yes. Mm, bacon. Freaking bacon, man. Right. Take it easy, D. Oh, and shout to everybody listening on the uh, podcast from Russia and Italia and wherever. Sure. Hello to Ivan and Boris and Boris and Natalia. All of them. So, yeah. There. Cheers. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if, if uh, folks don't hop on, we might have an early evening this evening. Uh, we're just kind of shooting the shit here, goofing off. Here's Marshall. He's uh, smoking a hairball for some burnt hair turps. Yum, yum. Uh, mm. Right? The, the kind of thing that every grower is like silently vomiting right now. Because like, <laughs> uh, we all basically know what that fucking turp is. And we're just like, yeah, no, thank you. Uh, but what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, if you guys would like to hop on, uh, uh, shoot the shit, bullshit with us, uh, talk about your grow, show off your grow a little bit, please do. Uh, otherwise, I don't know, we might have like uh, a couple more joints and uh, abscond for the evening. I don't know. Uh, by the way, happy early fourth to everybody. Uh, I hope that the folks are going to have a, a fun trip. You Canadians are just like, oh man, we already had our Canada Day. We're done, dude. We, we, we no, we didn't celebrate it this year. You didn't celebrate it? No, because all the fucking mass graves we found and shit. Oh, Most places canceled it, but that's we ain't celebrating anything this Dude, year. That is some crazy grim shit, and it was all discovered all at the same time. And oh my goodness! Oh, yeah. What are talking about? We had we had residential schools here. They thought it was a good idea to take Indian children from their families and uh, try to te basically teach them how to be white. And uh, a bunch of them were given to the Catholic Church, and a bunch of them ended up dead in mass graves somehow. The, it's shocking because something like 60% of the kids died in those schools. Yeah. Like It wasn't like, oh, some of them died of hunger or starvation. You're like, oh, that happens. No, it was literally like 60% of the kids died. Like, how do you kill 60% of children? Yeah. That is some weird shit to me. I don't even understand it. 
But of course, those folks have been talking about it for ages and nobody fucking listened. They were, you know. I mean, when you say like, oh, our children are dying in your schools, like your natural response is like, no, they're not. Why, why are you saying that? Right? Like, uh, for some reason, your natural response, like, no, 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 no. Turns out that was yeah, true. So people, we've done some wicked shit in our fucking time, boy. That's like, well, not in our time. Like, uh, hopefully nobody's done anything like that now. But yeah, we people have done some wicked shit. Yeah, one is st- sticking with me today. Anytime you hear anything about ISIS or Daesh, I guess they call them, uh, the, the, it's worth not really worth listening to because it'll stick with you. There was a story again on NPR. I think it was making a sandwich or something for lunch, maybe. And this this dude was talking about the context was uh, I don't know, like a, a Syrian town got taken over by fucking Daesh, and they had a radio station that people like to listen to. Maybe I didn't quite hear the very beginning of it, but basically this one kid like wrote in and was like, ah ha ha, you know, fucking Daesh, da da da. And I guess they caught him and executed him in a really terrible way. And it's just been sticking with me since then because they actually mentioned how it died, and it was they managed to actually be worse than some of the other ones that I got to see delightfully on freaking TV or YouTube or whatever. They somehow managed to be worse. Uh, it was just, it stuck with me for a little bit. I went and I had to go to the grocery store or something. I can't remember. And I was just like stuff that people came up with just to fuck with other people for like their, their whole purpose was basically, they didn't even care about that guy. That was the worst part. They just wanted to send a message to other people. And I just thought to myself, like, how can people be that messed up? Like, why wouldn't you just smoke more weed or, I don't know, watch movies that you like or read a book or take up hobbies? Like, why would you execute people in weird and cruel ways? That just, that seems so strange to me. You know what I mean? You have someone human. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's so intensely human. And yet at the same time, like, dude, that is, that is, there's something deeply wrong about that. Bullets cost money. Oh no! Try, their their execution method was even more costly than a bullet. Uh, they were trying <laughs> to send a message. Um, no, man, people should just smoke more weed. I think. Yeah, no. Uh, Smash, tell us something positive that doesn't involve like terrible people doing terrible stuff. I, I, for some reason, we got in this like maybe I got in the mentality like oh. Okay. How we got there? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Weird, weird rabbit hole. Right. Sorry, guys. Oh, you're muted, man. <laughs> You're probably talking about where the gold is buried or the winning. So check that won the lottery four times. Can you believe that? What? Four fucking times. I gotta Dude. say, Captain 420, I was just messing with you, bro. I know you could probably outgrow me in the, the tent. I was just but I will say I have an ace in the hole with the strain I've worked with for a long time. My my Calio. It gets like trees every time. But anyways, this is Gorilla. Uh, oh yeah, this is the gorilla cookie wreck, the last one. Um, it's been hanging downstairs. It smells really good. I told you, like, I might have to retry that gorilla because I've enjoyed the smoke from it, even though it wasn't like the best thing I've ever done. Like it had cold roots for a week and stuff, and it still smells like sweet. Like, not like a fruit sweet, though. Like a candy sweet. And it's really good. I'm going to have to try it, growing it again. You guys hear me? Yes. Welcome, Gorski. We can hear you. Hey, how's it going? 
What's going on, man? Hey, Cap. Cap420, what's going on, man? I always see you on uh, fucking talking shit with Eagle. So, uh, yeah. I thought, I'd, I thought I'd hop on just for a second. Right on, man. Well, cool. I, Thanks I, for I, joining. I show my, yeah, man. It's a pleasure to actually hear your voice and, and uh, show you mine. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> I spray my grow with, with uh, Trifecta and I'm about to turn my lights off. So, I can't really brag about that. But if you guys go on uh, Gravy Kilos on Instagram, you'll be able to see what I'm up to. But I got a, a big breeding project going on. And uh, I work for a place called Kind Love in Colorado. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I was hearing you guys talk about the plant that got hurt. And uh, I, I ripped my plants literally in half, like, so, and then I just duct tape them back together and they knuckle up. So if, if, and then the plants at work, we usually have about 300 to 320 plants in a room and we have eight rooms on a nine week cycle with a skip week. And uh, I squished the shit out of the stems and they seem to get more frosty. The plants seem to be more comfortable. Um, and like the buds just seem to be more sugary. So, I mean, I, I, so I wouldn't be afraid to squeeze the shit out of them. So you're snapping the fiber in your stems. Yeah, most certainly. And yeah, okay. in the beginning in veg, yeah. like twist and pop, we twisted pop the stems. And then uh, they yeah. they had me out of the rooms because we had a problem with with uh, bugs for a while. I'm leaving the place soon because we're we're gonna go on to bigger and better things. I just, but nonetheless, uh, we had some pest pressures. So there's only a couple of different people in the rooms now, and they were wondering why the plants weren't doing as well as they were, is because each and every plant I was snapping and popping the stems, and then I was squeezing them politely. But uh, it just seems like they're more sturdy and stable, and the buds are just better structure personal opinion i guess you, you don't have to tie them up as much because when you do break those you just snap that fiber and you keep on doing that you know those those stalks and those stems just get really strong and they're able to hold up that bigger bud yeah and when yeah. you also do that it seems to like just it's like going from a small gauge wire to a big gauge wire as far as the nutrient flow through the plant also. Yeah, it seems like it, it forces the issue. And, you know, when you, for, you engorge them, sort of like uh, duck liver, you know, in France, you know. So it's like we have them in a sea of green. And when we tie our plants down, in particular, like uh, GMO cookies and other things, they love to be broken and bent over hard. And you just see the stem structure triple in size where you break it or where you bend it over. And the buds on that particular stem are just way better and less larfy, less boof. So it, just, it just works out to our advantage to not worry about breaking stuff. Um, at first they didn't believe me and then they started to see that our rooms gained more pounds and they stopped bugging me about it so just fyi i have to say you mentioned a word there and over the years of being in cannabis it's one word that larfy most educated people will ask me What's larfy? And then you have to tell them it's wispy, something that you can almost see through. It's not dense. 
And they're like, wow. And it's like, yeah, and you went to college and I'm just a stupid stoner. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I guess everybody has their own terminology. So, you know, I, I don't, um, I, love I don't assume word. to know everything. But yeah, man, I, I call it LARF. In the trim room, if you don't have thick, dense bud, like sour diesel comes into the room and most people don't like trimming that because it falls apart pretty easy and it, and it uh foxtails pretty easy well we have sd2 we're supposed to have the aj cut but um yeah man there's just particular cuts if you start breaking the stems and breaking the fiber the the buds come out a little more dense and they don't get fucked up as much in the trim room so i mean it's it's personal opinion personal preference i guess no, it's telling I mean, you to do it in a, in a commercial setting, though, you know what I mean? Like, um, how do I put it? You probably wouldn't do it if it didn't work. It correct. Didn't work consistently, you know? Correct. It's a lot of work so, to snap a thousand plants in a room, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, it's like three, we have 300 plants to 320 each room. And, you know, we'll have the third week, we'll do the skirt. So we'll take most of the branches off the bottom of the plant that aren't as big as a number two pencil if they're smaller than that they all go and then on the fourth week we'll defan the biggest leaves and then on the seventh week we'll defan mostly everything except the sugar leaves and that process you watch the transformation of the plant and when you don't snap the stems or when you don't squeeze the stems uh to where the juice comes out um you just see the difference in your room you, it, and like now that we're doing that they're like i don't know what the fuck it is but these rooms are just great and slowly but surely they started to see the rooms were better and better and i was more comfortable and then one of the jackasses was like so i've been going to the plants lately and i've been squeezing them and i want to show you what i've been doing i've been like man i've been doing that shit secretively fucking for the last couple of months he's like oh you're the one i'm like yeah dude like so and so isn't in the room anymore and i just he was a little bit bossy because he was our boss, but now that he's in the veg room and not the flower room, I was just like, took it upon myself to fucking do it. Like, what are they going to do? Fire me? I'll collect unemployment? Okay. Like, I'll just go home and grow my own stuff and make my own seeds and be better in a couple of years, but if you guys want heavier rooms, just let me do my thing. So, it finally started working. You sound like you work uh, someplace here in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i i mean our place was well known for a while there um to be really good top shelf quality cannabis and slowly but surely the quality is going down and, and a lot of people are giving their two weeks and on monday i'll probably be giving my two weeks uh not not just because of the way they run things but because my wife got a job offer and so we're gonna move back up to Vail, Colorado. And my friend has his own grow up in Leadville. And I have a lot of strains that I've been working on. So I might be working in Leadville soon in his grow and bringing my cultivars there. So I'm just looking forward what to type, the future. Oh, go ahead. What type of strains do you have? Uh, at this point, it's like, what don't I have? But okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, like like uh, like uh, Bordello, Tangy, Clementine. Sour Diesel, um, Holy Big Sur, um, Durban Poison, Holy Big Sur, GMO, GMO Cookies, 
Uh, yeah, and, and like I said, if you look at Gravy Kilos on Instagram, you can see what I'm growing outside right now. And uh, I've just been working on a lot of things. The traditional methodology of like taking one plant and making sure where you got it from. And let's not forget, it was a drug dealer way back in the day. So they had to name it whatever was going to sell the most. And if you got a bag of it, then you thought you had a seed of it and it might've been something completely different. So I took that kind of train of thought and was just like, well, fuck it, man. I'm just going to, I'm going to bang everything in the bang tank. I call it the dank tank. I got a four by eight and I usually use like 30 to 40 males of the things I've been growing over uh, the last couple of years since 2019. I started out with um, Durban Poison Holy Big Sur from a friend in NorCal. And I had a, a Jägermeister seed that flipped into like a Ruderellus, um, or at least it had Ruderellus tendencies. So it was really viney and really soft and really gummy stem. So I had those two cultivars. And then my one friend had Princess Leia. So then I had Durban Poison Holy Big Sur crossed with Princess Leia, Durban Poison Holy Big Sur crossed with Ruderellus, you know, quote unquote Jägermeister. And then slowly but surely working at the store, I could get cuts for five bucks. So any cultivar they sold to the public, I could get a cut for five bucks. So then I started banging those two and then those started throwing, you know, regular seeds. So then I kept on getting mail after mail after mail. And most people are like, I want the strongest, most vigorous one. I'm like, dude, if it survives the way I treat my fucking plants, it's going in the tent. So like overwater, underwater, hemp russet mites, spider mites, aphids everything has been in this grow and I, I let it persist for a while just to see if plants will live and if it lives well then it goes in the bang tent i make seeds and then i move on from there and i've just been doing that for the last couple of years so i i've got the you tell me strain the floor street sweep strain because like when you have seeds in a plant and it's all properly labeled and you drop a few seeds on the floor and you don't notice and you do that with 50 60 plants well then now i have the fs strain which is floor sweep i got the the car dash strain with all the seeds that i find at any bag seed so then i just pop those regular seeds and i start banging away so i mean <laughs> it doesn't matter to me what i put to to what i have properly named and properly labeled ones like i just took uh bonkers from exotic genetics because there was a bunch of males that came at work and they couldn't use the males. So somehow, some way I got those cuts. And, Agreed. Uh, well, what are you yeah, going to so, do with the, what are you going to do when you find something golden in, in one of those floor seeds or whatever, you know? I mean, oh yeah. You, I mean, you're not like, going to use it past then. I mean, like, who cares I'll use if it. you don't know what the lineage is. Who, who cares yeah, if you I don't, don't know what the lineage is? Really, yeah, you know? exactly. Like, as long as it's fire. Yeah. Like back at, back in the day, people would get a, get a bag of good stuff at a Grateful Dead show in the parking lot. And I mean, that's how some of the strains started when people tell their old head stories. And like they were told it was such and such because that's what they were told by that person. And then those became very popular, sought after, cut only strains for years and years because of prohibition. But those are all going off of tales and stories. So like, no offense to the people that are out there that have those strains that, that are coveted. And I, you know, Hey, that's great that they have those stories. And I, I think that's part of cannabis. Yeah. There's been, there's been, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of fake ones passed around. Yeah. Like cat, sure. like cat piss, for example, you know, no offense to anybody. I hope I don't hurt anybody's feelings, but it's like 
first off, you named your fucking strain cat piss. Everybody hates when a cat pisses all over everything. But I mean, but it's, <laughs> it, it gets to the point, right? But like yep. everybody says that they created it. Now, who the hell do I believe? Right. Well, see, with that one, like I feel like those terpenes and uh, a bunch of other skunk ones were predominant back in those days. And I feel like a lot of people may have been able to pop that terpene. Like, it's just one of those things. If you, if everybody is getting seeds down from, say, maybe the kind of the same source. So wouldn't yeah. you expect people to turn out the same phenotypes and stuff? Like, yeah, you know, when we all get from one grower, we all expect to find, you know, three or four different phenotypes. And, and but the one the one that the, the one that the grower intended for us, you know, kind of deal. Yeah, and then like your phenotypical expressions and your genotypical expressions, and then you've got heterozygous and you got homozygous. I'm going for heterozygous. That gives me a little bit more play. So like I say open pollination, polyhybrid, heterozygous. So then people can't really call me out when they're like, bro, I popped that pack and it didn't even fucking give me what you said it was. It's like, I don't even know if it's an F2, an F8 or fucking an S1. Like it's a fucking seed, bro. It grows cannabis. Are you happy? Or are you not happy with how it smokes? You know, like, did you, did you taste it? What's the profile? Tell me about that. You know, like, I, I think people right get there. Of the name. So right uh, there just... did you like the way it smoked did you like the way it got you high who gives a fuck what the name of it is yeah i don't name my strains if i give you something i'm going to tell you what the parent lineage is and that's it because i don't name my strains i'll just tell you hey it was this cross with this cross with this cross when i look at new strains out there that people are coming out with I don't look at the names. I go straight for the mother and the father. What were those? Okay. Mm -hmm. Do I know them or not? Okay. Well, I know this one and this one has two phenotypes. And this one here is from 2016. So it has 120 some. 160 yeah. different pinos. <laughs> yeah and i mean when we had that old school like you could see where a strain came from and the lineage that it came from once again it's like you've got uh allbud.com and then you've got other websites that say different things and then they say well this one's for anxiety this one's for ptsd and then another person's like well this one helps me with my seizures and then you smoke it and you're like, what the fuck, dude? I thought the cops were knocking at my door every time a helicopter went by. I got paranoid as fuck. Like, this shit don't work. What the hell? And it's like, well, everybody has a different genetic makeup in their own body. So, like, just because it got you high that particular way doesn't mean it's going to get me high that particular way. So, I just, I just didn't want to get caught up in the mix. I only have, like, for the next 30 years, I hope to be growing cannabis. And I, don't know, I, I kind of like them ones you trip out and looking out the window. And <laughs> that shit, man. No, but my whole point was like, if I'm growing outdoors and, and, and I have like, let's just say the one, and I've been growing the one for 30 years and I've been growing outdoors, I've only grown that plant 30 times. So like, I, I think it would be, it would be a good idea to grow as many plants, as many phenotypes, as many expressions as I can in the short amount of time that I can on this earth and be happy with what I have in my bowl. 
And if I don't like it, give it away. If I do like it, then try to get a cut and then keep on growing it and breed with it and rinse and repeat. So, you know, I, and, and if y'all caught that reference, I love Coot. I think he's great. I think he's a wonderful man. I think he's a, he's a wealth of knowledge, but he, he is very happy that he's only been growing one plant for 30 years. And I said that online to him. I, I'd like to, like, I'd like loud, to correct like, everybody. I'd like to correct everybody for the moment because Coot is very much an iceberg. I've, I've started to call people iceberg people. Coton is one of those iceberg people. You see a little bit over the surface. If you get to know Coot a little bit, you start to hear a little bit about how much weed he and his wife grew. And it's a little bit difficult to explain the scale. So he hasn't okay. just grown one week. In the recent yeah. 20, 30 years, he's only really grown like one plant. He's kind of he's retired and everything else. But in the past, you, you might have called him a, a little bit like an OG. You know what I mean? So okay. it's, it's one of those okay. kind of circumstances. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I pre and, it, and like I said, I'm not trying to. That goes for everybody in the chat because it's not just you. Like I know there's a bunch of people like, oh, could just. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Well, thank you. I appreciate you, Fume. Sure, and sure. it's like, but I was just saying like, homeboy if you if you are saying that now it makes me think well you've only had 30 times to grow that plant if you've grown it That's outside it, unless you were unless you were light definite and i know you weren't light definite food like <laughs> so it's like i i want to grow as many things as i can as much as i can and not get caught up in the name and look more for the effect because i only have 30 more grows and and 30 more times to do it outside so i unless i like depth and then like you know growing with fishes the the dual root zone aquaponics man next time i get a chance to fucking do a new grow or a new methodology definitely doing greenhouse light depth dual root zone and as many plants as i can because i have a i have a finite time on this earth and i don't want to get caught up in the nike or reebok of the plant you know so. That's a good way to look at it, yeah. And that, that there's another reason, smash right there. Fucking, you get to see one more plant, two more plants every grow. And they're beautiful. The spice of life. <laughs> yeah, you. I remember you saying, Cap, a little while ago when we were talking on fucking talking shit, and you were just like, none of my plants go seedless. Like, <laughs> all my plants have some sort of seed in them so I can grow them again. Like, that's the whole point. And it's like, yeah, I haven't grown since Amia since I started. And I'll admit it, it was an accident at first, but it was a, a stroke of genius at the end because I was like, son of a bitch, I love that plant. If that would have been since Amia, I never would have seen that thing again. So it, it's just, it's important to me to be able to grow it again. And I don't want to have to hold cuts because that's a pain in the dick. So. I hold those cuts because you know what I do with all those cuts? I find males that will work with them and uh, they get seated. And I had to laugh at when you said, you know, you sweep up the floor and those are the floor sweep seeds. Mm -hmm. I have to laugh at that because, yeah, every time I make seeds, I have those seeds that come from the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it's like take that idea and run with it man you'd be like floor sweep one floor sweep two that's how i label them i mean because i don't know what the hell it is but i can kind of after you grow a particular cultivar for a while you get used to how the seeds come out 
so like my Durban poison holy bixer seeds have like this three stripes in this one particular spot and I kid you not I can kind of like my princess leia seeds come out a certain way my my gorilla glue seeds come out a certain way my bordello seeds come out a certain way and some of them are spotted some of them look like an ostrich egg some of them look like a tiger stripe some of them look like a cheetah spot and and they're beautiful you know and i i'm kind of addicted to this the way the seeds look more than the plant grows so i just try to create as many seeds as i can that's just you know i don't know that's just the way i look at it <laughs> But we're like, I'm a cause and effect person too. I grow specifically for that. Matter of fact, I have somebody in California that I'm literally going to take the things that I do flower out and I do seed out and I'm going to ship them off to a friend in California just so he can tell me what undertones and what he gets out of the plant because I can get one taste maybe and that's it because I'm I just don't have that left in my taste buds anymore after my accident I don't have that nose effect anymore except for damn that made my nose hairs burn that's some good shit right? <laughs> yeah man yeah so it's like I I eventually want to make enough seeds, like getting like James Loud, you know, and making seeds, really beautiful seeds, but get some, a wood table and then dump out all the seeds and then shellac the seeds on top of the wood table and make like awesome patterns out of the seeds, sort of like a mosaic, Mandela's. you know? Yeah, it's, I, I want to get to that point where I can have enough seeds to where i can make tables out of them or chairs or coffee tables or <laughs> trim tables or trim trays you know and and just design stuff that way and make them out of the fiber of the hemp and just and just kind of move that way and get artsy and craftsy with it you know i think it would all be great for hemp but I think first what they need to do is get the processing plants in place. You know, uh, I think more processing plants, I think, would help out a lot of our farmers, that's for sure. But if yeah. you don't have processing plants, why grow it? Because it, they don't pay anything because it costs as much as they're paying you to ship it to the processing plant. So it's not cost effective. Yeah. Yeah, well, my my end goal is to have a, a bud and breakfast with a petting zoo and a hospice that works with Rick Simpson oil and, um, you know, helping people pass on to the next life and um, having a wow. petting zoo for the kid, having like a petting zoo for the kids so they can chill out and having a bud and breakfast for the family members so they can chill out. And having kind of hospice for people to be able to take care of themselves as they're leaving this world. And my one friend, um, him and I were chopping it up today. And we were talking about maybe having like some psilocybin there and some other things. And oh, man, I can't 
I can't think of the name of it right now, but you go to another galaxy when you smoke it, and it's for about 15 minutes. Well, uh, DMT or... Thank you. Yes. And they say that you create that when you're going anyway. So him and I were kind of joking around a little bit, and I know death is serious, so, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but it's like, if we had DMT, Rick Simpson oil, and some psilocybin there while someone's passing on, I no, think that might be a little sucks better. Talking about this shit, man. It's a, our society is horrible at talking about this shit. Uh, yeah. To the point that we we most people die alone in a hospital, and when you ask like ninety nine percent of the people where would they prefer not to die, it's alone in a fucking hospital. But because right. we're so shitty at how we discuss these things, basically they die alone in a goddamn hospital with beeping bells and fucking nurses that don't know them. It's tragic. I mean, the nurses are nice and stuff. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, like, they're still not around their family in a pleasant environment, surrounded by fucking psychedelic experiences from DMT and shit like that. Like, this is a conversation that we just basically are way too immature as a society to have. Oregon has been um, an assisted suicide state for 25, 30 years. Uh, and it's been this kind of, uh, oh, my God, shocking thing worldwide uh, until people start to think about it and realize, well, shit, there's plenty of circumstances where somebody might not want to actually survive the enduring fucking pain of their life. You know what I mean? There's been plenty of circumstances like that. So anyway, like even that kind of conversation was a big fucking deal in Oregon. And anytime I'd go somewhere, they're like, oh, wait, that's the place where they can kill themselves, right? You go there, just fucking you can shoot, you can just hang yourself, right? You know, like a lot of times people don't even understand that it's actually a serious thing. A lot of people do take it seriously, but I don't know how many times I caught dumb jokes and shit like that. Because, again, our society is very, very unable, unable to talk about uh, death and mortality and everything else. Nobody wants to. Right. I don't want. To. Right. Uh, yeah. It was it was hard to talk to my wife about it for a while. But my dad passed away at 56 with an un, at an unknown disease. And he used furnishers, buffers, floor sealants and. He worked in an industry that had a lot of solvents and other things. So we think it affected his liver, you know, but we could never prove it. And it was, yeah, it was just like you said, my friend, he died in my arms and, you know, it was a, it was a great experience in my life to be there for him because he was there when I was born and I was there when he was passing and he looked me in the eyes and I looked him in the eyes and told him it was okay. But, you know, Thankfully, I was there, but shit, dude, if he was at like some sort of bud and breakfast or some sort of hospice and everybody there, like the younger family members could actually chill out and just be around like, you know, alpacas and sheep or anything fuzzy and furry while the other parents are just there chilling out. And then my dad was there because like the nurse, while my dad was on, he came back at the end and he was cognizant, but while he was passed out and not well, the nurse is explaining to me, holding his foot like, as the body is passing, the blood is moving towards his foot. And I'm like, can you shut the fuck up, please? Like, I don't need to have a biology class right now with my father as the corpse, thank you. And she's like, I understand, you're upset and that's okay. And I'm like, it's okay that I'm upset that you're dumb. Like, can you please leave the room now? Like, he's alive still, like, this is inappropriate. But that's the hospital setting, and she thought she was being appropriate, telling us how the human body. She wasn't trained for that. Yeah, she was trained yeah. for something else. She was no, seriously. <laughs> she was trying when you when you when you look at her perspective, she was she probably thinks back to that kind of stuff. You just probably happened you know happened more than once in her life. She's a fucking nurse. It probably happens all the goddamn time. She's probably assuming that that's a helpful circumstance or a helpful way to behave. Nobody else has told her anything better. Nobody's basically ever 
offered her any counseling how to deal with like dead and dying patients and their freaking family and everything else like dude it's sad that it's that how do i put it that that that's the level this like remedial understanding like well now i shall tell the son how his father's corpse is going to stop working like to me i I understand that like half the people that chat are like what was she doing but i can also visualize like she was trying to ease your understanding of what was going on your father or whatever else but like you say like in a proper environment like a hospice environment or something where this is an expected event then people i think would have probably i don't know maybe they'd have a script they would work through you know we hate scripts (laughs) sometimes they're useful right yeah man that information would have been useful away from my father's room where i could learn about that stuff in a different kind of setting but like hey lady my dad's still alive and you're telling me how he's dying what if he can hear you this whole time like you think he wants to hear this shit like (laughs) what is wrong with you like but i mean nonetheless dude in my dream world in my pipe dreams that's that's kind of where i want to be is to help people pass on to the next life and hopefully somehow someday some way i'll be able to uh get that going and uh i I look forward to it just so that i mean and it's going to happen to me too so if i could set that into play and know that i'm going to have a a place where i can hope for something like that to happen and then watch i get hit by a bolt of lightning or you know struck by a car (laughs) you know but you never know when you're going to go until it happens. Uh, and, uh, speaking I, of Ku would say, well, not on this spin of the karmic wheel. He'd say maybe on the next one. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we get to come back and try it again. Or maybe we have to live everybody's life once before we actually uh, go to the higher power. I don't know. I haven't tried DMT yet. So some people are telling me it's like a whole nother experience. So maybe that won't be at the hospice when I try it, but I hear it's actually a pretty good experience. Trip tells me it's a good ass time. He quite enjoys it from time to time. Yeah, it's fun. It can last like it's a little bit longer than 15 minutes sometimes, though. Oh, depending upon yeah, the dosage. Yeah, the trips trips like 15 to 20 minutes, and then probably the uh, there's a little bit of a hangover from it kind of deal. But uh, that'll last about a, maybe another 40 minutes or so. Yeah. I, I do want to say something on this. And, you know, I, I, I take people on guided tours all the time for hours and hours upon hours. But uh, doing DMT, please go to the bathroom before you do it. I've seen so many people literally shit and piss themselves because you lose body functions on DMT. It's not funny, man. Oh well, no. You I gotta it. take care of these people. That's a you first. You gotta take that care I of these heard. people. Results may differ. I, I can't say yeah, I've seen that. Sure, but the results may differ. When we go to Wormtown, okay. like well, we all in in Ohio, you know, we do have this root that grows and it does make DMT. So it's quite prevalent in Ohio, especially in the nice orange organic color. <laughs> What's that shit? Ayahuasca, the one you throw up? You yep. It? You almost, uh, within timing, you, you're going to be puking. I'm sorry. I, you know, 
I've learned to take mushrooms where I break down the poisons and stuff in them before I actually take them so they don't upset my stomach and it helps with them not tasting like shit. <laughs> because I enjoy mushrooms, but I hate the taste of them. Wet, dry, it doesn't matter. No, I just hate them. <laughs> but I enjoy I just, the effects. Yeah, I usually just get a spoonful of peanut butter ready. Or, or like almond, <laughs> almond butter or something like that. So you just munch on them for a few seconds and then you get that gag reflex. That's when you take that spoonful of peanut butter and, and it usually calms the, the gag reflex quite a bit. But uh, that's just me. <laughs> I just realized a sewer tour guide would be a shitty tour guide. <laughs> guide to the galaxy, brother. <laughs> yeah man it's an interesting thought we've been talking about that uh, you know Oregon uh, has uh, legalized research basically and you know presumably that's uh, uh, hopefully that's on a track to full legalization in the next couple of years you know knock on wood right but uh, at least now basically people can look into the medical benefits of psilocybin and for depression and for fucking end of life and all that kind of stuff so it's just interesting to think now that you know like uh, people that are approaching the end of their life they, they will be able to take trips to kind of deal with that or maybe you know we don't have to basically say like it's some kind of orgy of pleasures you know on their way out the the the, the door that's kind of course too on some level but i guess what i was trying to say like uh, the idea that people can become more accepting of of uh, their death or end or anything else that usually happens with stuff like psilocybin it's one of the the weirdest things that people become just whatever their experiences in life are they just become somewhat more accepting of them uh, with things like psilocybin, it brings them context or whatever else. So I'm just thinking to myself, like the idea of having an actual hospice that uh, does stuff like that. Like the, you go there to not only fucking die, I mean, that's what a hospice is. You basically, you don't go to, the, to get better. That's the reality of the fucking thing. And we don't like to talk about that, frankly, do we? Uh, but the fact of the matter is like uh, you'd go there to experience the last portion of your life. And that could include tripping in on psilocybin or other psychedelics, whatever else to have some higher understanding to have some other whatever emotional depth or whatever the fuck it is to even just honestly enjoy yourself you know like that's what i'm always trying to say like uh, weed can be medicine it can be this can be that it can be all kinds of different things it can also be fucking super fun and so for example psilocybin on and on and on you know dan Carino has come on before and said like oh you know i only get certain certain experiences from weed i don't get this i don't get that but he still gets high well, maybe they don't get a profound, enlightened reasoning of God or whatever the fuck or something. Maybe it just feels good for 20, 30 minutes or maybe with mushrooms for a day or something or half a day. Uh, and then, you know, a couple of days later, they pass away. Dude, that's fucking, that's wonderful. You know what I mean? Instead of dying alone in a hospital. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think these are positive steps to uh, a much more healthy human life, you know? Yeah, it's, it's important for people to think of like I heard someone say it the other day and I'm sorry if I'm misquoting them, but they're like you know when cows are brought to slaughter and you slaughter cows and some of them have like the drop panel where no one sees what's happening they don't know that their best buddy just got slaughtered and then there's other slaughterhouses where they just slit throats left and right and and they start bucking and they start jumping around and they start going all crazy so when you go for your last day, if you go in fear 
that's how you meet the next world is in fear. But if you accept your death, if you understand your death and you accept it willingly, going into the next world, your energy is much better, much brighter. So I, I just, I kind of hold on to that thought even if I butchered the saying or how they said it, you know, so I apologize if you're listening, but it's just a thought in my mind to where you have to embrace death and you have to realize it's going to happen and, you know, put down the remote, stop watching sports and realize that it, you're going to die someday. So you might, you might as well plan your death accordingly. And so if you get a good start at it, you can kind of be like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to go to Gorski's farm to kick it, you know, <laughs> you know, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick the bucket and then maybe I'll have a bucket on a string next to your bed. You know, I, I don't know. Like you kind of have to have fun with it because it's, it's going to fucking happen unless, unless you got a hell of a lot of money and a, and another body waiting for you with parts. But I think you're still going to die eventually, you know? So, it, well, I'm an kinda, alien keep on living on and on and on so i'm gonna have a kick the bucket party but yeah i thought about that myself and at one time i had massed close to a hundred thousand milligrams of uh morphine and enough paper to take me to the other place and that's the way i want to go because I was that person in ICU that they brought in the uh, school and the students and explained what accident I had and what injuries I had every fucking day. And I hated it. And I've also been there for both of my grandparents on my mother and father's side passing. I actually took care of my grandfather on my father's side when he was passing and uh, I couldn't uh, take care of my grandmother because it's more of a female type thing that it moved into at the end. But uh, thank God most of my family has moved on quickly. And that's the way I want to go. And I don't want to be alone. I want to be around all my friends. Yeah. I I mean, like, if you know you're going to go and there's no rules and you're passing a J to your best friend and hopefully he can hit it because no one knows what you're going to catch or how you're going to go. And maybe you can't even smoke. But if you got your if you got your best friends around there and there's no like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't you can't give your you can't give your father a frosty from Wendy's. I should have told that lady like, yo. I'm going to give him a damn Frosty from Wendy's because he likes them instead of this silly little swab of cotton that has water on it that I can rub in his gums because that's what's allowed at the hospital. Like, it's, that's Jack, you know? Like, it's, it's definitely not cool. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess I've got my point out. I don't want it to be all morbid the whole time I'm on and be like, oh, that Gorski kid, all he talks about is death. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, it's, really I'm re it's really nice to hear nice that to there's the someone reaper. willing out there to help take <laughs> care of people. <laughs> the happy reaper, bruh. <laughs> nah, thank you, Cap. I heard you, man. I heard you while we were all talking. Sorry about that, but... uh. 
No, yeah. I, no, it's that's just, all right. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a subject matter that's close to me because, like I said, he died at 56. And, like, he, he was a workaholic. If you ever go through DIA and you look at those tenant trend machines that buff the floors or you go to Russia, you go through the airport and you see those tenant trend machines buffing the floors or you're in Rome and you see the tenant, ten, tenant trend machines or Windsor Industries at hotels vacuuming, he set up those accounts, you know, like he was in Japan and he was in the Netherlands and he was in Russia and Australia and all those airports that have really shiny granite floors or marble floors or just tile floors. He set up a lot of those accounts. And before he had a chance to go traveling, he passed away. So it's like he left a legacy. Every time I go traveling or when I used to go traveling, I don't travel anymore. Fuck that shit. But um, when I when I did go traveling and I saw those machines, it was like always his ghost coming back. Like, yep, if you work really hard, you can be this, too. You know, So I just I want it to be for something and not for nothing. If that makes any sense. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well shoot, man. I'm all I'm all jacked up. I got on Fumi's show, man. I, I I love I love you talking on uh growing with fishes, man. You always got some funny oh, shit true. to say. Uh, I really appreciate you, Cap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great to hear you talking. I like to see you in the chat. And uh I'm just I'm so honored to be on your show, Fumi. Like, Fumidor, you, you're a great man. And uh, the rest of you guys, thank, thanks for letting me uh, talk your ear off. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna go hang out with my wife. Our baby just went to sleep a little while ago. But uh, I truly appreciate the time on this show. And thanks for posting up my uh, Instagram for a second there, man. I saw that. But uh, much love, one love. Y'all stay up. And uh, I'll try to sign off on this thing because I've never, ever been on the show before. So uh, I'll probably yeah, right fumble through this for a second. But... Bottom right corner, dude. All right. What's Thank up? you so much. Y'all have a good dude, night. Have a good one. Peace, Garchi. Yeah. yeah, later, brother. I'll see you on the chat. Cool, man. Uh, good example of people hopping on and shooting the shit. Yeah, Just have a little bit of time. If somebody wants to hop on, there's a little bit of time left. We might do last call here soon, but... Uh, Pop the fuck on. Scissor hash. What's that, Smash? Scissor hash. <laughs> Pardon me? <laughs> I like scissor hash. Some of it's not the best, but some of it's real tasty. Oh, I love scissor hash. I was when I was just about to start coughing. I was going to say, like, scissor hash is the one thing that you can't take away from growers. It's like the the grower luxury baller thing. You know, like, how do I put this? I have these, I guess, I, I don't know. I guess you can do it. Actually, live resin weed. hash. Dude, it's yeah. live resin hash. So, like, one of the reasons why I chop my weed, you can actually already see it there. Uh, there's just a bunch of, like, sticky, like, all that brown shit. The, the scissors themselves are covered, covered in, like, pink fluorine coat coating or whatever the fuck it is. Anyway, um, that brown stuff is just hash, hash, and a little bit of leaves. And every once in a while, you guys probably see me kind of pull some off, and then I just kind of create like little snakes of live resin. You know what I mean? And uh, 
how do I put this? Like no one else is ever going to sell you that. But as you're trimming, especially fresh weed, like that, that resin basically is ready to smoke. Eh, sometimes it's a little bit wet. Sometimes it has to dry out a little bit. But basically, oftentimes, especially when it's like off the, yeah. the dry rack, it's ready to smoke. You can like basically just put little uh, snakes of it in your freaking bowl or put it in a joint. Oh my God, it's so flavorful. It's just so ripped. Yeah. It's so good. In Michigan at the clubs like GC3, uh, people would actually sell their scissor hash. And it was like $5 a gram. And I would go through all of it. And it's like, okay, this one's hard. Set it to that side. This one's soft. I'll take this. This one's soft. I'll take this. And you just go through the whole room. And it was 5 to $8 a gram because, you know, people were blowing it at that time, mm -hmm. making shatter wax crumble. It, no one wanted scissor hash except for the old stoners. You know, another thing I've been seeing a lot, Captain, uh, well, actually one person particularly, Lavender in her eyes keeps the bracts in, mm -hmm. in, in, in like, content, like, full right. form and then she like packages the little bracts up of each plant wow she's next level i've been saying that uh, uh the, all the chode bros and the dudes and the fucking the the guys that can barely like shave and can barely wear pants and stuff that are like weed guys <laughs> in the, the, the whole scene they should be careful because the chicks are gonna just clown all over them like they're gonna do shit like that where they keep all the bracts and keep all their freaking pink pistols and whatever the fuck yeah like their, their attention to detail will be next level. They're all brats. <laughs> How the fuck do you separate those? She kills it, man. She really does. Yeah. How do you separate those without breaking your trichomes off? That's what I want to know. Well, she probably breaks the trichomes off, but she's basically, as she's trimming them, I, I oftentimes have like little stems. I've been meaning to take pictures of mine. I don't know if you guys can see this, but, you're not but anyway, there's like four bracts on there. Oh, they're like two dog hairs. <laughs> well, we were speaking of dog hairs, weren't we? Um, right. It's okay. They're good for you. They, they have uh, high nitrogen. Um, high nitrogen. I'm going to say. They, I mean, they don't like or something. So we're gonna say they repel cats or something. I don't know, but I guess to say, I, okay, now you can see this, so you can see dog hairs and all. Um, pull that off. Uh, can you see that? So you know, as I was trimming, I was like, oh, there's like four bracts on there. I'm just getting a dog here. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Fucking goddamn what dogs. Anyway, um, was it gonna say? Uh, you, you know, you can just pull those off, basically. So that's probably what she did. She wasn't trying to. I would imagine, uh, like, do a full-on macro. She's just doing, like, a distance shot. Yeah, she probably uses it as an exacto. You don't even have to do that, honestly. Like, let me see here. Do I want to just, yeah, I could. I don't really care about these anymore. You just get little tweezers. And you just, can you see the tweezers? Yes, you can see the little tweezers. And you just pull the, so these are fine tweezers. You see them? Uh, you can just basically pull a little bract off. There we go. So that, and then you put it in the jar like that, and no one would even know that you touched it from the, the bottom because yeah. I've touched it from the bottom. It's just interesting to see someone do something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it is. That's what I'm saying. It's like attention to detail. How many people would basically think like, okay, I got to get some tweezers. I got to do this, and I got to do that for 300 bracts to fill a Not jar. me. 
Not yeah, here, all my... right here. Not this guy, right but here. But then again, mm-hmm. now we're talking about it for 10 minutes because it was super ultra baller. You know what I mean? So it's one of those all things. my breaks go into anything that it's either going to get cooked or washed. So I just put it in all the shrimp. I leave little butt like, like I filled up this little thing. It's not the biggest jar, but it's, but I, uh, I keep the smaller nugs and I, I literally freeze them with the trim and I'll, and I'll wash it. I mean, those bracts, I guess I don't have anything right now. Uh, I mean, any nug will have, like if you get a nug that big, it'll have one, two, three, four, five, like eight or thousand bracts on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So as you're trimming, depending on how you're trimming, I mean, I don't know, everyone trims differently, but let's say you're trimming I don't know. I mean, I guess I trim big nugs, so I guess I, I don't really. I just trim them off the branch and then pull some bracts off. So I'm just trying to visualize how you would do that. I don't know. Maybe you're trying to pull off uh, uh, joint size nugs. Maybe you want to pull off, like maybe you're trimming for joint size nugs. I always nugs leave those little nugs. always leave the little bracts. I, 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 I go off to little, like, say, I, about one gram of nugs. I, okay. I break everything down. And then, so I usually end up with a bunch of them going down the stem like that. Like, I'll just go yeah. up to the smallest bud. Same. When, like, I'm breaking up the stuff to roll joints, just like you be saying, like, I'll take a little joint size nug off and then you'll see a little bracket at the bottom of, like, where I just took a nug. Let's see what I mean. All she would have to do if she's, uh, she wouldn't even really have to be trimming that strain only. She could basically no, have, exactly. like, uh, three little uh, shot glasses or whatever, basically right next to her desk. Let's say she's just like me, basically sitting here talking to you guys and trimming all the time. And as she's, like you say, basically she rips off, uh, I don't know, two, three, four stems of those. <laughs> and now she's got like 40 of those brackets all in one little shot glass. She's got the other strain right next to it, the other strain right next to it. Over the course of a week of trimming, she's got basically those four jars or however many jars, actually it's like eight jars. do that. Even still, you see the amount of commitment, but still, like it, it's like it's it's a lot of work, but it, it it's not like rock, how do I put this? It's not rocket science work. It's yeah, easy. no, exactly. It's the kind yeah. of thing that you have to be committed to do. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Be careful because Precise people like her are going to clown over people. Oh yeah, oh, she pretty well is. I wish you guys pretty could well smell is. this. I really wish you guys could. Like, I wish we had smell vision. This is like. It's the pine one, but it's not just pine. And I notice that every time I just open it, it's like a sour pine. Oh, nice. I like it so much. I might smoke some. Let's smoke some. Let's see how it tastes. Um, This is Lake Tahoe from Best Coast Genetics. I definitely want to try growing this again. This is going to be on the retry list. And if anyone wants to try them, they're only $30 seeds on seeds here now. And then there's codes all over the place. I use Dude Grows, Jeff's, Adam Dunn's. I switch up between the content creators just so everyone gets a little bit of credit. It's cool that you can get cheap uh, seeds that are pretty decent. Best Coast to me is pretty good. They do. And then there's another one, I think. Spitfire, maybe something like that. Um, they have this why so jelly. I've seen them grown a couple of times, and everyone says, like, even though they're cheap, they're they're good. Um, I'm Rasta Jeff was talking about this the other day. He's like, I don't try to do something crazy for my seeds. 80 bucks is what I sell them for. And he's like, I sometimes think people 
people think I my my seeds are cheap because seeds here now just started to like you look like at the highest prices and there's four or five hundred dollar seeds. You know what I mean? Um, exotic does a baller box for like five grand or something like that. So, holy cow! What's in the baller box? Shit, let's look. Baller shit. It's like the whole. Oh, it's these boxes he posts on on Instagram where it's like all the different packs and stuff. Those are crazy. Yeah, yeah. When he does a drop, he he makes a whole baller box of like the the drop, so you get everything in that oh, drop. Oh, now I get it. Now I get it. All right. Wow. And they probably sell out. The dude could the dude every, like every time. Yeah, for sure. Right? So. Here, I'm just going to pull up strains under $30 so we can... Like you said, if people will pay it, you're a fool not to fucking ask it because you're just leaving it on the table otherwise. Dude, that's what I've oh, learned with is... Exotic. Honestly, I say that with Exotic. Like, I know that I probably wouldn't pay 5000 bucks. I have to be fucking frank. Right now, I probably... I don't imagine... Ma'am, even If, if were somebody's willing to pay it, though, why not? But somebody's willing to pay, and I have to be honest. Like exotic Mike's shit is good. Like I've seen that myself. Like I like his weed. I've put. Uh, I don't have any of his stuff growing right now, but I, you know, sooner or later, I'm gonna basically pop a little bit. And next time the Indo Expo or something comes up, I'll probably go buy another pack because basically my slot in the garden for exotics. This has nothing to do with his. He's got a lot of amazing shit. This has nothing to do with his growing, but my slot in his garden is all the dessert shit. So basically, I know that I can put like a strawberries and cream or whatever, and it's just going to be like my, oh, fuck, whatever. I just want to relax and smoke a joint that tastes like goddamn whatever, strawberry cheesecake candy from Willy Wonka's factory or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's basically for me. And so for me, like, dude, I'm happy paying the price. Like, 250 bucks, dude, I'll take it. Oh, I know it's consistent and consistently good. That's pretty good for Irie, dude. Pretty 18 true. bucks. Yeah. So uh, how do I put this? It's really taught me the value of value in seeds and how the value of value is completely subjective. Um, well, it's not completely subjective because there is the proof like exotics got a track record of awesomeness. You know what I mean? But it is still subjective because like you have to be into that stuff. So for example, um, Mean Gene or somebody, that's somebody that I probably would pay good money for, for seeds. I haven't actually bought any Mean Gene seeds, but I probably would for uh, what Freeborn Selection. I probably would because everything that I've tried from the, the Black Lamb Reserve, the Pinot, um, I guess I've tried some, I've tried to smoke some of the other, I've grown through some other stuff, the Black Lamb Reserve and the Pinot mainly, but I've smoked the root beer and a few other things and I've loved all of it basically. So that's the kind of thing, like I, I'm into that kind of expression of weed. I would probably pay for that. I would probably hate myself for paying 400 bucks, but I would probably grow it and then never think about the price again. You know what I mean? Because the weed would be so fucking good. And that's where it comes back. Like you grow the exotic or you grow the, 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 the freeborn or whatever. And you, you might you hate yourself for the price that you paid until you grow the weed. And you're like, oh, never mind. That was yeah. absolutely worth it. Like each seed is worth it. You know what I mean? All right. So I have the player boxes up. I mean, there's different ways to look at it, right? Like some people will say there's no such thing as a $5,000 box of seeds. I get it. But. Oh, I get it hand. on the five thousand, but like uh, two hundred and fifty. Said, I mean, that's only twenty five dollars a seat. I mean, that's not that crazy. You this one, I would 5, think was about five hundred seats or something. So this is yeah. like the player, but got it. That's a little more reasonable. So it's like once you reverse it, like twenty packs of seeds. They're like yeah, ten, yeah. twelve uh, packs each. 
So that that makes actually a lot more sense. Yeah. This uh, one is yeah, a pretty good rest. deal. Yeah. Not the worst, not the bad, not the bad of a deal, really. All his runs crosses and stuff like. And no wonder the guy a, fucking sells out. So he knows what he's doing. It's yeah. a decent deal when you're getting everything. Dude, it's a decent you know deal in I general. Mean. I've seen people drop. I've seen. I've, yeah, I've that's never yeah, that's that's, that's you're looking. I've at seen the people drop two grand at a booth. Yeah. That's twelve packs of seeds there, and you're getting twenty straight up. Right. Each yeah. is a ten pack. Freebies are three packs. And yeah, I bet you it comes fat with freebies. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna come fat with freebies too. So, so GMO with the bonus packs. Yeah, that was. We looked at me and me and I went to the same thing. Prism. <laughs> no, he's he's killing it absolutely. And that's the thing. Like you have to pay attention every time you say, "Oh, fucking seeds are such and such a like." I'd be willing to bet that. Yeah, and that's that that's what I thought when I, that's what I thought when I was signing up for the multi pass, and then mm-hmm. here I am now laughing about it later. Like it was a great idea, like one of each pack. So a hundred and five total seeds for a seven hundred mm-hmm. or seven. Yeah, you guys see. So I mean, see, there's a ton of you, people that. Go ahead. Really like that breeder? It's understandable oh, sure. to do something like that. You know what I mean? Fuck it. I buy totally buy that for Subcool. Hmm. If Subcool had had a pack like that, I would have bought that in a second. I don't know if there would be. I the only thing I probably would do right now if if I could have got if I was smart enough to buy the Ethos, like I seen it and it was like two hundred bucks, and I didn't pull the trigger. I'm pissed about it, but like. I don't think the player boxes. I'm not really into one breeder that much, unless it was like a Thug Pug player box with like, like school well, like you peanut said butter. You seed. like to try a lot of random stuff. Your your whole thing is you kind of like to try random things. There's a, a different aspects, a different experience where you you're basically like, okay, the rainbow chip crosses. Basically, like, all right, I want to see everything that comes out of that rainbow chip cross. And you know, like uh, he might not be here right now, but Pixel Monkey, he's setting up a, a grow in I don't remember the Midwest somewhere. Um, Oklahoma or wherever, wherever he is, but uh, you know he's going to literally probably fill up a couple rooms. He's going to probably plant six hundred or twelve hundred seeds. Like that's very, that's within the ballpark. You know, I mean, I don't know what his numbers are, but that's within the ballpark. So he's going to be like, dude, I, I I would like to see a room that's pretty similar, pretty stable, stretches about the same. We were just talking earlier, like you want to predict, you know, weight and everything else. So you're like, all right, I don't want to have a lot of different kind of strong heights or whatever. I want to have kind of the complementary lighting kind of covering everything. So I want to have basically the same dad and a bunch of different moms. Like I can totally see Pixel Monkey walking up to Exotic Mike or, you know, calling up to CT now or whatever. Just like, dude, give me that pack. Germinating everything, blowing up a room of that and then basically harvesting and, and fucking laughing honestly because again like all of that stuff would stretch about the same and yet have different expressions because you'd have the skittles and the gelato and whatever other crosses were in there uh how do i put this um everything would be similar within a ballpark and you'd be able to like, pick uh, winning phenotypes so i'm going to show you something tell me if you would buy it no um, this is he says no, no. Do you fuck with Skunk House at all? I don't know them. Haven't yet. I know the name vaguely. No, no I've only heard you talk about them, to be honest with you. Mm. Mac Burger. Is this he the dude that the bred the, uh, was he the dude that bred the, the Donnie Burger you were saying or something? Yeah, he does all those crosses. Donnie mm. Burger. He, um, 
the Larry cake, wedding cake, Larry OG. Mm. He did, he did a bunch of stuff. Like I really like him. Honestly, um, this is a little pricey. I didn't pay this much cause I got mine at, and honestly, the other way to do it is go to events when you can, you can get seeds cheaper from the person. Um, that's the way I like doing it. And I like meeting people. Skunk house was wicked cool. Um, even dank desert was really cool when I met him. Um, I met Duke diamond before that was pretty cool. I didn't buy anything for Duke. I actually didn't really buy any seeds that year. I actually bought more. I wanted more oil. I wanted to try the oil from all over the state that year. You know what I mean? But like they it was like illegal. Not they, you weren't supposed to sell anything inside of there, so it was like it was like a, a wicked weird system. Like it was so dumb. This year, I'm definitely going to buy some Miss Jill beans when I see her. Um, I'm probably gonna grab the purple purple Afghani. Um, I might grab another pack of Jilly bean seeds because I don't have any left. Um, yeah, I'm hoping I have that tire fire fino i'm gonna try bringing it with me um to see if they get the i'm not gonna give them any hints or anything i'm gonna be like miss jill tell me what you smell out of this because right. i don't know because i've get like sweet tires now like you know when you go into like a tire depot and it doesn't smell like rubber it kind of smells like new rubber mm, that's cool so we'll see. Notice women like it when you come up to them and like smell this, like right? Smell my finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah but no, it's like, it smells it. like a tire fire, right? I can't do a jar of weed. I'm not gonna say here, do my finger. <laughs> I would give Fumi like a jar of weed. Be like, here, smell this. Tell me. I don't like telling people what I smell first, but I'll just be like, here, what do you smell? You can what totally, I, you totally prime people with it. I. I, I stopped telling people like right. when it was a berry, what type of berry I expected it to be and waited to hear what they said first because you can totally prime them. You can just load them up and you, you tell them cherry lemonade, they're going to smell cherry lemonade. And, yeah. But you don't and they'll give you something weird and different. They'll be like, I smell raspberries and with a, oh, some blueberries in the back and something totally different nothing anybody else said and they'll give you something totally different if you don't prime them but as soon as you prime them oh yeah i totally get that i totally get that oh dear yeah yeah we're very agreeable hey guys i'm gonna have to get going here right on captain 420 nice captain 420 how can people find you if you want to be found man People can find me on Ohio's underscore Captain Dank uh, on IGA, and uh, I'm sorry about my computer uh, crashing on me there about an hour and a half ago, so I lost chat, but I have to run. You guys all have a wonderful night. Thanks for having me on again, and uh, peace and love, people. Enjoy. Good night, brother. Well, I guess, uh, I don't know, gentlemen, what do you think? I think last call. Are last we gonna call. Make, yeah. uh, are we going to make the last uh, 420 or the next 420? It's or uh, 24 minutes away. 
<laughs> we'll, we'll probably blow right by talking, but I mean, hey, probably. Seriously, Ian, we have just a couple more minutes on the West Coast. Fuck, on the Best Coast time, just say happy birthday. Happy birthday, Ian. Cheers, dude. Uh, many happy more, many returns. What do you say for birthday people anymore? Don't catch COVID. Um, more weed. Yeah. I mean, I really smoke weed every day. Hopefully, with this birthday, you'll. Appreciate better TV. Better TV, uh, like uh, what? What was he appreciating that you thought was stupid? Oh well, no, no, no. See, it was he. He didn't appreciate the uh, expanse. He did. That's right. He was making fun yes, of the expanse. Yes, and, yes, uh, yes. We almost banned him. That's right. We did almost ban him. Um, we, we we were really close, really close there. But I mean, we pulled back. As I recall, he was saying there, that the show lacked depth. Uh, yeah. that uh, he thought the proto-molecule was stupid. He may have been trolling us a little bit, but... Uh, perhaps, perhaps. You know. Might have been. By the way, there's apparently only going to be one season left, which is kind of disappointing. I was oh. like, I was hoping there were going to be two, but one season. Mm. I'll take it, but... Geez. If we make enough noise, they might get us to give us one or two more. I think so. We make enough you noise. I wonder if it has something to do with the, the Martian dude. I even hate to say his name, uh, Alex. Oh, yeah, Alex. Yeah. Apparently, he was uh, he was the gropey kind. He was the uh, the rapey, gropey kind, evidently. Oh, he, no. He's out. Ah, he had to die, eh? Mm. Can you believe that shit? Like, dude, you had a good thing going, and you had to be a rapey, like, fucker. Like, uh. Even if you were a rapey fucker, like, I just, I don't know. I understand rapey fuckers. Like, even if you were a rapey fucker, like, wouldn't you just keep it to yourself? Wouldn't that get you into a position you didn't need to be a rapey fucker? Then I guess if you weren't a rapey fucker, then you wouldn't be in that. So it's technically the 4th, so happy 4th of July. Not yet, man. You're one minute early. Are you a Russian spy? No, but I'm ahead of us. It's 11.59. Yeah, but I'm ahead of you guys. You're three o'clock, three hours early. Never mind. All right, yeah. 3 a.m. I was like, no, no, it doesn't work. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's like, no, it's the not. West Coast, we're still celebrating the uh, July 3rd. We are, what? No, we're still independent. I don't even know when. I'm, I'm, like, oh, no, I'm with you. Good. I'm with you, Smash. It's one here. Yeah. Well, but you're doing American. You're just like, that's the American anti-English right. holiday. That's right. No, but I got two brothers and sisters that live in the U.S. of A. All right? I see. Actually, Wes, do the can- Canadians celebrate the 4th? No, we don't. Not really? Really, no. no, they're not allowed. They, you we're allowed to. You can. You know, I mean, don't if you want to, you can. You have your what own would you celebrate? What would you celebrate? Yeah. But it's not the yeah, first. Yeah, it's the first. It's the first. They've uh, canned it on the first. Oh, Which whatever. We didn't it's the same really shit. First and fourth. Now it's midnight. Yeah. This is the kind of fun conversation that I've had with, like, with other people. You know, we'll be like... Uh, Americans will wish each other happy 4th of July. And, you know, we know what we're talking about because that's the name of the holiday. But then, like, I don't know, a Canadian person or a European person will be like, well, okay, happy 4th to me, too. And you're like, what do you mean? Happy <laughs> to and you're like, but what are we celebrating? We're like, uh, Independence Day. Well, you should have called it Independence Day, not the 4th of July. And we're like, what do you mean? It's I can't right. drink to that. <laughs> right? So, yeah, like, we'll- like, yeah, I'll celebrate the 4th as a day. Cinco de Mayo. I like Cinco de Mayo. It's apparently kind of a made-up day anyway. It's yeah, pretty much. 
It sounds I mean, like it is the fifth of May, but it always seemed like a beer maker's best friend, like a Mexican beer maker's best friend. You know what I mean? It was too. Hi, like, yeah, like Valentine's <laughs> Day. You know, Valentine's Day really isn't Valentine's <laughs> Day. Fucking, they want you to buy cards and roses. That's when they sell I'm you candy and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and wasn't St. Valentine's like a total asshole too? Like he skinned people or something? Hold on a second. Maybe he wasn't the asshole, but uh, he wasn't like lovey-dovey. <laughs> Cut out their hearts. <laughs> something like that, dude. Hold on. Cut out their hearts and then he fed it to them. I'm getting closer to like that's another West Act, just so you guys know. Then there was a Saint Valentine's Day massacre. Mm. So Saint Valentine, known as uh, such and such, so and so, known as Saint Valentine, was a third-century Roman saint commemorated in Western Christianity on February 14th and in Eastern Orthodoxy on July 6th. Uh, he was a clergyman who ministered to persecuted Christians. He was martyred and his body buried at uh, something or other in Via Flamina. Blah, 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 blah. What was the terrible thing that happened to him? I don't remember. Maybe nothing. Actually, maybe nothing. You know what? Maybe I got him somebody else. Maybe St. Valentine's was totally cool. All right. I'll take it back. Yeah, that's fine. I was thinking about somebody else who was like a total bastard. And we're like lionizing. Well, there's a whole bunch of them over there. There's a whole bunch of his buddies hiding out, you know. Right. Yeah. Dude, what is it? Saint Bartholomew, the one that like uh carries his skin. <laughs> I got a skin carrying one? I was way too powerful me. No, wait, Saint Bartholomew. Okay, come on. St. Bart's, I hear that's a fucking fantastic beach. I'm realizing I've never been there. Trouble spelling St. Bartholomew. All right. I'm apparently not very good at old Hebrew. Man, where the fuck is Google? You should have got to the St. Bar and it should have like popped it up for you. What the fuck? Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Who was the skinned apostle? Do we had um... uh, a skin saint? Uh, this dude right here. Who's that? Oh, it is Saint Bartholomew. He was a stone. Alert! I'm going to show a stone statue. This is not real. This is a stone statue. But this is a sculpture of Saint Bartholomew carrying his own fucking skin. Mm, you know, carries his own skin as a sukuna femur. Sukuna is a vampire. It lives in the Caribbean. It sheds its skin at night, and that's when it goes out to suck the blood. It likes to eat cows oh. and people and whatnot. Yeah, man. And the skin so is in there. You, when you find the skin, you have to put salt in the skin, and that's how you mm. kill a sucking Yeah, man. Mm. So this happened recently in Massachusetts. What if you find just the sucking and not the skin? Could you, like, throw I don't know, man. You run. Run, you run, boy. Yeah, you better, you better. Maybe that's where the kids go. No, I'm just that's a stupid joke. Maybe, well, maybe the so ones that basically didn't Nijimono. listen to us and they're still listening, they're not 21. Exactly, they're so can I come for you right now? Look behind you. Yeah, so, um, I guess 
I don't really know. I read into it. 11 people got arrested, 11 guys. Um, they were traveling on I-95, apparently going to Maine from Rhode Island to Maine for training, and they were part of some sovereign citizen or some bullshit group. Um, <laughs> they were all armed. They, yeah, they were all <laughs> they were all armed. They all were wearing tactical gear. Um, all of them had mullets. <laughs> no, I think I think they were. And why um, you got hit mullets like that, man? <laughs> no, I don't even think they might. I think only a couple were white. Sovereign yeah. citizens. Um, I'm trying to figure out. They're part of some organization. In um, fans of Trump. Right? No, <laughs> Venn diagram circle. <laughs> the fuck was the name of the group? Talkers. Rise of the Moors. So let's look what this is. Sound like a fine group of gentlemen, right? Absolutely. I was gonna say those Standing people parking handicap spaces. Exactly. <laughs> they shoot you for parking handicap spaces. This is what, according, more sovereign citizens movement, independent organization, and lone individuals that emerged in the early 1990s as an offshoot of the anti-government sovereign citizen movement, which believe that individual citizens hold sovereignty over probably the U.S. federal, blah, blah, blah. So, so yeah, the they were... These complete <laughs> fucking idiots? Yeah, that's what they were. Good luck with that, guys. Um, yeah. yeah. Tell so me how it goes. They stopped on the road and they were like gassing up with their own gas, like from in the car, and like, and they were like armed and tactical gear on the side of the highway type shit. Like, I don't know how you didn't think you weren't gonna get arrested. <laughs> like, what? What? Like, what they do you were think? People for a like, fight, man. They were itching for a battle. Did no shots were fired. <laughs> the cops were probably smart enough not to. Fuck. Yeah, in the end, no shots were fired. They all had (laughs) weapons, supposedly. Are you sure there was mixed races in the vehicle? I was just going to (laughs) say, were there any black people? Because I think it would have gone differently. I don't know. I don't know know where things are heading. There's so many of this kind of wackadoo shit. It's just more every day. And it comes up on the show. You know what I mean? It's like a weed show. And we're like, we're talking about. Well, it happened in my hometown. My home city. I know, I, I get it, man. I get it. I don't blame you for bringing it up because this shit happens. That's what I'm saying. It's like everywhere now, you know. Dude, Portland was like ground zero for some of the weird, crazy shit. Of course, yeah, everybody thought did. Portland was like on fire. It definitely wasn't. You know, it was it was like a different kind of ground zero. That was part of the paradox. Like I could drive downtown and in a very, very, very narrow window of like one block, about two blocks long by one block wide, there's like a city park where there were protests. And that's where you could see all the weird fights with the fucking right wing and the left wing, this and that. The rest of the city was fucking normal. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's burning down and the buildings are falling over. Everyone's oh yeah, well I need groceries. Fuck off. 
So this is the best pictures I can find. Dude, I did actually, by the way, I was driving through, I was, I was completely oblivious and I, I wasn't paying attention to where I was. And I happened to drive by as the cops were ransacking a car. I don't know why they were ransacking it, but literally there were about 10 cops around this freaking car. And as I'm driving by, I kind of driving slowly because I realized where the fuck I am. I'm like, oh, I should probably turn now. I was basically coming down to fourth and basically fourth and third was kind of like a little bit no-go zone. So I was like, oh, it's time to go now. But as I'm driving by, I'm like, why the fuck are these guys ransacking this car? And as I'm driving by, every single cop, every single cop stopped, looked at me and was like kind of, what? As I was driving by, and I was just like, Dude, "This is some okay. weird shit right now." Like, I'm leaving now. You know what I mean? Yep. Nope. I'm leaving exponentially. Okay. Right. Goodbye. Yeah, that note, a little bit that faster. Occupied zone and stuff was like I don't know. Was that still going on? Not really. There's some tents and stuff, but it was in the media. I think that was completely um, like almost everything was reported out of context. I want to say. Because how do I put this, like, uh, the fact that everyone was saying that there was gigantic fights and this is that. I don't know, like, people were man, fist fighting put, all. They got to put 10 on 20, man, to sell something, man. Like, they got to spice it up, man. They got to, man, it's always the same shit. Well, I watched it from a couple different angles, too. Um, it's not to say there wasn't a lot of crazy shit that happened. Like, oh, there was shit going on. Sure. Throwing, they were throwing tear gas every single night. Uh, there yeah. were some fist fights between like the Proud Boys and the, I can't even remember all the different groups. Like, I, I follow this one guy that I guess I'm not going to say right now, but I follow a guy on, on uh, Instagram and he's been kind of involved in a lot of these, these protests. And um, through the whole process, he's been like involved in some of all the fights. So, so I, don't, I guess I don't want to get into it more of how, how I've looked at the, the whole process. You're involved in all the fights. You start becoming part of the problem. I see it. Like, no comment. Sorry. No, no comment. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, but basically, like I've gotten to see at least a little bit of it from a somewhat of an inside perspective. But even that has been so, so, so limited. It's to the point that it's like 100 people all basically fucking with each other on Instagram. You know what I mean? So, like, even that, though, has been taken completely out of uh, proportion. You'd think it's this. Nationwide movement of hatred and you know, a couple of codes fighting with some anti codes. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Sad dudes arguing with a bunch of other sad dudes. I hate it. I hate it, dude. And people just can't let live, like uh, live and let live, you know? Yeah, man. We have nine minutes. Get ready. Right. By the way, I'm smoking sour Morgana. People should smoke more sour margana. Because I feel like they would feel less stupid shit. I am on the lilac diesel watermelon Skittles tonight. Yeah, yeah. Ethos. And I, you know, I was thinking about it. Um, I was thinking about I was thinking about Ethos Colin, and we were talking about the dog thing. And uh I was I was thinking there is a few contexts that I would be okay with somebody striking a dog. And that's a dog has actually bit them and drawn blood. Like if at that point, I, I, I'd say all bets are off with that dog. It, it, it's no longer, it doesn't deserve the. Uh, if it's a random dog attacking, I'm sorry, I'm getting that thing off me. What's that? If there's like a random, not even just dog, if an animal just attacks me. Oh, you yeah, gotta yeah. Get it no, off. but you wouldn't you wouldn't get charged for anything like that. That's I don't think that's anything to do with what it was. 
So that, that's yes. the thing. Oh, he actually got charged for it? I think so. Uh, that's that's what it comes up in the. I don't want to swear to it because I don't know the whole. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, okay. Honestly, allegedly. it comes up less in the chat. I have to be honest. Yes, it's one of those allegedly things. But the people in the chat were fairly uh, emphatic that Adam, it was a real thing that happened. You know. What? Uh, yeah, I never even. So heard that puts of a it, different so. color on things. You know, I don't know. I mean, people change, right? I mean, they change throughout their life. But... Yeah, no, no, they're one hundred percent. People change. I, I hope everybody changes and evolves. I hope, I hope, I hope nobody is stuck in the in one static sense. Because there's, we all could use, we could all could use change. Um, but like, I, I mean, yeah, like there's a couple circumstances I could see it. I could see it happen. Maybe the dog was just a fucking evil dog too. There's dogs like that too. Like the dog could have just been an evil dog running around biting people too. There is a, there. I have met dogs like that, evil ass little dogs that just. Uh, my dog. I don't, know. I don't want to speculate. Like I think it had a little bit more to do with more more than that. I think it was more of a little yeah, bit of like well, a situation. But I can show you the <laughs> PHO. We can change. Well, at least Michael Vick's dogs wanted to fight. <laughs> All right. So I got some more BHO. If I can get it to show up. Like stand in front of it. They've heard, cleaned up the colors on that. I remember when BHO looked just so like yellow and oily and stuff, and now it looks like beautiful rust. Yeah, they did a well, good no job. Well, no surprise. Farmex has been talking about all the crazy shit they do. You need to invite Farmex back on. He's so busy that he's like, he needs to be invited these days. I like, yeah, he's I like the him. original. He was one of the original, the OGs on this show, man. And now he's so fancy. Eric, yeah, he used to come on all the time. He's busy as shit. It's basically him and like, probably he and his, I don't even know if his business partner is still with him anymore. Uh, Knowing him, it's basically like him and one other person doing like 15 people's jobs. Yeah. Always very busy. He was in the middle of a bunch of legal stuff too, and we're like, we were like, he would jump on, and he'd be like, "Yeah, we have right. paperwork going in, and we're about right. to go legal, and we right. knew it was coming up." And like now that he's legal, we barely get to see him. Right. It happens, man. Yeah, it jumps on for Mila or whatever, and that's about it. I was watching. Um, By the way, we need to have Mila back on. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. I'm, I'm into the book and I like it. There's some uh, really good uh, parts. So I want to. I want to. Let me finish the thing because I, I like. There's already. I already got a few really good uh, questions. So like, yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Enough. I guess I. Let's just say she got. The, she got an argument with her. With her. With her. With her new. Her newer husband in the book. Uh, after she convinces him to uh, move, uh, leave everything behind in Hall and move back to India. Uh, with them to open a school for uh, for kids and she puts him outside uh, they get in a fight she he he goes to sleep on the patio she she's she's like whatever she she's like I had banished him out there and I guess two two black panthers show up on the uh, patio while he's sleeping out there yeah and she thought he was fucking with them and like yeah, I guess these I guess these Panthers were just going nuts. Yeah, and some other some other really interesting stuff in the book. This book's really good, man. Actually, really good book. I just uh, pick pick away that few pages and I fucking uh, really really good book. Really good book. 
she led a quite the interesting life. Sounds like a dude. Yeah. yeah. I would like to have her back on. She was interesting as hell. And she's and always fun to talk to. Pictures and in the book. Too. She was a looker, too. She was a real good looking. I'm trying to think. I'm hungry. Whole goddamn evening of smoking joints. Um, we're gonna have to have a talk, uh, like one of these days, about the the the, the problems of smoking and stuff. Like I noticed that Wessingen basically never coughs, but here's me like freaking cheaping joints and coughing like a like a like a total idiot. Uh, how do I put it? Uh, whatever. We're we're gonna get into some uh, uh, hopefully less like guesstimation with this like hopefully we'll actually have some folks that will actually be able to talk to us about this uh if not on the air they might at least be able to send us some sources hopefully in the future uh as to do with like new research with all this stuff like it's fucking intriguing like weed, weed we... is good but it's not all good you know what i mean like you th there are better ways to consume it and worse you know what i mean like that's a real a reality of life you know what i mean? need so to like, make more edibles again hmm. just need to make more edibles Myself, we should just ever make spam Raw's comments and see if we can get them on. One of like who? a paper, well, like a, someone that makes papers. Hmm. I don't like Raw. Yeah, whatever company, I don't care. It would be cool to have I'm someone that actually. Funny, I just like, like I literally like I kind of don't like like them because every time I use their papers, the papers burn black. See, I've always Fuck, liked dude. them. Apparently they come from different factories. So like I guess the ones that I get are just always the shittier factory. Yeah, I only got I only if I look on the back and it, it's gotta say from Spain. There's Spain Mine factory. Always say from China. That's the other thing. My Ross yeah, and has to say from Spain. From China. So that's I've the thing. Like that. if it were from from Spain still, I'd probably still smoke it. But yeah, like every time I get like raw tips. In fact, tonight, I, well, I just ran out. But uh, the elements are uh, definitely China. Yeah, I, I think the element. They used to be France. Fuckers. Smoking. Literally, France. Smoking. They're still from Alcatraz. You see, he owns. Fuck, a bunch of blunt companies. He owns a ton of shit. Like, if you really like, like, he goes over all the stuff he actually owns, and it's pretty amazing. Nothing about that is that impressive. I mean, once you get the, the foot in the door, you basically take over all those brands. You know? That's actually, I, I have to be honest, that's one of the problems because like when you, when you like, whatever, let's get into it a different day. Um, did we miss it? Fucking 420. Cheers. 420 right now. Cheers. Cheers, folks. Um, I used to like this. I don't mean a rag on a, a brand. You know, a lot of people like, like brand. I, I have had less affinity with that brand. You know, obviously with that. I used to smoke zigzags. Which annoys me because I have a, I, I guess I'm not going to show it because the chick is dressed somewhat inappropriately, but uh, I have a raw rolling tray. Dude, he always makes the coolest bags. I want his backpack. It's smell proof and stuff and it's padded. He always has the coolest accessories. What do I, Except I'm for thinking. it says raw right on it. So what's the point of having it smell proof at that point? Well, he has incognitos, and then he has, like, non-incognito. 
Is the raw Velcro like detachable? So, anyway, ladies and you gentlemen, stick a big Christian cross on there. I want to get you sponsored. Gotta do you got a Chris like um the Jesus fish? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> smuggle your like take a Bible like with nobody. you and smuggle whatever you need in your Bible. That's obviously the way. That's it. Big old family Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and I wish I was. I wish I smoked enough dabs that like Doctor Dabber would send me a switch. Is that I how one of them? Like you, 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 like level up in your life, and once you've smoked like a million dabs, Doctor Dabber just gets a, an email like, "Oh, smash just oh, smoked wow. one million dabs." In smash. We we heard you could we could dab you harder. That's it. I see. What I mean, how to. Most sponsorships are, I guess, products end up happening like that. Like, I've had a couple companies hit up my, not this Instagram, because it's obviously like nothing now, but like my other Instagram companies would hit me up and be like, you want to try this? I'd be like, nah, sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> That's how I got some of the tips and I didn't pay for any of the vapes I have. Um... I've actually one of the best little oil vapes I've ever had was made by Cooley. Um, it was like the one I think Captain has. It's just a little coil, uh, quartz coil wrapped in a. So you, yeah, and you just put a little oil in there and hit it. But I have a um, what's it called? The bud, a flower vaporizer. I just don't like vaping weed. It's just not for me. Maybe he's had a volcano. Was it was it worth <laughs> was it worth the was it worth the work to get something you don't use? You know, I didn't. Even, that's, well, that's, that's how it works. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. No, I mean, <laughs> you did because you probably had to make a video. I'm not, I'm not saying you did, but a lot of people do that. They'll get a lamp from some Chinese company that emails them. Do not get those emails all the time. And I just think to myself like pass you know i don't know like pass like i know i know how that light performs i know that that company doesn't actually care what their review is they really just want the youtube views so uh they have you buy a discounted amazon product that is inferior to almost anything else that you could buy on the market uh and then make a pretend video they don't give a shit what the result is it could be a, a fucking unicorn it could come out of your plant uh, the plants could be nice they could be not nice literally could unicorns could run across the garden and trample all the weed they don't give a shit they just want you to basically have some uh, views and then uh they move on they move on to the next person i don't know like yeah. I, i'm not i'm not criticizing anyone i'm just thinking to myself like i've decided not to do any sponsorships i've decided not to do like unless like a friend of the business like a friend of this show were to like say like oh like potent we have a coupon code from potent because potent is chill but like you know, I'm not gonna go and just for like 20 bucks a month, because that's the thing. Like you get like 20 bucks a month for some of these sponsorships. So like, what I'm gonna talk about so and so's such and such for five times every show for 20 bucks a month or something. Fuck off. It's, no, thank you. I have an affiliation. I have one affiliation with one company, and it's like a mushroom company that I support. You know what I mean? So like we talk back and forth, and they're like, "We'll give you a discount code." Um. And like I'm a considered an affiliate with them, you know what I mean? If I give it out, they'll actually kick me back a little bit, of, like a couple bucks here and there. That's cool. 
He's into really all cool. The, the, the sponsorship videos, you know, people. You know, I don't really have to make videos. No, I, I I dig it. I just I'm talking about like some of the stuff. I guess I don't see as much about it, of it as anymore. But I don't I know, know it's a lot of about. low. It's like low, low effort content that looks like yeah. high effort content. You know, and I'm not gonna point fingers or whatever. But there used to be a lot of people that do that did that, like open box videos and stuff. And it would be fine if it was cool stuff. But it was always just like swaggy trash from China. You know, like okay, there's. I'm not. I'm not bagging on China. Super light four thousand is delightful, but you don't want the trim daddy, bro. It's not the best China sending us. It's the shit that China's sending us. Yeah, I'm buying you a trim daddy. Yeah, they probably do. I don't know what it is. Nicely enough, in broken English, they'll send you burn a house down. You don't know what a trim daddy is? Oh man, somebody somebody posted a video on Instagram. Somebody that I actually follow and posted Instagram. They were like impressed. At the quality of their machine trimmer, and everything <laughs> came out like a monkey beat it with sticks. It just looked horrible. Oh my fucking god! Like you would have been better off beautiful. yelling at it. But you're beautiful I mean, to even butt through there. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was fast. <laughs> it is. It's quick, but it beats the shit out of the buds. I can do it just as fast with scissors. But this is a trim daddy. Um, it's literally electric man, that scissors. Looks like a cut fucking fingertip right there, man. Fuck no. Um, control speed. <laughs> I don't really get it. That's what Leon the professional does when he's trying to be quiet. I don't really Jesus. get it. You know what I mean? It like I can do the same thing, and I use I use heat. Well, Make sure the hospital has your blood type on the hand before you start. <laughs> <laughs> I do want. I do want to fuck with that herbs now. That's the one thing I will buy. The dryer. Um, Jack Greenstock was, a, he was like um, a hater on. He's like, nah, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. He tried it and he actually enjoys it. What's the point of it? Um, it just cuts for you. It's just auto snippers. I've seen them before. Yeah, it's like a dehum- dehydrator and it. Oh, apparently. Hold on, I'll show you. The herbs now, it's like a dryer. I'm even thinking like a guy that lives in LA, why would he need that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like LA's like here, it's like 30% still, humidity. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, like in Santa Monica and stuff, it'll be 70 degrees, but it'll still be like 50% humidity, like right yeah. by the water, maybe not, but. Where, where is this product? Here it is, I think. Oh, that reminds me of one of my favorite Pearl Jam songs from way back in the day. We don't hear enough about Pearl Jam. We need to bring yeah, Pearl this Jam. This is it, but um, where are you guys? Here you guys. Share. Crossover Pearl Jam Wu Tang extravaganza. This fucking thing. Oh, um, no. Dehydrator is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, but. Everyone yeah, that's used yeah, it says it's, it's not just a dehydrator. It's a dehydrator, but also more expensive. <laughs> what do they put? Some oh, wait, there's more money. <laughs> some bodego, <laughs> some bovedo bo- bo- bags <laughs> in the bottom, and now it regulates the humidity exactly. It's green 60%. now on the bottom. It's green. Yeah, it's uh, like the green. Well, the, 
And the That's what they say. Holder. It's a beef in it. Sukiyaki is shit. It would be great. <laughs> no. All right. It can't just be a dehydrator because that makes it, that would kill all the turps. Everyone that I've like talked to likes it. Like it, it says it keeps the shit. I'm not going to make any judgments on those people because I haven't smoked their weed. But I have to be honest with you. When I listen to people that would smoke I don't trust weed, like, these people, all right. Good. I'm not sure that I trust those people anymore. Yeah. I don't know. But we should do actually. I'm going to have I've been wrong before it. and I hope I'm wrong right? again. But I've like, definitely been wrong before. Yeah, like I wonder if it's just a bunch of. I wonder. I wonder what it is. Now I don't. It looks like a dehydrator. Yeah, dehydrator. But it looks exactly like a fruit dehydrator. I mean, dehydrated it fruit is the still. Like, I've dehydrated but... weed. The one, the, the weed that I like, do seeds. I dehydrate, like a little bit, just to dry out, to break it up, to get my seeds out. Um, but every like, I've heard more than one person like doubt this thing and say like it's it's i'm not gonna it's not gonna work it's not gonna work and they've put it up against their hang i mean maybe they suck at hang drying but like and they said it's worked to the point where they enjoy it kind of thing that nobody that i can think of that would uh, do that professionally would consider buying that uh, oh, so I, I don't see why you would spend money on something like that as a, an accessory to fix a problem. Yeah. Should I buy should I buy one of 100%. these things then? Hold I, on. I would save your money and buy something necessary in the grill that you've I want a dryer. Yeah. I don't know why you I want a dryer. Because no, hang drying's a pain in the balls. Why? why Take time. No. Uh, it makes a whole extra room. Just to dry. Then exclusively make hash or something. You are running a whole nother appliance to dry weed that would just dry naturally without doing a goddamn thing to it. And the Not slower it dries, the better it dries. In winter, I have to add humidity into the dry room. And then in the summer, I have to take it away. So I'm running shit just to dry weed anyways. All year. Every, all time, every time I have to add humidity. I have no choice but to add humidity. I'm at like battle. Wait, yeah, I, I know. It's always got. I always got to add. Yeah, I got to switch. It sucks. I literally like wait until it, it happens, and then I have to switch up. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. Just a pain in the ass having to switch. I wish I could just keep it the same all year round. You know what I mean? Just have Dude, it. Noob said it right there. Noob has the best answer of all. Take the dryer money and apply it to the camera fund. Because the yeah, dryer yeah, would do exactly. nothing for your weed, but the camera fund would do something for your camera. Agreed. Noobs nailed it. I've done the cardboard tech. Like, the dryer is a card. solution in search of a problem, honestly. I'm not a cardboard tech. I used to do, like, when I was young, 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 I learned how to do the um, paper bag tech. Mm. You remember that way, like Jamaican style? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I never got really into it, but yeah. Hey, that's I how I used to always dry it. my shit back in the day. Too, too fast. I have, here, one, I have one for mushrooms, um, yoga. I actually have a dehydrator for seeds and mushrooms. It's when I have a seeded crop, I put it in there for 10 minutes, 12 minutes, 
last year my stuff got snowed on so i put it in there for 20 minutes you know what i mean just to dry it out a little bit and i harvested my seeds this year nothing is going to go that long i actually was letting the plants go super long last year um just to get all the ripest seeds because i kept the plants really small like really really small that was um making the seeds Grayson's saying that if you don't want to make a whole room or a tent or whatever else, just a well, big cardboard box uh, with a fan and a dryer. Well, I have a room. You were, you were saying that you don't want to have an extra room, so here you go. Cardboard box. Well, fan you guys see my room. Well, you see my area. Well, so why do you need the dryer then? I don't know. Something quick. Uh, <laughs> I'm lazy. Sometimes yeah, I want something. You, you're just going to burn your turf off, bro. If someone gave it to me, like, for free, I would give it to somebody else. I'd give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. If you get it, can I have it? <laughs> I might try it for one time, yeah, but I would probably then give it to <laughs> And he'd be like, up. yeah, this is why I don't use it like this. But it didn't look like anything more than dehydrated to me. Where was it? I what was it? Sun to put moisture back. What did he, what is that thing? A super dehydrator? He also had a ton of weed to dry. Maybe that was part of it. What is that thing, though? Is that just a dehydrator, though? I'll look it up. I guess it depends how you're processing it. 20 pounds of weed to dry. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, it's a lot different. You got 20 pounds to dry. Hmm. Especially Mm -hmm. if you're... It's different, too, if you're making using it to make a concentrate or something, then maybe you don't care about how the, you, who cares how the fucking shit cares. It'll make no difference. All you, you're looking for is that trichome off and onto and into your extract. Um, yeah, you, when you make extract, I freeze shit right away. I, I have a deep freezer that's already set up below zero. I think it was, it's something, it's the harvest rate, I think. They have made a Home Depot now. That's a trip. Unreal. <laughs> modern world man shit but yeah he was using this thing I was like that's interesting uh, so. supposedly you have to get the industrial we have to ask somebody that actually uses one one of these days because I can't remember exactly what it is You're, uh, those ones I think you cannot check, change the shelf settings which is very important to maximize your yield uh, the industrial ones that are like a whole extra thousand bucks I think you can change the shelf we have to ask somebody because I don't remember if I'm getting it wrong Kind of annoying because you look at that, and you're like, "Oh, I could totally do that for like two, three thousand bucks," and then you realize, "Oh no, I totally couldn't because it was just fucking up." Um, what happens? I don't remember. I don't remember what happens, honestly. That would be cool. So I was thinking about something like a cigar room type of thing. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. That would be kind of dope because I could do humidity and temperature, and I could like that whole little section. Right now, it kind of depends. My temperature depends on the out. Like, I can normally, with the other system I had, I had it down that it was staying right at 66, 65, and it was staying right at 63%. But with the new one, it's staying at 70 degrees at 58%. So I got to figure it out. I got to. See what I gotta do to get it a little bit colder. I think I have to add another fan, probably somewhere, pulling from the ground up to try to get every bit of cold air I can. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I like it to be cold. Like I want it to be cold. 
as like I want it to be sixty. <laughs> All the more reason not to get those dryers because they're just gonna heat it up probably. Uh, the inside of the dryer is gonna be uh, I don't even know ninety five hundred degrees. I think I'd get a freeze dryer if I got a dryer just so I could dry like hash and stuff like that the too. Freeze dryer is more useful, but yeah, for different reasons, you know, for hash and stuff. Well, Tanazi said he didn't mind the weed that he got off of it. It was cool, but it was a, a totally different experience. It's very, very different. Yes. Uh, the weed very fluffy. It was in, it's very yeah, fluffy. It's, got, it's got no... And it, it literally turns to powder when you roll with it. Yeah. Right. yeah. But yeah, it, it was interesting. I thought it was cool, but as a grower novelty. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. It was so different for me. I was like, oh, this is cool, but it was because it was so different. I but thought maybe very very different. I thought maybe mm-hmm. there was a way to make some really good hash or something with it. I don't know. And I had to figure it in. They just need to. Every, yeah, it's crumbly, right? Yeah. yeah. But like I would think uh, super like, crumbly. If I had something like that, I would be the perfect joint weed. I just finger joint weed. I could roll. But that's the thing. It just kind of falls apart. It just kind of turns to dust a little bit. It's a little. That's sometimes hard. my favorite stuff to roll on. Like if I don't have anything, I can do it like with my fingers and just kind of. Yeah, and there's it. like zero moisture in it, so it like it's like really sandy. Like, I like my weed a little bit drier than most because it breaks up. I, I well, not really. I, I I I like it to be able to be broken down. Um, I like this just get dried. And I can break it down to like a little without like sticking and stuff. That's the way I like it. I like it Maybe so I can like really grab it and just kind of, but it's not dry. You know what I mean? This I like isn't... the weed to, to, I like the joints to be sticky, honestly. Yeah. 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 I don't really like sticky. Like once I cure it, I don't really, it doesn't really stay sticky. Maybe you're not curing it right because it should mm. get sticky. Should get stickier as that uh, right. as those um, carbon dioxides come off and it, and it goes from TACA to TAC. I wouldn't say it's... Uh, you're not Ryan. Lion a little bit more gummy, a little bit more uh, like. Um, so think it's <clears throat> a how long you hang it thing too. Pardon. I mean, I wouldn't say my weed's sticky, but it's not dry. It's trichome. Like, I can take a picture and there's trichomes everywhere. It's very frosty. I believe it. I believe it. But, like, really good weed should honestly be sticky. Like, it should kind of stick to your fingers a little bit, you know? I've done that before. I guess that I'm gum up your scissors. Old right now, but oh yeah, yeah they've all gum, They've all give me scissor hash. So I guess yeah, they are kind of greasy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, in that way. But I think once I keep them up here, they kind of dry out to a little a different point. It's possible. And then again, some people will uh, keep their like cure a little bit uh, moister and then dry it out a little bit before they smoke it. So they'll keep it like what. 65 or whatever for for curing and then basically put it down like 57 something like that for smoking yeah i do the 63 and 55 
That sounds like a freaking song from the 80s. 65432. Mm. No, 65 and 321. What was it? It was like, oh my god, I can almost think of the band Six, too. Three, five, five. I don't know. No, no. Oh, I don't remember. Three, nine. Songs. I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Eight six seven five three zero nine. That was one. Yeah, there you go. That's and one. The other yeah, one that I'm one. thinking of. I want to say these guys were called like the Flying Monkeys or some shit. Fuck, it's gonna come to me. Steel Panther. No. Eighty-five and three zero nine. Fuck, it's like the most obvious band in the world. Oh my god, someone in the chat probably knows who I'm talking about. 85 and 309, not motherless fuck. When you can't think of something, it's like the, the most important thing in your head. You're like, why can't you think of that goddamn thing? Oh my lord, it'll come to me. Man, uh, Sesame like, Street, <clears throat> no. 309, Formula 309. Uh, like you said, like I like keep my notes kind of big too. Hmm. Um. Most of the little shit goes in the trim bin, in the freezer. Dude, growing is the process. I have to be honest. Like, um, growers are some of the most uh, like uh, uh, egotistical. I'll be honest. Yep. Machismo, yep. fucking like yep. toxic mass, toxically masculine, I'm like all that myself. shit, dude. Oh yep, my I, fucking god! I and perpetrate so, it sometimes. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> dude. And so growers, I've done it myself. They think they are the hottest goddamn shit. And you get recalibrated by getting a swift kick of the goddamn backside when you run into a grower that is, for example, significantly better, or their weed is significantly stronger, or stickier, yeah, no. greener, or whatever the fuck. Noob's weed is incredible, for example. Yeah, noobie uh, fucking big dicking over my weed. And yeah, look at this. Whoa. Yeah. And how do I put this? Like... Uh, you walk into a room with uh, maybe you thought that you lived in smash photos do tell a lot i can tell you i can guarantee you that noob's weed is good i can guarantee you i promise you <laughs> no uh, doubt without, about it there's but i'm saying like i've had worse i've had shitty looking weed that's gotten me lit absolutely absolutely but that's all i'm saying it. but yeah yeah you're right like but we've we've actually complained about like Instagram bud. Yeah, yeah. Overly so, bud. Yeah, there but is that doesn't this. apply to noob. Noob is growing. Oh, no, no, noob knows I bet you doing. I bet you noob's Mac looks better than my Mac. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got his system dialed. That's why his, he knows what he's doing in the where his environment. He rocks it. Same thing Zoso. Abolish has I see Abolish jumped in the chat. Cheers, brother. He rocks his system. You know what I mean? Fumi rocks his system. West and his wife do the thing up there. You know, it's like everyone has their own little ways. And like once you get like if you have a place where you're not going to change up and you have you get in your habits, I think the fire weed just comes. You don't have to worry that like like Fumi said, it's Zen in the garden. You just go in and okay. you're happy. Water. Yeah. That's all you really got to do. Put put a couple amendments down once a week, maybe, and you're just good to go. There's more to it than that, Smash, because there's a lot of active work, but the active work has its very predictable times. You know, and that's why I said, like, you 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 come to this point where you have a soothsaying ability in your garden. You're like, I know this garden is going to be 50 grams less yield than than last uh, harvest. 
Like you get to this fucking stupid point where you're like, dude, I, I know that I'm going to be 50 grams less. Or you'd be like, oh, this is going to be like 50, 75 grams more. And wouldn't you know it, when you weigh it, you are literally that. Like yeah. You become one with the garden. You know, okay, I trained the plants well. I did this well. I fed them at the right time. Or conversely, you, you'll start to know that, oh, fuck, I missed something. Maybe at first you won't know when you missed it, but you, you gradually, gradually get that sense to kind of like driving or whatever. You start to figure out why you ground that gear and then you stop grinding that gear anymore. You know what I mean? Like you, 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 you figure out, okay, fuck, I probably should have fed a little bit better in week two or man alive. I should have, I should have defoliated better in like week three. Like I'm, I'm really getting too much like a, a, a coverage over the bottom. Like the bottom basically hasn't stretched up enough. I'm getting these tiny little larfy tops at the bottom. Like Smash was talking about, oh, those bottoms are my, you know, tops. Well, guess what? I didn't defoliate well enough in week two, week three. They haven't stretched up enough and they're just still bottoms. That's disappointing. Like you get to these points where you can figure out where, when, how, and then that turns into soothsaying where you're like, all right, I know I'm going to get two and a half pounds out of this garden. Or I know oh, I'm going to get three garden, three pounds out of this garden. I don't know, because I think we've just, because I've never thought about that. I've been growing since I was 16. I've never, I've helped plants outdoors. I've never thought about how much I'm going to get. I don't care. I don't. Why and don't that, you care, I, though, if you take it that seriously? I don't know. I'm curious. Because it doesn't matter to me, because I know I'm going to get a lot if I do everything right. I don't really want to look at a plant and guess, because that I'll be disappointed or happy. I'd rather just be happy. I don't think so because I think it actually teaches you a path of uh, possibility, right? Like, because what I'm describing is um, you'll know how you got to a result. It won't have just been a guess and you'll know how to, re you, you'll know how to replicate that. You'll know how to replicate that and better it in the future as opposed to just guessing like, uh, well, shit, it went well this time. Well, great. And then you, you fucking hold your pants up the next time uh, and hope that nothing goes wrong. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't think the growing should be like that. I, I think the Zen of growing is that you actually know when and where and how. Yeah, and all of, of course I do. Happen. I have everything ready to go. I know what I'm like. My system's good to go, but it's just I just don't think about this plant's going to be this big by this day and this time. And I need it this, this, this. And no, I want it no, this. No, 100% not, not that. Um, I, I agree 100% uh, with you with you on that. Like, uh I think a lot with the with with the plant with the plants, like I don't even know where I was going with this scene. I, don't even I know will where I say, like, uh, we're, when too I was, high. we're I'm too high. When I was growing in my like room, and I did the same thing every time with different plants, like oh. I could I could estimate an amount. Yes. That is true, but I never. Hey, your really your real cared. estate's valuable. You need to maximize the space. That's it. Like you're paying, you're paying to. You, it costs oh, you the same amount to have that light on every day. If you have more canopy under there, you're gonna have more. You're gonna have more weight, and that's what you. A productive garden. You want it to be as productive as can be because you're paying for it. That's why. Well, that outdoors you're not though. I mean, outdoors, I wasn't like gorilla growing. It really wasn't like sun. I just knew they were yeah, going to get you. Yeah, but you were risking, you were risking, you were risking life and limb to, to grow a plant out in the wild, yeah, should, right? So, like, end, why would you favorite, minimize it? 
at that point, you're you, at that point. I say maximize it. You do ninety nine plants. You, you my favorite part, a bunch of them. Oh, growing is sitting down, curing my weed, getting it up here, trimming it like I just did, and then putting it in a jar and weighing it. <laughs> That's what I like to do. Like I don't like. I'm not gonna be like, well, that plant maybe has four ounces on it, and that plant. Eh, seven i don't i don't i just want it to be healthy as if it's healthy if it's praying if it's building if it's growing i'm good outdoors i'm better like when i went down there i fucked up a lot and that's my fault because i wasn't i was too laxed and like i had my system and i was ready to go you're, you're describing a very calm and peaceful way of growing and there's nothing wrong with that caleb in the, in the chat is talking about uh a, a, a uh, saying uh it's okay to be oh, fuck, how did I say it? it's okay to be well whatever it's okay to be a novice i, so I agree okay I, I, yeah and i agree you don't have to weigh every you don't have to weigh every crop but i, I think i think you did need to be trying to maximize your space i mean you are paying for the light and like you should be getting the maximum grams per fucking watt like that's where I look at it. Too, I enjoy honestly. growing. Like I have a couple smash. Like go uh, uh, honestly, but there's a different perspective too. Honestly, smash because I enjoy growing for growing too. But I I don't enjoy randomness. Like I don't enjoy wasting <laughs> gas. I love driving. Oh, I, I do. love driving. Well, go smash. Uh, but I don't like to get like if I know that my car was getting one mile per gallon, I I would say that there's a problem there. I wouldn't say like oh I'm still enjoying my driving. I would say that there's there's something going on here. Like I'm burning fuel out the fucking back end. I don't want to waste something. I don't want to feel wasteful. I have this kind of environmental concern too, where like I'm growing indoors. That's already kind of a weird thing that I probably shouldn't be doing in terms of, you know, global warming. So I'm like, oh, you know, I feel not in a serious way, but I'm like, oh, it would be better if I didn't do that. So I'd prefer not to be wasteful. So I try not to fucking, you know, blow, I don't know, electrical pixies basically out the back end. Uh, so basically I want to have my not only that, I want to smoke a lot of fucking Chiba. Like, I want to smoke as much weed as I can. And I am always, as much weed as I grow, I am always running out of weed that I want to smoke. So, like, there's never a circumstance where, like, no, nah, I'm good. I, that, that half the tent, like, I'll just leave it empty. It's, it's cool. Like, I have to know that my weed is performing. And I have to know that my, my plants are performing and my lights are performing well. I have to know that my lights are actually still clean. You know what I mean? So, like, I haven't gotten them dirty and they're just, like, kind of wasting energy on like dust basically so i have from time to time i go through there and i actually clean the fucking lights especially with led lights or uh lecs lecs the bulbs last longer but people forget you actually have to clean the reflectors and shit that cuts down on lots and lots and lots of potential yield instead of having uh, a 600 watt light you now have a 400 watt light you have a 300 watt light after a couple of years of freaking dust um that's a, a a big difference for no added benefit so like i'm always thinking about even if i weren't trying to maximize the max, the max, the max. But then also I'm thinking to myself now as like a, a breeder of cannabis, like nobody wants to hear me talk about random plants. So if I were to talk about like, oh, well, I had this plant that did some stuff and another plant that did some other stuff and some other stuff and some other things. Like, no, on some level, you do have to have a, I don't know, I'm not trying to oversell this, but you do have to have a sense like this plant was better than that plant. And then you also have to have a system to that. Like there's no way to judge that if you just kind of tried some things. You know, like yeah, 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 consistently right. to know that. Yeah. We here's where I think we are just kind of like a little bit different. Like right now, I have three plants inside. That's it. Well, other than the two autoflowers, those don't really whatever. 
I count them, but I don't count them because they, they count, but they don't count. Um, but like right now I have three plants, two of them. I actually done it. I did it on the show. Those are the only three plants I have. I'm not starting more seeds right now. So like, I really don't have another plant to put in there. So I, I'm happy because I'm maximizing as much space as I can with the three plants I had to put in there and the lights dimmed down to like 60%. Actually, I think it's at seventy. You're not attacking your your grill. You don't have to defend. Oh, your but I'm grill. just telling you my my ideology. I'm not, I don't care. I'm just telling you my ideology. This is what I think about. I only had three plants to put in there, and I'm and if I can fill out a five by five with three plants, I'm doing pretty good. So where have we got? I mean, I, I put four. I didn't have it. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> like, I, I would have to next take, time, fella. I would have to take a clone, or I like it was. I had to make a decision. Things were going inside and outside. You know what I mean? So, six went outside, and I'm. I want to grow Morgana outside, and then take cuttings and bring it inside. That's like my plan. And then when, same thing. I want to do Morgana and the GMO or my GMO cross out there together. I'm gonna take clones of both of them. I'm getting. I'm gonna buy an oxycloner, I think. But I, I'm taking suggestions on which way I should clone. Like, I've always had luck with like the bottle, like bottle water tech. I have one and I don't it. even like it. I hate it. I, I, I've been thinking about selling it. Every time I look at the fucking thing, I'm like, all right, don't sell it. Maybe it's good for something. But it literally just sits. I mean, it's just it literally just fucking sits there. It, it doesn't work. Nothing for me. They, they work. I mean, do you like that? I'm sure they work. I have a yeah. mental and block some, against some, them now. Some people use them. So people I, like I have clones. a bunch. The root wise or root wise cubes and an ice tray works pretty well um, under a dome. The little the, the jiffy peat pods. Soak yeah. them a little bit, like soak the oh, yeah, yeah. throw the peat pod. Fucking words. That's basically yeah, what it is. Like the, the easy cloners, they work really, really well. But you got to sterilize it. You got to, at least for me, it wasn't a great process that I liked. It was foreign to me. So I had to do like a whole sterilization process and get it running and this and that. And then somehow I would always mess something up. Like always inevitably I would mess something up and I'd lose a batch of clones. Or the clones would take a little bit too long or on and on and on. Or even if I did get the clones, then I'd put them in dirt and they still would take like three or four days. And the other <laughs> that I had in peat pods are already fucking growing. This kind of shit it's always for me anyway it didn't work for my process so i always kind of give that counterpoint like i know that they work i'm not a fucking idiot but uh for me the piece of shit didn't work in my process and so i always tell people like hey just beware because I, I literally own a fucking thing and i'm just like eh, should i get rid of it yeah i don't know they just seem easy if you have like if you can get a fish tank running i feel like you can get an oxycloner going decent but the thing is you got to remember you're transferring water water roots to to soil roots so you're gonna have to get it like in there and stuff so i like That's pulling you say oh you get a fish tank running well but can you get like peat pods wet yes i've made like little stupid can you get some aloe yeah i have aloe <laughs> come on I have. I have. There's simpler ways, you know. Like if you needed it, then you needed it. Like a, a production facility. If you need 200 clones, on and on and on. There's tons of reasons why you can justify an easy cloner. But dude, if you have 12 clones at any given time, and that's all your entire like the smallest this, easy cloner. I've always is like thought 60, it was what. 
Easy. Yeah. No, not 64, but maybe 24. Come on, throw it in there. You got a bubbler. You're bubbling water. Not really any nutrients because it's a newer clone. So you just wait until there's roots, and then I get it in soil as fast as possible. I've always, like like I told you, I've always had really good luck with the bottle tech I do. Just cut a hole in the top of a bottle. I cut a clone, and I stick it in the water. And then I change the water out, or I swirl it around every day. <laughs> Try the peat pods, though. That shit works, and it costs so little. And then you put it, you put the whole peat, the peat pod right in the new soil. Isn't it the same for the rock wall? Not the rock wall, the fucking... I have root wise. They're not the root wise. I have the cubes, the peat. The, the rabbit, the the brown. Oh, the rapid roots. Yeah. Those are the ones I like. I like those. I like those. I, 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 I don't like them because they don't break down. That's the only reason. I use they them in the water. Well, but they don't break down. Yeah. Like I sometimes. I never really notice them after. I don't know. Because I recycle no, my break. soil. So every time I basically like, I have kind of. Um, well whatever let's say for example i have like a large like a larger pot like a 25 gallon or 30 gallon fabric pot let's say when i transplant a new plant in they're basically the flower plants the, the flower pots don't go anywhere but the veg plants go into flowers so a veg plant right. will go into the flower pot but obviously you can't just put it on top or there would just like be a, a constant growing mountain so i kind of dig out a little bit basically the size of the root ball of the new plant i basically dig that out in the old pot and then put that in the old like a recycled bin basically for soil mix that with some worm compost and that becomes my fresh soil uh what was i going to say the what i noticed was that the clones especially over time i was getting the circumstance where it was like a graveyard of like oh my god after like 15 fucking grows there's literally like a sea of these idiot root riots that were not breaking down you know what i mean mm -hmm. so like I'd, I'd pull one fistful out like three of those fuckers were in there because it's been like I didn't, I didn't know this was that long but it was like after no, a couple yeah. of years i'm like Jesus Christ, how long is it going to take for these fuckers to break down? So it was one of those things. They just basically don't break down in my garden. You know, no, they don't break down. Worms and everything. Yeah, I mean, they're supposed to. They're supposed to, but they don't. They so take that's why forever. I like the jippies, because they're, they're just like canvas. It basically is already breaking down canvas. Yeah, they paper, fall up. And uh, peat, just stuck to the peat. So I take that indestructibility and i use it to my advantage because i like putting those in water and then i kind of have roots coming off of those and then i transfer it into the soil that's the way i've usually done it mm -hmm. that's all right so here's, another, here's another question for everyone i like inoculating with like i don't whatever i'm actually gonna go to the company we talked about you sent me the website i'm gonna get their microbes Bio. Bio egg? Yeah, bio eggs. Do they have microbes now? Oh, wow, they are different. Right on. Okay. I think it is. Remember, um, Coot was saying they, they uh, uh, Dr. Faust sold his, uh, sold the company to somebody. I don't remember who. So, yeah, I, I just want a lot, like, of microbe, like, something just to inoculate. I like just in my head. And, like, I've seen the difference in the roots when I let like gave it a jump start and I didn't give it a jump start. Like I feel like I always have more we need to have Coop back on. We need to get Coop back on and we, we need to always need to have Coop back on. Of course, but I'm just back telling you, it's say, can you please I've talk noticed. smashed again? 
Have you guys you never noticed Has anyone, yeah. the, people in the chat are like, wait, what's been smashed? He's talking about like, you guys Richard. never get Jesus. the fuzzy roots? Like, dude, you get like, so yeah, much better results from worm castings and barley. Yeah, I use worm casting. Microbes, shake and bake microbes from a can. No shake and bake microbes from a can. can okay, do it. If Chris can, if Chris can use smash, smash, hold on a second, smash, can you tell me? In any way, shape, or form that you know that mycorrhiza has set in and worked in that soil. No, you cannot. I can There's tell no you no test you can do difference. to prove it either. When you they have mycorrhizae on your roots, they it, it it gives you way more like and tips. Myco, you know what? Mycorrhizae is from a spore. It, it gives you and way more connection. Yeah, and they it travels in the air. So mycorrhizal will come in the air anyways. Man, you do not even need to add mycorrhizal. Yeah, I could use soil. barley. I could use everything, but I just like putting, I don't know, I, I noticed a difference when I use a little. You want to go make an IMO grape, but like you I'm, do not need to. I don't want to make IMOs. Like, you, can't crazy, crazy, you can't even prove that, you can't even prove that. You can't even prove those spores that they are selling you are viable. They can't right. even prove to you that those spores no. they're selling you are viable. They can't. Whatever. What do you mean? You're if, buying expensive things for nothing. Not necessarily. I'm not buying like mammoth. Man, this buying. has been no. This has been looked into. We're not making this stuff up. There's a lot of channels on YouTube that pull shit out of their ass. This hasn't just been looked what up. What do you mean? Uh, a lot of those sports. Scoot has looked this stuff up. Potent has looked this stuff uh, up. Whatever. You can uh, go to. We're going to disagree. Agriculture. No, we're not going to disagree. Like to disagree. No, no, no. On this channel, we don't entertain bullshit. On this channel, I like you. Not ever entertain bullshit. No, I would rather ban. Someone who comes on here and talk about flat earth shit. Honestly, we don't entertain bullshit. Uh, you can go to the Oregon Department of Agriculture and look at a bunch of different microbe companies. I can't swear that the newest microbe companies that you're talking about will be on there, but a number of different companies that were talked about a few years ago, including some big names who have big fancy strains that people talk about. That was one of the one of the first times the shine went off for me. I'm not going to mention the fucking guy's name, but there's a very specific breeder who's super famous uh, and his strain is super famous and he was making microbes for a long time. And people are, oh my fucking God, these microbes are amazing. The Oregon Department of Agriculture put those microbes to the test and turns out that they were fucking dog shit. It was talcum powder. It was fucking talcum powder. And I bought that shit. I actually paid money for that stuff. It was expensive talcum powder. This stuff has been looked into. Whereas, for example, you can put worm castings and barley. This was a male, so I cut it. But after two days after potting, there's already fuzzy shit on there. This is alive and well. Yeah, I, I didn't use any chicken. Don't tell me we whatever. We can have poop back on here. This is how gardening works. I just don't want to do IMO. About, I, you don't I, to do IMO. I don't do I'm IMO. I'm telling you. I'm just telling you I've seen a visual difference myself. I don't know. I must be crazy then. Perhaps you're not listening because I think we're talking about different things. I did not mention the words IMO. I mentioned different words when I mentioned this. I said I use worm castings and barley. I didn't add, I don't use any Korean natural farming techniques. I don't use any ferments. I don't use any. I, I may have mentioned that. That would have been me if anybody mentioned IMO, but like. But even still, even still. Like even out, even you, still, you that's a natural collection. That's a natural collection, like <laughs> collected in nature, not okay. a not a bag transferred friggin' so, mycorrhizal. I grew the same strain for a long, long time. I did it the same way every time. And then sometimes I would add like
a little bit of what was it? Where no. Most, the great most of the mycorrhizal products, Smash, are essentially just uh, soya bean roots ground up and sold back to you. Yeah, but if it's if you're, I don't know, man. I like I I I don't seen OGs. I've still seen OGs using it. You get a lot of people on YouTube. I don't give a shit what some OG that's been doing something that doesn't yeah. listen. There's tons of people that don't listen. Tons of fucking people that don't listen. I don't care if you've been doing something for 40 years. There are plenty of intelligent people that have been doing something for 40 years and are constantly adapting and constantly changing uh, and still retain some old techniques but have new techniques also. And there are plenty of people who are just doing it the old way because they can't change. I have no interest in listening to those people because they just they don't change. That's all. They, uh, I just don't mind using stubborn. a little you know I mean? grow or whatever in my garden. Why? Smash, you're always telling us like uh, you don't want to spend money on this, you don't want to spend money on that, um, but you want to buy TerraGrow. Like, but yeah, exactly. That's an, I've seen a, that's an expensive I've, thing that both Humidor and I are seeing. We both I've grow seen a, decent weight I, I and we a, don't see a thousand dollar challenge on TerraGrow versus worm castings. Jesus, age fucking I use French. Worm I don't care what you've seen. Too. I will put a fucking... I, I, on this they show... They wouldn't be fair because I use worm castings too. Oh, for fuck's sake. Smash, almost... I use worm castings. I use worm castings. I'm willing to bet that worm castings versus TerraGrow are going to beat the like, shit out of the uh, TerraGrow. But I, but I just... Those whatever. products... Fill in when you don't have anything better. If you have an at an agricultural scale, what does call that? Field fifty acres. I believe it's label building. Hmm. You're just you're just label building. You're just adding wait, a wait. bunch of extra stuff in. Like just I just put it in, on the label. Yeah. My water when I I put a little bit in the water when I do my worm juice, and I I, I like it. You're saying a prayer. You're using holy water. It, it, it's what it is. It's my my little secret thing. Like I think I'm doing something good for the guys. They love the worm power, <laughs> so I was like, whatever. Maybe just maybe these microbes have a little Imagine bit of how life in feel it. Feel about real worm castings? I have worm. I use worm castings. What are you saying? <laughs> I use worm castings, worm power, and I use a little oh, bit of like. Virus. It's the stuff that Coot told us to grit. Well, if you couldn't get worm castings, but I can now. At the time, he's like, get worm power. I was like, okay. So I, I got the worm power and I use all of it now. I use once a week. I'll do a little bit of worm castings and barley and some uh, BioLive together. The BioLive allegedly has microbes in it anyways. Who <laughs> has looked into this? I mean, how do you, how do you not listen to Coot? Like... Uh, Coot uh, is not infallible. He'd be the first to admit this, but he, he, he doesn't mind the bio live. Stuff. No, he doesn't mind the bio live. I don't mind it either. But it, it has nothing to do with inoculating the product. Like if they sell it that way, it is so far from reality. It's not an inoculation product. It's something that has a no spores in it. No, listen. I don't, it. don't say no. no. I wanted to inoculate my soil. Exactly what it the fuck is? Don't but talk if... over me with this shit. It's fertilizer with a handful of spores a fucking handful of i don't i've heard it on the eo show and they might be viable i don't have a single problem with down to earth they're but if i wanted but the next time i hear about 
fucking bio live and I fucking lose it. I'm sick of it. I'm honest. I'm literally sick of it at this moment because I'm fucking sick of it. That product Why? is just a fertilizer. Those products are bullshit. They're just fertilizers. They're just fertilizers. People get these religious. Yeah, they have everything they in get it. This, we're talking at one o'clock in the morning about this shit that I don't give a. F I'm actually going to pull the plug here in a second because I can <laughs> give a fuck about their products. They're garbage. They're products that you buy to fucking put on your plants. I mean, I don't want to stay down there. It's garbage. They're lovely people. Their products are fine. Of all the organic amendments, those are the ones that I actually buy. Dead ass. The echo boxes. But my point the is, ones I really they're not, please don't talk over me. They are not the key to great gardening. BioLive is not the key to a vigorous and great living garden. It has some inoculated spores or some mycorrhiza, some others. I don't even know what else. Basically mycorrhiza. But there's basically nothing there. You're better off, again, with worm castings. Because worm castings is power. Your worms and on and on and on. Well, what? Like, you're better off with a regular compost for mycorrhiza. You're like lecturing is, me when I just said is, I use worm casting. That's what I'm saying. I use it. I love worm castings. And then you're talking about another product that is because I you I put it sugar bullshit. I'm not going to listen. Whatever. To if you want to think it's there's allegedly some spores in there. If it helps, it helps for me, and it, it, it helps my allegedly. my. We've heard. We're going to cut this right this now. I don't know why you're this. We have this shit with Floranux. I'm going to fucking ban you on this. The amount of you people just, that come on this fucking show, shut the fuck up. The amount of people that come there. on this show and hammer on some fucking dog shit at one o'clock in the morning and then they get all butthurt about it when I say, please, can we change the subject? Fucking Whatever. Fornux. I'm calling him out right now. He's probably listening. He's probably one of the fucking downvoters. To this day, he fucking downvotes me because we talked about Phylos. We had Potent Ponic Steve, who was one of the primary sources on the issue. He knew Beth Schechter. He knew everyone involved. And fucking Florinugs is in the chat. And then he's fucking downvoting my videos. And, and I literally had to, I've never done this before in my life. I had to actually ban him on my Instagram so he would shut the fuck up. Because for three or four days, he's DMing me, DMing me, DMing me, DMing me, DMing <laughs> me. The same shit about fucking Phylos. And this has happened so many fucking times on this show. And I'm so tired of it. I don't give a takes shit about violence fun out of it. or any of these. It takes fun out of it. Fuck off with this shit. Listen, okay. when someone says something and they're what they're talking about, listen. Fuck. It's that simple. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, Cass, what's up? Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I don't know. Let's leave this on a better note somehow. Uh, I'm just constantly talking about the, the, the fucking products. And that's, again, the sponsorships and the fucking product sponsorships. Those products exist to be sold. You know what I mean? And and they don't necessarily exist to be good, but they do exist to be sold. And that's fine, but we don't have to talk about them on this fucking show. Yeah. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, let's smoke more weed. We have time for a bowl. Let's have a fucking bowl. Jesus Christ. Nine minutes. A bowl of... Uh, do we have... Holy fucking crap, we made another one. Dude, I wish people would stop taking the fun out of this stuff. I, I see so much of it. I've seen so many channels come and go. I realized as soon as I was saying the names of a couple of channels, I was like, fuck, I shouldn't even say those names anymore because yeah. those channels kind of left based on, oh my God, shit didn't become fun anymore. You know? What yeah, Smash, I, I bet you, I bet you if you do a side-by-side -side with uh, with those mycorrhizal projects, I bet you'll be surprised how little they do. For real. It's, it's my, it's just my head. Whatever. 
Like Steve you said, the fish shit's not a bad product. Yeah, the fish shit's not a bad product. He said, he said it, it, it's good for someone that wants to learn how to use aquariums. That's kind of like what I want to do, and it, and that's what I use it for. I use the fish shit once in a while. I I don't pay for it. I just get it. I have it. It's a good thing to start trying to use. I want to start using a fish tank at some point. Look at people who've tried this from experience. 90% of those things are placebos. They do goddamn dog shit. Like even if you put all of the fish shit that they will send you in your grow, virtually nothing will change in your grow. Virtually fucking nothing. You'll spend all this religious certainty that, oh my God, I got to do this on week 10 and this on day three and such. I mean, we've heard on this show how many different products. None of those things do a goddamn thing. And I have tried a number of them. I've tried fish shit. I've tried a number of power works really good. Dude, I used to go to all those Indo expos and everything. And oh my God, sample, sample, sample. Thank you. I learned so quickly that none of them are useful. Yeah, but good, like my good soil, like nothing can be good good soil. soil. That's it. That's Honestly, you end. let's finish that. I don't know. I top dress like an idiot with dumb shit. I like I, I don't have the capability you to buy your own pound, fucking point. Because I don't have the capability to buy fifty pound bags of each thing right now. Don't you don't have the capability about the fucking nutrients for this organic shit is the cheapest shit uh, in the goddamn yeah. universe. Don't yeah. tell me. I, yeah, I don't have any. No one in this chat. I don't want to hear bags. a fucking word. I don't hear a word about this fucking nuclear shit. Fucking God. You don't even need any of that stuff. I mean, the amount of bullshit that these product fuckers. You don't use gypsum? Your head. I don't want to talk. Gypsum is. Yeah. You'll go through a bag. Langbianite. I don't use Langbianite. But gypsum is $7 a bag. What are you talking about? $7 a bag is what? I can't get it. $7 a bag. Where you can't get it? Where can I get $7 a bag? Order on concentrate. Hardware. I don't know how to with you. Own hardware for probably maybe 15 a bag at most. They'll bring it in for you. Yeah, go to their garden depot. Tell them you want to bring in a bag of no gypsum. Shot. That's it. That's it. Does it have to be a 50 pound bag? Usually. A fucking bag, man. You can buy it's no, going to be like nine all, bucks. A 50 pound bag of gypsum is not that much. It fits into a no. bucket. Uh, but second of all, like seriously, if you can't find a fit a bucket in your grow, you have a little bit of other issues. Uh, you should be able to stockpile things like gypsum and uh, even nutrients, whatever else, uh, an entire bag. I accidentally bought the bigger size of the nectar, and I was like, all right, fuck it. It's like a three-year supply. The nectar one shot. Holy fuck, I have so much, too much of it. It still costs like 60 bucks. Like, I don't even remember how many pounds, but the amount that you use of it, because it's a fertilizer, you don't use very much, and it takes very little space. Like, these things don't, like, the fertilizer companies make you think that this stuff costs lots of money and this and that and blah, blah, blah. I don't blah. think that. It's just the pain in the ass. 16 bottles. You can fertilize, it's as Chris Trump was like, saying, you can fertilize with other plants. You don't even have to if use I, a single bottle. I don't know. I just, I like using Langbianite. I like adding it to the soil. I you like using... A, you should have a metal. rhyme and reason why you do it, you know? There's there's a number of those different uh, elements that sound intriguing and sound interesting, but they take way too long to break down. If you don't know exactly why something's breaking down, don't fucking spend money and add it and talk about it on the show. Like, There's so many YouTube channels. I need the name. Literally, I need like, 
I haven't seen their weed. I haven't seen any of the fucking products of their efforts. I have, I've started to unsubscribe from a lot of photography channels, not just weed channels, but other stuff where people just talk, 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 talk. And I'm just, I'm no longer interested. I've gotten to the level maybe with weed and photography, a few other things that I expect, like I, I demand a little bit of like, please show me. So if people tell you that Langmanite is good, they should tell you why. And people have probably told you that they should buy Langmanite or you should buy Langmanite. And it takes like nine years to break down or something. Green stamps, it could be like nine day. or 11 years. Like if you're no. building a Hugel mound outdoors, that'd be different. But I mean, like, dude, you're not building the, if you were, like if you were on the series, if you were building like the smashed cannabis outdoor I'm gonna uh, go. a grow in California. But, but no, but seriously. Even that Langdonite, Lang Houghton said it would leave uh, high levels of magnesium that could be dangerous. So was it potent or was it, or was it, it um, much? Yeah. I can't remember. One of them said it would, would leave. If I put, yeah, if you kid. put too much kelp in your stuff, you can have too much. You can have arsenic. Yeah. Like, well, I know, like, I, just, a lot I use shit. a little bit. See what I mean? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, um, it's a good source exactly. to buy product and use them. That's what I'm saying. Like, the less you use, oftentimes the better. And that's like, oh, yeah. that's that's where I'm getting to. Like, 95% of that stuff, you don't even fucking need it. It's literally useless. So, you, I think you guys think I use it all the time. I don't. Like, this is like. I'm talking I, about it for an hour. I'm done now. I said I was done a while ago and I was like, oh, we're going to just wrap it up. And now we're talking about it again. Three minutes. I'm talking Three minutes. That's it. We're not going to talk I, about I like, those fucking nutrients. I like I'm done talking about more. those fucking nutrients. Done, 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 done. Just said fucking we the subject and somehow it came back. Yeah, I like using the least important part of the grow. The least I've said this a fucking thousand times. The least important, maybe less important than the car that you drive to the grow store to fucking pick up the dirt. I'm not even kidding. Is the fucking nutrients that you use on your goddamn garden? It's so meaningless, especially if you use an organic garden and it's an older garden. Like for example, this is this is cheating because I've been doing it for a while. But if you have a living soil garden that's been running for a while. Dude, it works on autopilot. You can forget yeah, don't have that, for entire flower runs. But the point is yeah, that you dude. don't get that by adding fish shit on there. I run out of I run out of nutrients. What do you talk like? That's my problem. I'm running out you of run shit. Two smaller pots. You run the risk. Two smaller systems running, relying on people's products to solve the problem. You. I'm just no. I just you didn't. It. You listen. Have you the right listen. worm cast. I actually answered your question. I didn't have. Okay. We'll, we'll move on. Like uh, alfalfa, PCP I use. might be PCP might be organic. Could it be highly, highly organic? Well, there's lots of organic. They say they say cyanide is natural. It is arsenic is natural, right? Uh, hemlock as well. Natural. Technically, when you're using kelp, you it's a growth hormones, and it's just like. That's why it's you. It the less you use anything like that, it's definitely way better. I, I just like. I used to spray kelp on my plants as a foliar. You know what I mean? Like, and I realized I that shit was retarded. I'm like, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to say retarded. That stuff, that stuff was dumb. I, I it just didn't affect. It didn't. It just didn't work. Like, I just didn't work. I don't. I never seen anything good for it that. You know what I mean? And then I started yes. to see people that use it a lot get little buds on their plants, on their like leaves, like right here on the palm of their like on mm. the petioles. And I'm like, wow, that's that's making a lot of hormones to do that, huh? 
So some of these things can be really bad in the wrong in the wrong quantities. And Steve has said that for sure. Like arsenic has shown up because they use too much. I believe it def- was kelp. And then the other one was I forgot the there was a bunch of them actually. But I, I think we're twenty bucks. He's on like a different level because he's been to so many different grows and like like different like money like styles how much money do you have to bring to this operation type of like he's seen spider mites like you know like he said he's shown us pictures and we're like what the fuck do you walk into guy No, you got to remember with a guy like that, he's definitely, uh, just like St. Bernard said, uh, neither Coot nor Steve are infallible. There are people who are infallible. There's no one, not Carl Sagan, not nobody. Uh, but you do listen to the authority of a person like that because they have seen a couple of things more than you have. Chances are, you know what I mean? Like there's probably some people in chat have seen more maybe, but there's an excellent chance that Steve has seen more than almost everybody that watched this fucking show. Same thing with Coot. And again, Coot doesn't freaking sing about, you know, his past. Every once in a while, if you hear him talk, you can kind of read between the lines, but he doesn't necessarily talk about the past all that much all the time. Uh, some people assume, ah, oh, he's just growing one plant in his backyard. He's no shit, man. He's just fucking, he's some fucking guy. You'd be mistaken. You'd be mistaken. He's not infallible. He can be wrong about any number of things. But you listen to that guy's authority and you weigh that against the possibility. Oh, okay, he might be wrong, but he's probably right. You know what I mean? It's one of those things, potent, who uh, subcool talking about different things. Like, okay, you might be wrong about a lot of things, but about plants and plant breeding and so on, you should probably listen to subcool. You know what I mean? Driving real fast, you should listen to subcool. Smoking too much hash? I don't think I would. No, because I can drive real fast too. It was fun to hear him talk. I was always like freaking out. He's dude, he's driving Instagram fucking 100 miles an hour in Arizona with like one hand. Oh my God, whatever. Crazy guy. But um, too bad he's not around. He was, oh yeah, he was funny. Um, you hear the stories about Subby and he's going to like, he's on, he goes on stage and he just like hucks packs out and stuff. And he's like, yeah, it's just who he was. He wanted to be, when he was there, he was the center of attention. And like it was awesome. And then when he was at his booth, he was cool. If he didn't like you, he didn't like you. <laughs> That's probably the nicest thing St. Bernard's will ever say about Coot. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> we should like snapshot it because Coot will be like, What he said that? That's so kind. <laughs> For St. Bernard's, that counts as like effusive praise. Cheers, dude. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, uh we should end it at that. Like, honestly, to get St. Bernard's to say something, like, uh, halfway nice about somebody, dude, that's, dude, the next step is, like, practically marriage. Practically. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, let's see here. Shall we cut it? Uh, Cheers, everybody in chat. Cheers, Cascas. Cheers, Atomic. Cheers, Noob. Uh, Noob, as we know now, uh, Noob all along has been faking it. Actually, his plants are this big. It's all done with uh, Hollywood. It's done with practical effect. His, uh, his dad is George Lucas. Um, he didn't inherit George Lucas's money. Unfortunately, that went to the older brother. It was a sad story. But uh, he did get to get like the whole miniature, like like the, the miniature camera gear and stuff. Like they basically, he got all the miniatures basically. And he got like one employee that came with the deal basically. He has like a slave, pretty much as a slave that lives in Noob Rose's 
uh, uh, grow. And basically, I pictures, think of, pictures of his, his really tiny. Yeah, he's actually his, his guy's name is actually R2D2. He's Arab, yeah. but anyway, it's uh, uh, R2D2 or something. Anyway, uh, yeah. all the flowers are basically that big. It's uh, it's uh, dude, it's impressive when you realize that he can get such small things to look so gigantic. It's impressive in its own way. You know what I mean? That's of course what she said. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> Pip Jam MBF. Uh, Grace on grill. And with that, hey, cheers, everybody. I actually, uh, when you flower, how far away do you keep your light, your LED away from your plants? Uh, when I flower, same amount. Uh, dude, same lately distance. they've been a little bit too close because I've been having this problem where everything's stretching a little bit too much. I think it's a little bit too much. Like I'm not 100 sure. A little bit too much barley in the past. Anyway, I'm still trying to figure it out, but I tried to keep like a good three feet. Okay. It depends on the light. If it's a, if uh, I have, I have cops, so I have six fairly bright cops. So for me, oh, okay. three feet is about yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had a panel, eh, I don't know, maybe 24 18, inches. 18, yeah, 18, I'm at, I'm at so. like 20. Yeah, I'm at, no. From the biggest plant, it's like 12 inches, but it's only 70%. It's a little too close. Yeah. yeah. It's still probably a little too close. But okay. one one yeah, bud, yeah. you know, it'll burn, and the rest of the grow will be fine. It doesn't yeah. look like it's burning. It, if it burns, I'll just if it's not burning, it's fine. It'll bleach out, but it's fine. Like uh, just the, I, I don't think even the uh, people used to say like the whole cola gets fucked up for THC and stuff. If the, if the tip bleaches, I think just the tip gets messed up. Like uh, bleached weed basically has no potency. Like it, it might even still have flavor, but like every time I've smoked it, just like it has seemingly no potency. I don't know, maybe the THC's gone or whatever. But uh, Weird because the the terps are still there a lot of times, but the the, the yeah, it's just nothing. There. But it'll just be that one. Like if it's if it's one cola, the like thing the, is, people it, think like it's one cola is going to change their grow. It's not. It's different terps because I think it while it was burning, it was creating different stuff. You know what I mean? Because a lot of terps burn like a lot of well, some of these terps start burning off at like low, low, low degrees. Like I believe the lowest one is sixty eight like degrees, and they start. I believe, I believe, don't quote me, but I believe that's the lowest one. And it starts, like, they start going the thing off is, after uh, what's, that. What's happening there is that they're not, well, I don't know, I guess it depends. Because uh, if it is volatizing at 68 degrees, I mean, they're all, the plants are living at 68 degrees. So that's probably one of the things that you're actually smelling. So that's one of the reasons why sometimes the, the, the smell of the weed is not the smoke of the weed. So when you harvest something and, it, oh my God, this is such and such. Those volatile terps, a lot of times, are the things that well, you're only going to smell them, you know, that time. Then, yeah. Sometimes people yeah. will do like the 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 the, the um, what do they call them the flash freezes for resins and bubble yeah. hash or whatever, just hoping to get raisin. some of those those terps. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like exactly. a, a lot of times, you're just not going to capture some of those terps. You know? Yeah, some okay. stuff does transfer. The... Sorry, I was going to answer a question. Yeah, I've been working with the dimmer, like when the HLG, I have it. As far as I can get it, I'm actually going to redo it with chains and get it actually 15 inches away. That's what it tells you to be from the tent. I just like being safe. So 15 inches is what I'm going to do. So I'm going to put it up there and then probably work with the dimmer from there because everything comes in from the veg tent anyways. So I'll make sure it's at the level where it should be good. I've been using sunglasses, if you guys didn't notice. Dude, it's a very good idea. Anybody that's been listening, like seriously, it's not a fucking joke. 
your yeah. eyes don't even realize that they're basically being burned. Like you don't have um, pain receptors. And like LED lights and LECs and CMHs and stuff, they're so bright, you don't realize how bright it is. Yeah, I like, I just make sure I, I just left it down there. It's easy. It's not even a really expensive pair. Right. It doesn't have you to know. be. Like most, uh, all they have to be is uh, UV rated. And it's basically mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for hanging. Thank you for puffing. Oh, but, but by the way, smashed. How can people find you? Uh, uh, what's the What's the best way to find you? Um, Instagram, Smash Cannabis Two Point Oh. I know, dude. I have a YouTube. Oh, I actually just posted stuff of Fumi's. If you want to look at some of Fumi's Morgana, you can go to my YouTube. It's Smash Cannabis. Um, I have that up, and my other stuff going. But Morgana is the first plants. Look really nice. Uh, West Engine, uh, how can people? Well, you don't like to be found. You're just like, dude, leave me alone. You're like, yeah, um, I am the people, I'm the one who finds you. That's basically I, it. You find me here. This is the place. This is my outlet. This is, so, yeah. this is it. And then you sometimes tell people to fuck off. Pretty much that's what it is. You're like, get out, man. Yep. Get out. Get out. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, people here are falling asleep. Uh, we're happy. I didn't fall asleep yet. Not quite. I didn't fall asleep tonight. No, not yet. Wasn't me tonight. Almost, almost. Not quite. Not quite. Uh, St. Bernard's is saying sunrise stream in T minus three hours. I don't know how he does it. Uh, let's see here. Happy Independence Day to uh, dude. It's funny that uh, Pip Jam is wishing us Happy Independence Day. What a good sport. The English are like, oh, you guys, uh, we'd like you back, but uh, okay, you can have it. Maybe it's one of those things. Maybe they're like, or maybe they're like, oh, you'll come back one day. You'll, you'll realize yeah. before you know it. Like, They're missing the tea already. Yo, St. Bernard, you can come up and scold me anytime you want. You know, you can come on the panel and yell at me. It's fine. Right. I, I, I'll take it. We just want to hear you talk. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Uh... We lost our train of thought, but actually, that would be fun. Uh, St. Bernard's is always welcome, but uh, I think he likes to, to hang in the uh, the chat there. But he is definitely welcome. I was saying something useful, hopefully, it was useful. I don't know if it was useful. We're going to move on, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for hanging. Uh, do we have another show coming up? Uh, Tuesday, I think we have a show on Tuesday. I don't actually have a guest on Tuesday, so I don't know. We might, uh, we might go guestless, we might kind of go commando basically on that show, or maybe I'll throw a guest together real quick. Uh, We'll see how it goes. I don't know, like we've had so many killer guests that I'm just like, oh, maybe this one, week one, one week is weed and whiskey for you. This could be weed and whiskey yeah. Wednesday. Because you missed yeah. it last week, right? Dude, West Engine, you want to do weed and whiskey Wednesday? Sounds great. It's basically the two Sounds of great. us. Like, pretty much it's the two of us getting drunk and everybody else laughing. All nah, right, Chris, we'll talk about so, sounds Chris good to me. In a little bit. I'll see you. I woke up the whole house here, so I gotta go deal with this. I'm oh, sorry, guys. Talk sorry. to you later. Cheers, All right, guys. Later. Uh, we're we're freaking uh, causing international diplomatic incidents already, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for hanging. Uh, remember to pop something wonderful. Uh, what, what do I always say? Be kind to each other. Be decent. Be gentle. Don't be fucking pricks. Uh, if you were a prick yesterday, if you're a prick today, or if you were even thinking about being a prick tomorrow, try not to be. It would be better if you weren't. Uh, perhaps someone is a gigantic fucking shitlord. I mean, I know a few of them myself. Oh my God, I'd love to punch a bitch. Uh, just really honestly, but you can't do that. It's civilization and shit, right? You can't do that. So don't, don't punch a bitch. I know you want to. I know. We all do. We all do. All of us really do. 
even the nice, even the nice ones. They're like, oh, I'm really sweet. Even you, I bet you would honestly like to. Probably I use the wrong words. You know, you'd like to touch a pocket. You know what I mean? Now you understand. You're like, oh, okay. Now I get it. Don't doesn't solve anything. I mean, maybe it does, but it probably doesn't. It probably does. I'm going to go with it doesn't. Please, folks, don't punch a pucker. It's it's not a good idea. It's uh, it seems like it'd be a great idea, but it just isn't. Give him a pass. You know what I mean? Instead of punching the fucker, give him a pass. Just be like, I gave you a pass. You don't even have to tell them. You just, you know it to yourself. Like I gave you a pass. I could have punched a fucker, but I didn't. You're welcome. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for hanging. Thank you, uh, Gray, Top Floor, Claude, uh, Cheers, Claude, Bold Seeds in the House, who else in the house? Caleb Murphy, uh, Nico, cheers to all the French gentlemen. Uh, let's see here, Christophe probably in the house still. Charlie's Farm is still in the house, holy cow. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, folks that I didn't call, folks that I did call, uh, cheers, everybody. Uh, cats and dogs, bats and frogs, space aliens on simulcast, puff something wonderful until we meet again uh be kind rewind i've forgotten to say that for a while uh, we don't have vcrs anymore but uh well, shit, i don't know if you do
Never back, no, no, no. 